Sir, thank you very much. I know there are people tuned in globally now. Uh, welcome to our service. This is the beginning of our service today, our Sunday service. And I know that uh, many of you are tuned in globally. We waited a little bit more, gave you more time on the other side of the ocean. And uh, now we are quite sure that most of you have at least woken up and tuned in. But welcome to our Sunday service today. And today is a very, very important uh, sermon here that the Lord is going to deliver before the nations of the earth. And uh, it is going to be very critical at this hour that uh, you follow everything that is going to be said here. And I want to start by, first of all, uh, thanking the Lord for availing this opportunity. We live in such extraordinary times where... Um, it's uh, a privilege to worship the Lord. It's not a right anymore. And that's why I want to appreciate the Lord for availing this opportunity for me to come to you in your houses, wherever you are. And I'm very much aware also that um, all over the nation of Kenya, uh, people are in their houses. But... Uh, we are still able to fellowship. We are still able to have our Sunday service. And today's message is very critical because I'm going to be talking about the current beginning of birth pains. The ones that you see um, consuming the entire earth at this hour. The beginnings of birth pain. And uh, it's going to be a very important conversation because I'm going to touch today on the prophecy of the coronavirus, what you see now tormenting the earth and shaking this planet. So this is going to be a very important day and I know we have a Swahili translator, I want us to begin and see how I'm going to interface with him. If it won't be possible, we'll put him aside and move on because I have a very long sermon that will end probably about 8 p.m. So welcome to our Sunday service, blessed people. And uh, in this service, I am privileged to come to you. Because we live in such tremendous times. Uh, these are very special times. Are we supposed to be lighting these bulbs so we can get better quality? Can somebody answer me? I'm live on air globally. Yeah, because these bulbs are supposed to be lit for better quality of those who are abroad. Michael, can you light the camera? And as we wait for the lights to come on, so that we can transmit the right quality globally, you see now. Because there are people everywhere. There is this particular one is not yet on. So that we can reach the entire world. In the mighty name of Jesus. But today's sermon is going to be a very extended sermon. 
mahubiri ya leo naenda kuwa mahubiri ambayo yameendelea sana na marefu and uh, i'm coming to you right here from our head offices in nairobi na nakuja kwenu kutoka papa hapa katika makao makuu hapa nairobi and uh, like i said now a privilege to even worship the lord at this time na kama nilivyosema kwamba hata sasa hivi ni tun kukumwabudu bwana sasa hivi it's not a right anymore as you've seen sio hakitena kama vile ambavyo umeweza kuona and that's why we are indeed very privileged to come to you na ndio sababu kwa kweli tumetunukiwa tena mno kuja kwenu i think if it's difficult leave it this was a suffice they're providing sufficient light i'm sorry that i'm involved in that And so um I want to talk today about a very very important moment that the earth has entered into. Ninataka kuzungumzia leo hii kuhusiana na wakati wa muhimu zaidi ambao kanisa limeingia kwao sasa hivi. The earth has now entered a very very tremendous moment, a very powerful moment. Dunia sasa hivi imeingia wakati ambao ni nyeti zaidi, wakati ambao ni mkuu zaidi. And at uh, this time na katika wakati huu There are certain very important things conversations and instruction that ought to come to you kuna baadhi ya mazungumzo na maagizo ya muhimu sana ambayo yanapaswa kuja kwenu because all of you can tell that the earth has now entered a very very uh, a, a very extraordinary moment kwa sababu nyote mnaweza mkasema kwamba dunia imeingia katika wakati usio wa kawaida coming out of the prophecy that i gave ikitokana na unabi ambao niliutoa december 1 december tarehe moja the year 2015 mwaka wa 2015 slightly more than 4 years ago yapata zaidi ya miaka 4 iliyopita and that prophecy has been lying in the web na huo unabii umekuwa kwenye mtandao i gave it live globally niliupeana moja kwa moja hewani kote kote ulimwenguni on jesus is lord radio katika masafa ya redio ya yesu ni bwana and then it was posted alafu kisha ukawekwa posted into the web the global web ukawekwa katika mtandao wa kidunia yote as a youtube katika youtube and it has been lying there for 4 years na umekuwa pale tu katika miaka 4 i don't know how many people visited it during the 4 years span sijui ni watu wangapi waliweza kutazama katika huo muda wa miaka 4 but what has come out very clearly lakini kile ambacho kimejitokeza wazi wazi kabisa is that when the fullness of time arrived ni kwamba wakati utimilifu wa wakati unawadia that prophecy has now shaken the entire earth huo unabii umetingiza ulimwengu wote and drawn the earth na kuvuta ulimwengu onto the verge of eternity katika ukingo wa umilele and that is the conversation we are going to be having here today na hayo ndio mazungumzo ambayo tunaenda kuwa nayo hapa hivi leo i just want to take uh, to, to to be speaking for five minutes to take this moment so that we get feedback from those who are video streaming and those who are radio streaming streaming so that we are sure that as i pick up the signal is right everywhere those who are receiving if they can call us back through our studios or somewhere whichever number you chose which is the number joanne chose and uh, randy chose for them to feed you back before we, we take off which number did you give them have they called or registered confirm the stream before i take off otherwise i have to start it again or wait until we get it right because of the gravity of this message here. and the radio station also needs to give feed 
I think the manager of the radio is somewhere here. Michael, can you just continue recording before we continue? I think the manager of programming is here. And so, we need to begin now uh, to discuss this very important happening on, upon the face of the earth. Nego basi tunahitaji kuanza sasa kuzungumzia utendaji mkubwa kabisa katika ulimwengu sasa hivi. And all of you can see that there is a very dreadful moment that has finally gripped the earth. Na nyote mnaweza kuona kwamba kuna wakati wa kuofisha kabisa katika ulimwengu ambao umeukumba ulimwengu. And so we are going to have that conversation. So very long someone here. Nego basi tunaenda kuwa na mazungumzo hayo. Ni mahubiri marefu hapa. And I'm going to bring you straight today into the throne room of God Almighty in heaven. Na leo hii nitaenda kuwaleta moja kwa moja katika katika enzi ya Mungu mbinguni. the place of power. Mahali pa uweza. Where everything is happening from. Mahali ambapo kila kitu kinatendeka kutokea. Where the Lord took me. Mahali ambapo Bwana alinipeleka. And has taken me. Na amenipeleka. Again and again. Are we okay now? Tena na tena. Yeah, is the, the graphic is okay? Can you ask Joanne whether there's a vibration going on? The reflection of the door what, what does it do? 2015. Mwaka wa 2015. The prophecy at which the Lord spoke about the coronavirus that you see now is global has grabbed the earth. Unabii ambao ulinena kuhusiana na virusi vya corona ambavyo vime ya dunia sasa hivi and has grabbed the earth na vimenyakua dunia and has thrown life disorganized disarmed life na imeweza kuharibu mtindo wa maisha and uh, caused the whole globe to question this whole issue about life on the earth here na kusababisha ulimwengu wote kuuliza maswali kuhusiana na maisha ya hapa duniani thank you senior bishop from south korea for giving us the feedback that Everything is well so we're not changing anything. Asante sana askofu mkuu Adapa kutoka Korea Kusini kwa kutupatia kwa kutupatia kwa kutuambia kwamba tunaendelea vizuri sasa. And so um again like I said. Tena kama nilivyosema I'm going to talk and give them direction at such a time as this. Na ukawapatia mwelekeo wa wakati kama huu. Kana na ujumbe huu that when this prophecy is fulfilled, kuhusiana na unabii huu, kwamba wakati unabii huu unatimilizwa, it would deliver that specific message to this generation. Itatoa huo ujumbe haswa katika kizazi hiki. That the Messiah is coming. Kwamba masihi yuaja. And that they need to prepare. Na kwamba wanahitaji kujiandaa for the glorious coming of the Messiah. Kwa ajili ya kukuja kwa utukufu kwa Messiah. That message that you transmitted to me in your throne room my father ule ujumbe ambao uliniwasilisha katika enzi yako baba yangu katika wakati wa unabii huu may you now percolate it and infiltrate it into the hearts of this generation hebu sasa nyeze na kuingisha katika mioyo ya kizazi hiki that they may understand the time is over kwamba wapate kuelewa kwamba wakati umekwisha and get to know who that he that is speaking to them who is talking to them na wapate kujua ni nani ambaye anazungumza na wao and get to prepare the way na wapate kuiandaa njia the holy anointed way njia takatifu iliyopakwa mafuta for the glorious coming of the messiah kwa ajili ya kukuja kwa utukufu wa messiah in the mighty name of jesus katika jina kuu la yesu amen 
So uh, blessed people, I know right now the earth is going through a moment of perplexity and as we speak there is a literal shutdown, the earth has shut down and so every nation of the scroll of God and that now it is the breaking of those seals that are beginning to roll out events on the earth. But why would the Lord do so before we go into the thick, the thick of it? Listen to me, blessed people. I want you to understand that even when the Lord now fulfills the prophecy of this disease, I said big disease, big disease coming from Asia. And I said then big disease distress. A big disease emergency. Even when the Lord rolls out that prophecy December 1, the year 2015, and it's lying there in the internet. But little did anyone know that there is it's potent, it's potent. That prophecy is potent. And so, when the prophecy was lying there, I don't know how many people even bothered to ever visit it and check with it and hear what it says. But anyway, all that, like I said, is founded on the scroll of God Almighty in heaven. And it's coming to you at such a tremendous time when the cloud of God has come to me. I have called God the Father. And He came on December 22nd. The year 2019. But even previously, He has done that. We know the historic meeting in Kericho. When I arrived and I said, the glory of God is going to come here. The cloud of God is going to come here. I don't know whether it's Kericho TTC, but there's some ground there. And so, and that was a shocking one because within hours then God the Father came down in his cloud. And you saw even as I was walking on the altar, he was bringing the cloud. He, want, he wanted to touch my head with his cloud. The reason the senior Archbishop John Litunda joined and is now here is because at that time he was a district commissioner in Bureti. And he was in that meeting. And he saw how the cloud of God descended 
akaona jinsi ambavyo wingu la Mungu liliposhuka and it rained there around the stadium na ikanyesha pale just around that stadium kuzunguka tu katika uwanja kule kapkatet and also you saw december 31st the year 2012 in kisumu na pia mlienda december 31 mwaka 2012 kisumu so all this conversation is happening within a very powerful backdrop when there is a major visitation of God in the church. Kwa hivyo mambo haya yanatendeka wakati wa umuhimu zaidi wakati ambapo kuna mtembeleo mkubwa kabisa katika uso wa dunia wa, wa kanisa. And so at this time on the earth there is a mega visitation mega God the Father himself has come. Wakati kama hukuna mtembeleo mkubwa mkubwa zaidi wa Mungu katika dunia wakati Mungu Baba mwenyewe ndiye ametembea wakati Mungu Baba mwenyewe ndiye ametembea and so where God the Father himself has visited the church mali ambapo Mungu Baba mwenyewe amelitembelea kanisa and so this is the environment in which now i am addressing the happenings on the earth at this hour basi haya ndio mantari ambayo ninawasilisha yale yanayotendeka katika dunia sasa hivi but let me answer for you the question as to why the lord would roll out the event of the breaking of the seals of the scroll of god at this hour lakini hebu nijibu hilo swali kwamba ni kwa nini bwana Mungu mwenyezi anazindua kule kufungu, ku, ku, kule kuachiliwa kwa zile lakiri wakati huu So the opening of those seals happening at this hour Kufunguliwa kwa hizo lakiri ambako kuna tendeka sasa hivi And so this is the reason Kwa hivyo hiyo hii ndio sababu Remember blessed people Kumbuka watu wabarikiwa that when these prophecies like the prophecy of the coronavirus begin to unfold in the fullness of time and my words are fulfilled and the whole earth is shaken wakati ambapo unabii huu wa virusi vya corona unaanza kufunua na maneno yangu ya kinywa yanaanza kutimia now it's very important to 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 grasp to grab the message ni muhimu sana kuweza kushika ujumbe because it's very easy to be caught up in the terror and the fear of death which is now pervading and infiltrating the hearts of men kwa sababu ni rahisi sana kushikwa katika hiyo hofu na hofu ya kifo ambayo sasa hivi inawapenyeza na kuwaingia wanadamu i think you are too much sun can you move to the carpet those of you in the sun the sun is quite a bit for you but but anyhow we are here now and so what i'm saying is the following kile ninachosema ni mambo yafuatayo i'm saying ninasema that god has a prophetic timeline kwamba mungu ako na nyakati za kiunabii that he is pursuing ambazo anaziendeleza and the clock is constantly ticking on that timeline nazo akrabu za saa zinaendelea kugonga gonga katika hizo nyakati za kiunabii and it's very important that we understand na ni muhimu sana kwamba tupate kuelewa that everything is about the coming of the messiah kwamba kila kitu ni kuhusiana na kukuja kwa mesia even the coronavirus once i get there to the fourth seal hata virusi vya corona nitakapofika pale katika muri wa saba wa nne once i get the fourth seal you'll be able to understand nitakapofikia la you'll be able to understand that it's all about the announcement of the coming of the messiah and that's why i'm saying god in heaven is rolling a prophetic timeline he's rolling it he's sticking it out and you can call it the zero countdown towards the glorious coming of the messiah 
kwa utukufu kwa Mesia. But I want to give you a, a global a universal outlook a big, uh, the outer picture panoramic picture of it. Lakini ningependa kuwapatia ile picha ama taswira kubwa yote ya ulimwengu. Before then we now narrow down the detail. Kabla tuende katika vipengee vyake sasa. Now look at this. Sasa tazama hii. In God's prophetic timeline. Katika wakati wa kiunabii wa Mungu, you can tell unaweza ukasema that the breaking of the seals of the scroll of God inside heaven where I have been kwamba kuvunja kwa lakiri ndani mwa mbinguni mahali ambapo nimekuwa when the lord every time he broke the, the lamp broke the seal the lord brought me into the throne room of god inside heaven kila wakati ambapo mwana kondoo alivunja lakiri mungu alinileta ndani ya ya enzi ya mungu and it's very tremendous as last time you saw it's not a small thing to be inside the throne of god there's so much i've been keeping away nani ya ajabu sana kama vile mlivyoweza kuona wakati uliopita kuna mengi zaidi ambayo nimesijayafunua like last time you saw kama vile mlivyoona wakati uliopita last week juma lopita. so many have been keeping all that in confidence for the lord na mengi nimekuwa nikihifadhi kwa ujasiri kwa pamoja na mungu but then lakini hata hivyo i'm saying that when the lamb begins to break the seals of the scroll of God inside heaven wakati ambapo mwana kondoo anaanza kuvunja zile lakiri za Mungu ndani ya mbinguni and the lord brings me there naye bwana ananileta pale both to witness ili kuweza kushuhudia and also to have a conversation with the, 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 the living creatures inside the throne of god nakuwa na mazungumzo na viumbe walio hai ndani ya enzi ya mungu as you are going to see today kama vile mnavyoweza kwenda kuona leo hii those are serious consequential events events that have serious consequences of the earth basi hayo ni matukio yaliyo na athari kubwa zaidi katika ulimwengu as you have now seen kama vile ambavyo sasa mnaweza kuona with the coronavirus na virusi vya corona and the locals na nzige but anyhow lakini hata hivyo What is happening is this. Kile kinachotendeka ndicho hiki. Is that in the global picture, the bigger picture before we get into the details. Kwamba katika ile picha kubwa kabla tuingie katika vipengee vyake. When the lamb begins to break the seals of the scroll. Wakati ambapo mwana kondoo anaanza kuvunja zile lakiri za gombo. Each one of the first four seals identifies a specific horseman. Kila moja wapo ya zile lakiri nne inamtambulisha mpanda farasi haswa. Thank you very much because we said I will not work in Swahili today, right? Wale wanne wa kwanza. You know me, you know. So so each one of those first four seals, kila moja wapo ya zile lakiri nne za kwanza, they specify a specific horseman as we are going to see. Zinaelezea mpanda farasi aswa kama vile tutakavyoenda kuona. And they go on up to the fourth horseman. Na zinaendelea hadi mpanda farasi wanne. I have been involved at the throne of God. Nimehusika katika enzi ya Mungu. And then the, the breaking of the other seals also will take place. Alafu kuvunjwa kwa zile lakini zingine pia utafanyika. The fifth seal. Ile lakini ya tano. The sixth seal and the seventh seal. Lakini ya sita na lakini ya saba. But the reason all that is put together. Lakini sababu ambayo hayo yote yameunganishwa pamoja. Is for one purpose. Ni kwa kusudi moja tu. Because one time. Kwa sababu wakati mmoja. The Lord God Yahweh my friend. Bwana Mungu Yahweh rafiki wangu. The tremendous God of Israel, the most terrible God of Israel. Mungu wa ajabu wa Israeli, Mungu wa kutisha sana wa Israeli. One time he did promise Abraham. Wakati mmoja alimwaidi 
Abrahamu, he gave Abraham a promise. Akampatia Abrahamu ahadi. At one time. Kwa wakati mmoja. And he told Abraham. Naye akamwambia Abrahamu that he would give him a seed. Kwamba atampatia mbegu. That he was going to bless him. Kwamba ataenda kumbariki. The promise of Abraham, the blessing of Abraham. Ile ahadi Abraham, baraka. The covenant with Abraham. Agano pamoja na Abraham. The promises of God towards Abraham. Ahadi za Mungu kuelekea Abraham. That he would give him a seed. Kwamba atampatia mbegu. And that that seed. Na kwamba hiyo mbegu. After he gives him that seed. Baada ya kumpatia hiyo mbegu. He would also give him a land. Na pia atampatia ardhi. I'm talking about a real estate, a real land, real estate, real physical location. Ninazungumzia kuhusu shamba, ardhi. And the third promise, na ahadi ya tatu, that he gave Abraham, ambayo alimpatia Abrahamu, is that he would then bless a, 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 a mega nation, a great nation would come out of Abraham. Kwamba taifa kubwa, taifa kubwa kabisa litatokea kwa Abrahamu. He would give him a seed, the seed of Abraham. Atampatia mbegu mbegu ya Abraham. Before we begin on the scrolls. Kabla tuanze kuhusiana na gombo. A seed of Abraham. Mbegu ya Abraham. And then he said. Alafukisha akasema. He would give him a real estate, a land, a location. Atampatia ardhi. Atampatia shamba halisi hapa duniani. And then out of him you don't raise you would also raise for the great nation called Israel alafu kutoka kwake atainua taifa kubwa litwalo Israel and after that alafu baada hiyo then he would bless Israel kisha ataibariki Israel such that whosoever blesses Israel kwamba yeyote atakayeibariki Israel would be blessed of Jehovah atabarikiwa naye Jehovah my friend rafiki wangu and whoever curses Israel or fights Israel na yeyote atakayeilaani Israel ama kuipinga kuipiga Israel would be cast by the Lord or fought by the Lord atalaaniwa na Mungu ama kupigwa na Mungu na kusiagwa siagwa so this is the framework this is the basis of this entire conversation and happening you see happening on the earth today na hivyo basi huo ndio msingi huo ndio muundo wa mambo yote ambayo mnaona yakitendeka ulimwenguni sasa hivi because he promised Abraham kwa sababu alimwaahidi Abraham at one point kwamba kwa wakati mmoja then he would come and redeem Israel kisha atakuja na kuikomboa Israel and so now the events you see even the coronavirus that involved uh, shaking the earth as you see now na hivyo sasa matukio mnayoona hata virusi vya corona ambavyo vinaitingisa ulimwengu sasa hivi it is all about the redemption of Israel yote inahusiana na ukombozi wa Israel in other words the lord is saying kwa maneno mengine bwana anasema our for the national revival of Israel has drawn nearer kwamba saa ya uvuvio wa kitaifa wa Israel umekaribia sasa and for you the gentle church na kwenyu nyinyi kanisa la mataifa there is a very clear message you pick from there kuna ujumbe wazi kabisa mnaotoa And the message you pick from there is that actually the Messiah is coming. If the time for the redemption of Israel has drawn nigh, if the events that begin to mark out God's God's plan, God's rollout for going to redeem Israel have begun to take place. Ikiwa matukio yanayozindua mpango wa Mungu kwenda kuikomboa Israel yameanza kutendeka. 
then we need to prepare in earnest of the church. Basi tunahitaji kujiandaa katika udharura kama kanisa. That you need to re-examine your Christian life. Kwamba unahitaji kuchunguza upya maisha yako ya Kikristo. That you need to be able to purify to re- renovate your Christianity. Kwamba unahitaji kutakasa maisha yako ya Kikristo. To rehabilitate your lifestyle so that now you become more tightly knit with God's requirements. Utengeza upya maisha yako ya Kikristo ili so there is a very important message for the Gentile church. Because the events that you see like the coronavirus that is is threatening to really bring down the earth and you don't know what the Lord has told me it's going to be quite a tremendous situation on the earth. What is happening is this. If those events are already rolling out in the beginning of birth pain and yet you and I are very aware that those events belong to the tribulation and the great tribulation. Then now you can fill in the boxes. Basi sasa unaweza ukajijazia. You can fill in the blanks. Unaweza ukajijazia mwenyewe. The message is very clear. Ujumbe uko wazi kabisa. Because we know that the Gentile church was not meant to pass through the wrath of God. Kwa sababu tunajua kwamba kanisa la mataifa alikupaswa kupitia ile ghadhabu ya Mungu. And that means before we get into the thick of it. Na hiyo inamaanisha kwamba kabla tuingie katika vilindi vyake of these events like the coronavirus and the plagues that the Lord has loaded this who is speaking with you with na matukio kama vile gonjwa la corona na mapigo ambayo bwana amewekeza huyu ambaye anazungumza nanyi we know that those events roll out in the tribulation and in the great tribulation tunajua kwamba matukio hayo yanazinduka na kutendeka wakati wa siki na siki kuu and since the church is not meant for was not built was not born was not uh, inaugurated was not passed out to pass through the wrath of god na kwa sababu kanisa halikuzaliwa halikuumbwa halikutengezwa kupitia huo utungu then you can tell that very soon the church is about to be taken away kwa hivyo unaweza ukakishia na kusema kwamba hivi karibuni kanisa litachukuliwa in the rapture of the church katika unyakuzi wa kanisa if this beginning of our pains of the coronavirus and the locusts can be this terrible and unbearable. Then how much more severe will it be within now the birth pains proper? Na je sasa itakuwa mbaya kiasi gani wakati sasa ule utungu mwenyewe utakapoingia And because the church is not going to pass through the bad pain Na kwa sababu kanisa halitapitia ule utungu wa kuzaa Then you can tell very clearly that very soon the rapture will take place Na hivyo basi unaweza ukakishia na kusema kwamba hivi karibuni unyakuzi uko karibu kutendeka Looking for a message within the coronavirus Unatafuta ujumbe katikati ya virusi vya corona That is the message the Lord is transmitting through this plague Huo ndio ujumbe ambao Bwana I know that the coronavirus together with the plague of locusts the Lord is using that that to identify me to you the nations to the world. Ninajua kwamba pigo la virusi vya corona na pia pigo la nzige Bwana anaitumia kunitambulisha mie 
kwa nyinyi ulimwengu but other than identifying these two prophets to you lakini kando na kuwatambulisha awama nabii wawili kwenu most importantly is how does that translate to you what is the transmission to you what is the message to you ile iliyo ya muhimu ndio hii kwamba ujumbe ni upi kwenu ninyi hiyo inawasilisha nini kwenu so the message is very clear kwa hivyo ujumbe uko wazi kabisa the lord is saying bana anasema repent and prepare the way tubuni na mkanda njia for the coming of the messiah kwa ajili ya kukuja kwa messiah be holy and righteous iweni watakatifu na wenye haki turn away from sexual sin geukeni kutoka kwa dhambi ya ngono na usherehe believe the gospel mkaamini injili and receive the gospel freely na mkaipokea injili bure bila shingi genuinely kwa ukarimu kwa moyo mweupe and be born again with all your heart na mkazaliwe mkaokoke na mioyo yenu yote that you may be baptized by the holy spirit kwamba mkapatizwe na ye roho mtakatifu and that be, you, you may now live a life that is prepared all the time in readiness kwamba mkaishi maisha ambayo ni ya kujiandaa kila wakati uko tayari in readiness for departure katika utayari wa kuondoka because kwa sababu the signs of the next dispensation are already here ishara za majira yajayo tayari zi hapa but this is what the lord is saying lakini hiki ndicho ambacho bana anachosema before we begin kabla tuanze in this global outlook katika mtazamo huu wa kidunia anasema that within his plan ya kwamba kati katika ule mpango wake Israel is sitting at the center of this hour where we are talking now Israeli imeketia katika shina la kati ya saa hii ambayo tunaizungumzia sasa hivi because he's begun to roll out the events that define the redemption of Israel that Jehovah is coming to redeem Israel kwa sababu ameanza kuzindua matukio yanayoashiria ukombozi wa Israeli because you know very well kwa sababu mwajua vyema that God in that promise he gave Abraham if you ever get time to read Genesis chapter 12 to 3 kwamba Mungu katika ile ahadi ambayo alimpatia Abrahamu katika kitabu cha mwanzo in that plan God is now coming back katika huo mpango Mungu sasa anarudi because he wants to fulfill it completely kwa sababu anataka kuitimiliza kikamilifu because he wants to come kwa sababu anataka kuja and is coming to purge off the earth to clean up the earth na anakuja kusafisha dunia with a tremendous judgment of god that is defined by those seals as we are going to see today na hukumu ya ajabu ya Mungu ambayo imeelezewa na zile lakiri ambazo tunaenda kuziona leo hii those seals essentially define the tremendous judgments of god that run all the way hizo lakini zinaashiria hukumu ya Mungu ambayo inaenda kote kote. Let me put it for you this way. Hebu nikaiweke kwenu namna hii. Focus on me uh, so let me put it for you this way. Hebu nikaiweke kwenu namna hii. When you look at the book of Revelation, mnapotazama kitabu cha ufunuo, inside that revelation if you go to Spanish they say Apocalypse. Ndani ya huo ufunuo katika Spanish wanasema Apocalypse. Apocalypse 1:2-3. Apocalypse 1 kapitulo 2 kapitulo 3 I know that you didn't the, the ch- chapters 1 to 3 of the of revelation Ufunuo katika zile sura za ufunuo moja mbili na tatu Revelation chapters 1 so, so if you look at the book of revelation Ukitazama kitabu cha ufunuo 1 2 3 chapters aya ya kwanza ya pili na ya tatu those first chapters hizo sura za kwanza There is a conversation going on. Kuna mazungumzo yanayoendelea pale. The Lord is having a conversation with the church. Bana ako na mazungumzo na kanisa. And there's so much on emphasis on preparedness. Na kuna kusisitizwa kwingi kuhusu kujiandaa. 
But once you finish, the moment you finish chapter 3, you just come to the end of chapter 3. Then all of a sudden and abruptly, heaven is open, and the voice says, come up here. And you find now that John, John the Apostle is a member of the church. He is inside the church. John the Apostle is the church. John the Apostle. Immediately you begin Revelation chapter 4 verse 1. Then he finds himself suddenly inside heaven. Unannounced. Abruptly. Unexpectedly. After chapter 3 is over, the book of Revelation chapter 3 is over. Then all of a sudden unannounced. Unexpectedly. The voice says, come. Heaven opens the voice says, come up here and show you what is to happen in the future. And when you read as we are going to see shortly, when you read chapter 4, then now you find that the focus has shifted. First of all, the venue has changed. The venue was the earth in the chapters 1, 2, and 3 where he was, where the church was being spoken to. And the moment verse 1 of chapter 4 hits now as you read you find that the folk, the, suddenly now the church is now, the venue has changed the church is now inside heaven so John who is a member of the church is now inside heaven and when he is inside heaven then now from that place did I say that people move to the shed or you are okay there? Okay, please I, I have a message to the global audience here. So, so listen to this now. So what I'm saying, I think there's one or two people here that need to move. We, we don't have people, there's so much room, there's nobody here today. So anyhow, what I'm saying, from chapter 4 now, the venue has changed, location has changed. And the focus has shifted. All of a sudden, now they are focused on the throne of God. Focused on the events at the throne of God. And then when you read on, you find now that there is a rollout. After verse chapter 4, you go to chapter 5, there is a scroll that is introduced. And chapter 6, the breaking of those seals, we are going to look at now. So, this tells you that Anyhow, by the time you begin to deal with the breaking of the seals and getting into the peak 
of the great tribulation the tribulation of the great tribulation kwa wakati ambapo unaingia katika kuvunja kwa zile lakini na kuingia katika dhiki na dhiki kuu the church will not be here kanisa halitakuepo hapa venue has changed mahali pamebadilika it is before the throne na yuko mbele ya enzi i know that i've seen that and i'm going to give you that prophecy of july 29 2009 on my way to venezuela Najua kwamba nimekwisha unaiona nitakwenda kwa wewe unabii wa Julai 29 mwaka wa 2009 katika And so blessed people Na hivyo basi watu wabarikiwa You see that as you roll on to chapter 5 chapter 6 Unapo unapoendelea katika sura ya 5 na sura ya 6 Let me say it plainly to you here before we start Hebu niseme tu waziwazi hapa kabla tuanze That revelation chapter 4 all the way to 18 kwamba ufunuo mlango wa nne kote kote hadi 18 they define a very tremendous time on the earth inaelezea wakati ambao ni waajabu sana ulimwenguni because then the seals are also broken in there chapter 6 all the way pia lakini zinavunjwa pale kuanzia mlango wa 6 kote kote and a tremendous judgment befalls the earth na hukumu ya ajabu inaigonga dunia and the lord comes to fight naye bwana anakuja kupigana but as he comes to fight he has one mission the redemption of israel that is that is what is the mission lakini anapokuja kupigana ako na huduma moja ukombozi wa israeli hiyo ndio huduma kuu and that's why he goes on all the way up to uh, chapter chapter 18 na ndio sababu anaenda kote kote hadi mlango wa 18 and so it's about the following na hivyo basi inahusiana na yapatayo it's about the redemption of israel inahusiana na ukombozi wa israeli in other words the time for the gentile church is winding out kwa maneno mengine wakati wa kanisa la watu wa mataifa unayoyoma so the events that are supposed to roll out towards the redemption of israel have begun the coronavirus is here the whole earth is gripped kwa sababu matukio yanayoazinduliwa kuelekea kwa ukombozi wa Israeli yako hapa virusi vya corona tayari vimeinasa ulimwengu wote and those are events that take place in the tribulation and the great tribulation na hayoni matukio yanayotendeka katika dhiki na dhiki kuu are going to see very shortly kama vile tunavyoenda kuona kwa muda mfupi ujao but in this preamble this introduction lakini katika utangulizi huu i'm simply saying that when now you see revelation chapters for all the way to chapter 18 kimsingi nasema tu kwamba kuanzia ufunuo mlango wa 4 hadi mlango wa 18 you see the seven seals the seven trumpets unaona zile lakini saba na tarumbeta saba as we are going to see today kama vile tunaenda kuona leo hii the seven thunders zile radi saba and then you are going to see the seven bowls alafu mnaenda kuona bakuli saba and so those are tremendous judgments of god that are escalating and they are cascade increases exponentially na basi hizo ni hukumu za Mungu ambazo zinaendelea zikiongezeka na kuongezeka and the purpose is one na kusudi ni moja for the redemption of israel kwa ajili ya ukombozi wa israel so that now there will be the national revival of israel ili kwamba sasa kutakuwa na uvuvia wa kitaifa wa israeli so that now when israel recognize the messiah ili kwamba wakati sasa israeli watamtambua messiah and receive the messiah na kumpokea messiah and stop believing the antichrist who will come into the scene very shortly na kama kumwamini mpinga Kristo ambaye atakuja katika tukio kwa muda mfupi ujao but after that lakini baada ya hiyo you know there is a millennium that comes unajua kuna kule kule ule utawala wa miaka moja ambao unakuja the messiah comes back messiah anarudi and rules for thousand years from jerusalem na kutawala kwa miaka elfu moja kutoka israel the millennium of peace when the devil has been bound and thrown into a bottomless pit utawala wa miaka elfu moja wa amani wakati ambapo shetani ameshikwa na kutu- But then there is also now 
After that, there is the establishing of the kingdom of God, the glorious kingdom of God. When again the earth, as you know, it will be destroyed, and then a new earth formed, a new heaven formed. Created. And then when a new earth is created, a new heaven created. Now, another real estate will show up, will be brought. Another, another location, land, another property. The Lord will then lower all the way from heaven the glorious city of New Jerusalem. So what am I trying to say here? All I'm saying is this. That when you see this coronavirus, the plague, the pandemic that has now grip the earth with the terror of death with the terror of death and so that should tell you that the, the Lord is simply giving the beginnings of our pain to alert you to signal to you to tell you be careful now the tribulation and the great tribulation are about to roll out and when they roll out this coronavirus you see they will happen in there at a greater scale I know because I'm involved I know by this coronavirus now you know that I am involved in the bigger ones in there but the tremendous thing about it is that the Lord is speaking to the church the Gentile church He's saying my time for the redemption of Israel has arrived and I'm going to roll out the events that culminate, culminate into the redemption of Israel. But it is dual. It's dual. The objective is dual. Why you see the events like coronavirus begin to roll out and become bigger after the rapture? I've essentially said that there are two objectives why this is not the, the prophetic timeline is now being rolled out because I said number one the national redemption, national revival of Israel. And they know very well, they are aware. They are following very well. So the national redemption, the restoration of Israel, that they may see Hamasia Nagid. That they may see the Christ. And so that they may now believe and the, the, their restoration may come. The promises given Abraham. 
ahadi zilizopeanwa kwa Abraham that a great nation kwamba taifa kubwa that at one point again Israel will lead all the nations of the earth in worshiping Jehovah again kwamba kwa wakati mmoja Israeli wataongoza ulimwengu wote ili kumwabudu Kristo tena we are going to read from scripture and you see that the lord you will hear the lord saying that even from Isaiah the book of Isaiah if we read later verse 44 and so forth you'll hear him say no i will not abandon you tutaenda kusoma kwamba Israeli sitawacha sitawamwacha Yakobo even the scripture the lord wrote me when he called me hata when he wrote on the wall hata andiko ambalo bwana aliniandikia aliponiita alipoandika kwenye ukuta Isaiah 43 verse 11 and verse 1 Isaiah 43 mstari wa moja and verse 1 wa kwanza and then he say in that scripture you see that verse 11 alafu anasema katika hilo andiko msari wake wa 11 is introducing himself anajitangulisha yeye mwenyewe verse 1 wa kwanza is actually what was mine ndio aswa iliyokuwa yangu because verse 11 says i even i am the lord and apart from me there is no savior kwa sababu msari wa 11 anasema mimi hata mimi ndiye mwokozi kando na mimi hakuna mwokozi but verse 1 says lakini msali wa kwanza unasema Now listen Jacob. Sasa sikiliza Yakobo. He who created you O Jacob. Yeye aliyekuumba wewe Yakobo. He who formed you O Israel. Yeye aliyekuumba ewe Israeli. Fear not. Usiogope. For I have summoned you have called you by name. Kwa sababu nimekuita kwa jina. You are mine. Wewe uwangu. That is the scripture the Lord used to call me in this way. Hilo ndilo andiko ambalo Bwana alilitumia kuniita katika njia hiyo. And so you see there in that way you can see there it was amazing is he was calling me Israel. Unaweza kushangaza kwamba mle ndani alikuwa akiniita Israeli. Again the mission is very clear. Hata hivyo huduma iko wazi kabisa. You say anasema Israel. Kwamba Israel. The redemption of Israel is at the center of the mission of the Lord. Ukombozi wa Israeli uko katika shina la kati katika huduma ya Mungu. Because the church as we know it. Kwa sababu kanisa kama vile tunavyojua. The Gentile church. Kanisa la watu wa mataifa. Was just a wild olive. Ilikuwa ni ile zaituni mwitu and it was grafted eventually into the olive tree of god even you you want to make sure that the promises that god gave abraham be realized because when the gentile church the wild olive was grafted onto the olive tree of god the the, 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 the cultivated olive tree olive tree of god ile zaituni mzaituni wa Mungu the root the root is the abrahamic covenant the root is abrahamic that's why the church the gentile church enjoys she also saps she takes the sap she nourishes from it kwa sababu ile mizizi ni ya kutoka kwa Abraham ndio kwa sababu kanisa inanyonya kutoka katika katika yale maji yanayotoka katika katika ile agano la Abraham and so the nutrients that come from down the root vile virutubishi vinavyotoka katika mizizi they 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 nourish the gentle church 
And very soon, we are going to have the, the leaf, the branch that fell off, the branch that is Israel, that fell off, is going to be regrafted back. Very soon. That's what the Lord is saying in this coronavirus uh, plague. The branch that is Israel, Jacob, is going to be grafted back. If the wild olive can easily be grafted in and grow and fit and take sap from the Abrahamic roots and covenant of Melchizedek with that cup and bread, feeding Abraham, creating that covenant, now feeding even the Gentile church, how much more easier then will it be for Israel itself to go back to his tree? ikiwa lile wale wale walio wa mzeituni ambao ni kanisa la mataifa linaweza kukunywa katika lile mzizi ya Abrahamu na agano ya Abrahamu kwa mfano wa Melkizedeki na kunywa katika kile kikombe na ule mkate na linaweza kunawiri je ni zaidi kiasi gani lile tawi lenyewe la la la, 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 la Israeli linaweza kupandikizwa tena na kukua and so eventually the entire house of god is going to be put together that's the, the entire revival and so what the Lord is saying is this that when you see the plague of the coronavirus and the plague of locusts he's saying the message that is coming through is that now he is going to focus very soon he is going to begin the process of the restoration of Israel. And at the same time, he is also going to now bring about, that's why I say duo, bring about now the installation of the glorious kingdom of God. That is what the mission is all about. And for the church, the general church, the message is very clear. That the rapture is about to take place. At the junction of the other dispensation. Because the Bible says, For the man of lawlessness, the son of perdition, the son of destruction that the Messiah will destroy with the breath of his tongue. He will not be revealed until he that holds him back is taken out of the way. And that's why it serves me with a great honor today to come to you in your homes all over the world because the events that lead towards the withdrawal of the Holy Spirit withdrawal of the church their prophecy have already given the glorious tales that I prophesied on January 15, 2017 I mean that somebody may step forward and talk and call the stairs of heaven of everlasting life and then God lowers them 
That, that is the wonder. Namaanisha kwamba mtu ajitokeze na kuitisha zile ngazi za umilele alafu zile hizo ngazi zitokee. Hiyo ni maajabu. And then local people the, the people of the earth record them on their cameras and share globally. Alafu watu wa ulimwengu warekodi katika simu zao za rununu na kushiriki kote kote ulimwengu. In other words calling down everlasting life, the stairs of everlasting life, heaven to come down. Kwa maneno mengine kuitisha chini uzima wa milele, mbingu kushuka chini. But you see very clearly. Lakini waona wazi kabisa. But then those are the stairs I saw the church climbing on, walking on as she was entering into this tremendous cloud that visited me December 22nd. 2019 kwamba hizo ndizo ngazi ambazo zinaelekeza katika mtembeleo huu mkubwa wa wingu ambalo lilikuja Disemba 22 ngazi ambazo niliona kanisa ambalo limechukuliwa likitembea likizipanda hivi zikiingia katika lile wingu kubwa sana ambalo lilikuja Disemba 22 wakati watakuwa wakiingia mbinguni so, so so we we had a conversation so 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 that is very important ni muhimu kabisa it's going to be very critical that the church within this dread of coronavirus and global shutdown inaenda kuwa muhimu sana katika wakati huu wapigo hili la coronavirus na virusi vya corona and the global shutdown na kule kufungwa kwa ulimwengu wote it's going to be important that the church will maintain her head about the water ina inaenda kuwa ya muhimu zaidi kwamba kanisa likatokeze kichwa chao ndani ya maji you cannot dip in with everybody else you, you are born again you've been purchased as a price awezi ukazama na kila mtu mwingine yote nyinyi mmeokoka mmedanunuliwa kwa gharama for you therefore you need to seek the instruction the message from that prophecy kwako wewe unahitaji kutafuta maagizo ujumbe unaotoka katika huo unabii and the message is this na ujumbe ndio huu but the messiah is coming kwamba mesia anakuja we need to prepare you need to prepare for the rapture of the church tunahitaji kujiandaa mnahitaji kujiandaa kwa ajili ya unyakuzi wa kanisa and the message is na ujumbe ni that for without holiness nobody will see the lord kwamba pasipo na utakatifu hakuna mtu yote atakayemuona bwana and the message is na ujumbe ni that you are the human being kwamba wewe kama mwanadamu you are the church wewe kama kanisa you cannot bear the tribulation and the great tribulation as you're going to see now hauwezi ukastahimili siki na siki kuu kama vile ambavyo tunaenda kuona sasa so that is the global picture of the lord the lord is interested in the redemption of israel and the installing of the glorious kingdom of god basi hiyo ndio taswira kubwa ya ulimwenguni kote kwamba bwana anataka sana kuhusu ukombozi wa Israeli na pia kuwekezwa kwa ufalme wa Mungu that is why he sent us ndio sababu akatutuma and that's why you see me appear in two forms na ndio sababu waniona nikionekana katika mara mbili at one point calling, calling down rain from heaven and in less than a minute rain falls kwa wakati mmoja nikitisha mvua kutoka mbinguni na chini ya dakika moja mvua inanyesha in lima peru kule lima peru given the prophecy in Palermo Italy nikitoa unabii kule Palermo Italia in Kenya here na hapa hapa Kenya and then at one point calling rain at Eldamara Vin Kakamega Njoro alafu kwa wakati mmoja Lagos Nigeria kuitisha mvua Kakamega Lagos Nigeria so it's going to be very important that the church understands what the lord is doing upon the face of the earth now and also in the kingdom of god 
within the house of the Lord. Kwa hivyo ni muhimu sana kanisa lipate kuelewa kile ambacho Bwana anataka katika wakati huu sasa na pia ndani katika ufalme wa Mungu. So the coronavirus Kwa hivyo virusi vya corona is announcing the coming of the tribulation and the great tribulation. Vinatangaza kukuja kwa dhiki na dhiki kuu. The coronavirus virusi vya corona to the church the gentle church. Kwa kanisa la mataifa is announcing the glorious coming of the Messiah. Inatangaza kukuja kwa utukufu kwa Mesia. Is announcing that prepare ye the way of the Lord time is over. Inatangaza kwamba andaeni njia ya Bwana wakati umefika. Be holy, be righteous. Turn away from sexual sin. Iweni watakatifu, iweni wenye haki. Geukeni kutoka kwa dhambi ya ngono na ushiriki. Turn away from perversion and lies. Geukeni kutoka kwa kupotoka ngono. Mitume wa uongo, manabii wa uongo, mwanguko kutoka wa imani ya kweli ambao mnaiona katika ulimwengu sasa hivi. This is the time now to be right with the Lord because our redemption has drawn nearer than when you first believed. wakati wa kumkaribia Mungu zaidi sasa kwa sababu ukombozi wetu umekaribia kuliko wakati ambapo tulipoamini. So can we then begin the message? Je, basi sasa tunaweza anza ujumbe? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So now, kwa hivyo sasa, I'm looking at in my head here, my heading here, I'm looking at the current beginning of bad pains. Ninatazama katika katika mada yangu hapa kwamba mwanzo wa utungu on the face of the earth katika uso wa dunia and i'm saying in my subtitling i'm saying executing the terrible judgments of the lamb na nimesema katika mada ndogo kwamba kutekeleza katika zile hukumu za kutisha za mwana kondoo and then my now sub subtitle alafu mada mada ndogo ndogo i am saying ninasema the four horsemen of the apocalypse you can say the release the release of the four horsemen of the apocalypse kuachiliwa kwa farasi kwa wapanda farasi wanne wa nyakati za kiunabii so blessed people i already saw it with you together na hivyo basi watu wabarikiwa tayari nimetumeiona pamoja that the book of revelation chapters 1 2 3 there is so much conversation with the church on the earth kwamba katika kitabu cha ufunuo mlango wa kwanza wa pili na watatu kuna mazungumzo mengi kuhusiana na kanisa duniani and then we say that once you drop into revelation chapter 4 alafu tukasema kwamba mara umekwishaingia katika kitabu cha ufunuo mlango wa 4 then immediately at that time the voice says to a member of the church john the member of the church alafu mara tu pale andiko linasema kwa mshirika wa kanisa yohana and says Come up here and I show you what is about to happen. Na kusema kwamba njoo hapa juu ni kuonyeshe kile ambacho karibu kinatendeka. And then the focus shifts. Alafu lengo linabadilika. So can we move on from that point on as you are writing now? Je, sasa tunaweza songa kuanzia hapo. Mnapoandika sasa. The remarkable and conspicuous. Ile ambayo ni ya kuonekana na ya kutiwa alama. The remarkable and conspicuous shift in venue kupadilika ambako kunaonekana kwa makao from the earth kutoka kwa dunia that happens in revelation chapter 4 ambako kunatendeka katika ufunuo mlango wa 4 from verse 1 kuanzia mstari wake wa kwanza speaks a lot to the present day church inazungumzia sana kuhusiana na kanisa la sasa because again let me repeat because i know there are people who have been maybe may slower in writing let me repeat the titles very well hebu nirudie mada vyema kabisa kwa sababu ya watu mabomani mwenu 
He said the current beginning of our pains upon the face of the earth. Anasema mwanzo wa utungu sasa hivi. Upon katika uso wa dunia. The current beginning of our pains upon the face of the earth. Mwanzo wa utungu katika uso wa dunia sasa hivi. And then the subtitle I said is executing the terrible judgments of the land. Alafu mada ndogo nilisema kwamba kutekeleza zile hukumu za kutisha zamana kondoo. And the subtitle I said the release of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Alafu mada ndogo ndogo pale nilisema kwamba kuachiliwa kwa wapanda farasi wanne wa nyakati za kiunabii. And for those of you at home if you're wondering what apocalypse is it comes from apocalypse. Apocalypse. Apocalypse comes from apocalypse. Yeah, I think it's really there's a word for it. But anyway so uh, so so apocalypse essentially defines the time when there will be a revelation really. That's why if you go to the Spanish, in Spanish if you say Revelation chapter 1 they say Apocalipsis, capítulo 1. They call it with its name, Revelation, the opening up. Ufunuo, kufunuliwa. Wakati wa kiunabii unamaanisha kufunuliwa, kutakuwa na ufunuo. So the book of Revelation is about the opening up. Kwa hivyo kitabu cha ufunuo kinahusiana na kufunuliwa. And so the four horsemen of the apocalypse, the whole four horsemen of the time when the lord will unveil will open up everything about the redemption of israel and about the glorious coming kingdom of god kwa hivyo wapanda farasi wanne wakiwa nabii nazungumzia kuhusu wakati ambapo kutakuwa na ule ukombozi wa israeli na pia kuimarishwa kwa ufano kwa wapanda yes i didn't want to do so here today though because it makes me take three times my time and i've 12 hours here so um it makes me really do three times so, so So the, the unveiling the apocalypse the four horsemen of the apocalypse the word apocalypse for those of you at home maybe you in, in the towns and the homes and houses in the city here and everywhere Mombasa whatever and uh, Nakuru and all over uh, Kisumu Mombasa Nyeri Muranga apocalypse is essentially a revelation the opening up wakati wa kiunabii kimsingi inamaanisha kufunuliwa And so when he says the four horsemen of the apocalypse he saying essentially the horsemen that come during the time for the unveiling when God is opening up anasema kwamba wale wapanda farasi wanaokuja wakati ambapo Mungu anafunua and then uh, down there you can write a sub 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 title the the prophecy of the corona virus alafu pale chini unaweza andika mada ndogo 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 kwamba unabii wa kukuja kwa virusi vya corona and then number one you can say revelation chapters 1 2 3 alafu nambari moja unaweza sema kwamba kitabu cha ufunuo moja mbili tatu an instruction to the church ni maagizo kwa kanisa on how to prepare for the glorious coming of the messiah ya jinsi ya kujiandaa kwa ajili ya kukuja kwa utukufu kwa mesia and you can say number two, like i said it already before you there that immediately chapter four comes on then now you hear the voice saying come up here telling the church come up here that i may show you what is going to happen in the future alafu sasa unasikia sauti ikiliambia kanisa kwamba panda hapa juu ni kuonyeshe kile ambacho karibu kinatukia kwa ulimwe kwa kile ambacho karibu kinatukia and we saw number three. na tuliona nambari tatu. 
that immediately the church finds herself in chapter 4 inside heaven then now the location has changed and also the focus has shifted and you find that the church is now more the, the, the conversation with god is now focused around the events at the throne of god mambo yamebadilika sasa mlengo uko katika enzi ya Mungu that is the conversation going on there hayo ndio mazungumzo yanaendelea pale sasa hivi and then number 4 if you are proceeding with me alafu namba 4 kama mnaambatana pamoja nami that revelation chapters 4 from verse 1 kwamba ufunuo mlango wa 4 kuanzia mstari wake wa kwanza all the way to revelation chapter 18 kote kote hadi ufunuo 18 They reveal the wrath of God. They begin to roll out the judgment of God against sin. And the reason the Lord brings judgment like the coronavirus and the rest the locust. This generation is now much more enlightened than any other generation. Because you saw that I gave the prophecy I, I came out and gave the prophecies and I said that a fair warning also comes with a fair counsel. Kwa sababu mliona nilipeana hizo nabii na nikasema kwamba hizo unabii na nikasema kwamba ile onyo nzuri pia inakuja na ushauri. Ushauri nzuri. So thank you so much. So so yeah so so yeah, so so so, so uh, what I'm saying is that uh, it's very powerful because this generation you've had the prophecies and you see the fulfillment globally with such a monumental fulfillment so you are aware of the instruction because inside the prophecy for example of the coronavirus he celebrates the book of life the lamb's book of life and he says let your name be found written in it when this thing happens na mnaelewa kwa mfano virusi vya corona anasherekea kile kitabu cha uzima kwamba wacha majina yenu yapatikane yameandikwa kwenye kitabu cha uzima yeah because meaning that the ledger the register of the citizens of the glorious kingdom of heaven kumaanisha kwamba ile register ama mahali ambapo kuna orodha ya wale wa raia wa mbinguni and i said nami nikasema that uh, chapter 4 ships conversation now into heaven but it's also amazing we don't want to be blind to the fact that immediately chapter 4 verse 1 comes in we say come up here lakini pia inashangaza kwamba anapofikia sura ya mstari wa kwanza anasema kwamba njoo hapa juu and then you see that there is an ascension alafu unaona kwamba kuna kule kupanda kupaa then you see the church ascending into the kingdom of god john is ascending to the kingdom of god a representative of the church a member of the church alafu unaona kwamba kuna kule kupanda kuna kanisa linapanda kuelekea katika ufalme wa mbinguni and so that ascension really is your simulation of the rapture na basi huko kupanda kunaashiria unyakuzi and then another point i don't know number 6 or 7 Then at that time the focus shifts to the throne of God the events around the throne of God. Alafu hoja nyingine siyo namba 6 ama 7 kwamba sasa lengo linaenda katika enzi ya Mungu. And then I say it Revelation chapter chapter 4 all the way to 18. Alafu nikasema ufunuo mlango wa 4 kote kote hadi 18. They essentially talk about the terrible judgments of God that will take place 
as he has come now to redeem Israel. So everything is focused on Israel and the installing of the glorious kingdom of the Messiah. Basi kimsingi inaashiria kwamba zile hukumu ambazo zinakuja anapokuja kuikomboa Israeli anapoekeza ule ufalme wa Mungu. But you see the unfolding in that space. Lakini unaona kule kufunuliwa katika hiyo nafasi. If you look at the space between Revelation chapters 1 chapter, chapter 4 rather all the way to 18. Ukiangalia ile nafasi ya kitabu cha ufunuo mlango wa 4 kote kote That's tremendous unfolding we're going to look at today. We're going to look at it exhaustively today. Uko kufunuliwa ambako tunakwenda kukutazama leo hii katika vilindi vyake leo. That's unfolding. Uko kufunuliwa When you look at it and then you go back to Daniel the tremendous end time prophet of the Lord. You will find that that, that space of Revelation chapter 4 all the way to chapter 18 before the Messiah comes back to Jerusalem. Before the Messiah comes back to Jerusalem chapter 19 with the raptured church I'm hoping you people all of you so so so, so before that so that space of revelation chapter 4 all the way to chapter 18 you find that this space tallies it 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 so it reveals actually what it presents is exactly what Daniel wrote about in Daniel chapter 9 verse 27 kile ambacho kiko katika sura hizo ni kile ambacho Danieli aliona na akaandika katika kitabu cha Danieli mlango wa 9 so you see that when you talk about Daniel 70th week unapozungumzia kuhusu Danieli zile wiki sabini the 70th week ile wiki ya sabini now within that 70th week you see you see the entire 70 week have everything if you read the book of daniel it has everything including the purification the redemption of the cross But that the messiah comes to deliver ukisoma hizo zile juma sabini unaona kwamba iko na kila kitu kuhusiana na ule ukombozi ambao mesia alikuwa anakuja kuutenda katika msalaba but i'm now focused on the 70th week lakini sasa ninalenga katika lile juma la sabini so when you look at revelation chapters 4 all the way to 18 and you read the events that happened there or you get to know them the way I do when the Lord is engaging me with all these prophecies then you begin to understand that these are the events that are actually in Daniel's 70th week and the latter part of the week I mean the three and a half days of that week unaposoma hiyo sura ya 4 hadi 18 ama kama vile mimi bwana anavyokuja kuzungumza pamoja nami vile ambavyo ananionyesha unaona kwamba inaashiria ile wiki ya sabini ya Danieli ama zile ile wiki ya sabini ya mwisho mwisho siku tatu na nusu and we can even read it right away here na hata tunaweza kuisoma moja kwa moja hapa right away the book of daniel moja kwa moja kitabu cha danieli daniel chapter 9 danieli mlango wa 27 blessed people 27 he says he will confirm a covenant with many anasema atadhibitisha agano na wengi for one seven In the middle of the seven he will put an end to the sacrifice and the offering the daily sacrifice and the offering and that the temple he will set up an abomination that causes desolation until the end that is decreed is poured out on him meaning when the messiah comes to slay him with a sword that comes out of his tongue so this is what he talk about that is the week he talk about 
Anasema Danieli 7 mstari wa 24. Okay, Danieli chapter 9 verse 27 please. Danieli mlango wa 9 mstari wa 27 anasema hivi. So this is what he's talking about. Hivi ndivyo anavyosema. Mtawala huyo atadhibitisha agano na watu wengi kwa juma moja. Katikati ya juma hilo atakomesha dhabihu na sadaka. Mahali pa dhabihu katika hekalu atasimamisha tukizo la uharibifu hadi mwisho ule wa muriwa utakapo mimi miminwa juu yake yeye aletaye uharibifu. Thank you so much. So what is the Lord saying there? Bana anasema nini pale? So you saying you will confirm a peace treaty. You be as we are going to see in this tremendous conversation tonight. I'm I'm setting out today. I'm really setting out today to reveal to you that dispensation that the coronavirus is trumpeting is 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 signaling that be careful now. Be careful. You are about to enter another zone. Ninazindua sasa kama vile ambavyo mnaweza mnavyoenda kuona kwamba hivi virusi vya corona vinatoa ilani kwamba iweni makinifu iweni makinifu mko karibu kuingia hayo majira that dispensation you see the coronavirus is warning the whole earth be careful now be careful. you're about to enter another zone be careful now you're about to enter a danger zone hayo majira ambayo virusi vya corona vinaonya sasa hivi kwamba makinikeni sasa makinikeni sasa karibu mnaingia katika majira tofauti that dispensation hayo majira will be characterized I've set out today to describe to you to the greatest detail the character of that dispensation nimezindua na kuweka leo hii kuwaelezea kwamba hayo majira yatakuwa na tabia gani and what are the things that happen there in other words na ni maneno yapi yanayotendeka pale kwa maneno mengine okay not maneno but what are the things that will happen there ni mambo gani mambo gani ambayo yatatendeka pale the tribulation of the great tribulation katika hiyo dhiki na dhiki kuu and our lots of focus and especially on the main actors there na pia nitalenga kuhusiana na wahusika wakuu pale in other words who is the, who is the main actor there who is the antichrist kwa kwa maneno mengine ni nani ambaye ni mhusika mkuu pale nani ambaye ni mpinga kristo and you can tell that you know he that is speaking here will definitely have a severe clash with him it's obvious you can tell unaweza tu kukisia kwamba yule ambaye anazungumza nanyi atakuwa na mgongano na kugonga yule azungumzaye nanyi hapa tafadhali wasikilie anazungumza kutoka mahali pengine yule azungumzaye nanyi hapa atakuwa na mgongano mkubwa kabisa na yule mpinga kristo it's going to be a serious clash you can tell unaenda kuwa na mgongano mkubwa kabisa unaweza kukisia so let me just transduce and translate for you what he's saying here in terms of uh, in uh, in that Daniel chapter 9 verse 27. Hebu nikatafsiri kile ambacho anasema hapa katika hiyo Danieli 9:27. Anasema yafuatayo. He say. Anasema that uh, during that last seven, that 70th week, that one seven. Kwamba hiyo juma la mwisho la sabini, hilo wiki la sabini. He will confirm a peace treaty with them. Atadhibitisha lile maagano ya amani pamoja nao. Agano tafadhali. Agano la amani pamoja nao. Yes, I don't want to do so here because globally I'm in English, really. Yes, so, yes, let me just listen, right? Yes, so 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 what he's saying is this. During that last week. Kile ambacho anasema kwamba katika hilo juma la mwisho He's going to have a peace treaty with Israel. We is going to a peace treaty with many nations with with Israel also. Anaenda kuwa na agano la amani na mataifa mengi na Israeli pia. Because he is a man of intrigue, he's a master of intrigue. Kwa sababu yeye ndiye kiongozi wa udanganyifu. And so once he does that treaty, na mara tu anapofanya ilo agano, and that treaty you see the peace, the peace that will come out of that treaty is the peace of man. Peace of man. 
na unaona kwamba amani itakayotokana na agano hilo ni amani ya mwanadamu and that's why you see that when you come to the, the three and a half days of that seven days that last week of Daniel na ndio sababu ukija katika the middle of it katika siku tatu na nusu ya hizo siku saba ya juma la mwisho la Danieli katikati yake in the middle of the seven katikati ya hiyo saba that last seven hiyo saba ya mwisho look at what happened tazama kinachotendeka then now kisha sasa because that peace treaty was built on lies and deception kwa sababu ilo agano la amani lilijengwa katika uongo na udanganyifu it will collapse itavunjika and then Alafukisha he will now need the rider of the red horse sasa atamuhitaji mpanda farasi wa farasi mwekundu who will be as we are going to see shortly will be holding a biggest palder in Spaniel a big sword ambaye atakuwa amebeba upanga mkubwa given to him by God the Father ambayo ambao umepewa na Mungu Baba he will he will now bring him for a major world war bloodbath sasa atamleta kwa ajili ya vita vikubwa kabisa mwagikaji wa damu mkubwa kabisa because you see now in that latter part of that week he he is his image to be worshiped kwa sababu unaona katika hiyo sehemu ya mwisho ya hizo siku saba juma la mwisho anaweka umbo lake sanamu yake ili aabudiwe the abomination of the desolation ile ile uharibifu wa ukiwa and that is what happens there that's why you see now the release of the four horsemen they tally within they tally they they matter they matter within that cascade na ndio sababu unaona kwamba whether he came without whether he came just with a bow and no arrows but you see now he shedding blood iwe alikuja na ule uta na hana mishale lakini unaona sasa anamwaga damu kuna mwagikaji wa damu i am glad lakini nina furaha that i know of the prince of peace Ninajua mfalme wa amani the redeemer and the savior of the world mkombozi na mwokozi wa ulimwengu the one that releases and unveils the peace of god yeye anayeachilia na kufunua amani ya mungu that surpasses all human understanding ipitayo pamu zote za kibinadamu he will come through this cascade of events and finish up vanquish and neutralize that lie atakuja wakati huu na kumalizia yote na kumalizia na kufagilia mbali huo uongo and establish a reign of peace a millennium of peace na kuimarisha utawala wa miaka moja ya amani it will be so much peace itakuwa amani nyingi mno the animosity you see that is in the world because of sin msukosuko mnauona ulimwenguni sasa hivi kwa sababu ya dhambi will now not take place sasa hautatendeka tena a child will play with a cobra na mtoto atacheza na nyoka a lion will play with a little lamb simba atacheza na mwana kondoo mdogo a hyena yule fisi a wolf yule mbweha will circle a little a go a kid of a goat atanyonya atanyonya mbuzi atanyonyesha atanyonyesha mbuzi so he is coming kwa hivyo anakuja so the events are like i said the events of revelation chapters 4 all the way to 18 matukio kama nalivyosema kwa kitabu cha ufunuo 4 hadi 18 they define daniel 70th week yanaelezea lile juma la sabini la danieli which as we are going to see very shortly ambalo kama vile tunavyoenda kuona kwa muda mfupi ujao will be characterized itakuwa na by the breaking of seven seals ya kuvunjwa kwa lakiri saba that's why i said it centered on the scroll of god na ndio sababu nikasema imewekezwa shina katika gombo la mungu if you have noted that the ministry of he that speaks with you is actually centered on the scroll of god ikiwa umegundua utaona kwamba huduma ya yeye ambaye anazungumza pamoja nanyi ime 
umewekwa katika gombo la Mungu. In fact, you can even narrow it down on the seals of the scroll of God. Is the ministry my ministry is riveted on the seals. That's why every time the Messiah is going to break the seal, he brings me to the throne room. Huduma yangu imewekwa shina katika zile lakini za Mungu. Ndiyo sababu wakati ambapo lakini kwa karibu kuvunjwa, Bwana ananileta katika enzi ya Mungu. And then witness and have a conversation with the four living creatures we're going to see them today. Alafu kushuhudia na kuona mazungumzo na wale viumbe wenye wai kama vile ambao tunaenda kuona leo hii. So that last week we are saying if you once the church enters heaven, then those events Revelation chapter 4 all the way to 18 they are characterized by the breaking of seven seals by the seven trumpets by the seven uh, seven thunders by the seven bowls na basi wakati kanisa limekwisha nyakuliwa na kwenda mbinguni mtaona hayo matukio ambayo yako na kuvunjwa kwa lakini saba kule ku, ku, ku kwa, kwa... utapata okay let me just help you yes utapata ya kwamba let me just say it in english so that you can translate it so i can focus on the international community What I'm saying is that once the church has entered heaven in Revelation chapter 4 verse 1. Mara kanisa limekwisha ingia mbinguni katika ufunuo mlango 4 mstari wa kwanza. Then now you find the following. Kisha sasa unapata yafuatayo. That the events that roll out from Revelation chapter 4 verse 1 all the way to Revelation chapter 18 and I say that space. Kwamba matukio yanayozinduliwa kuanzia ufunuo 4 hadi ufunuo 18 na nikasema katika hiyo nafasi that space is characterized But the events that were described in Daniel's 70th week. Matukio hayo yanaambatana na yale yaliyoelezewa na lile juma la sabini la Danieli. very good Daniel's 70th week. Juma la sabini la Danieli. Because now you see they are characterized by the breaking of the seals. Kwa sababu sasa unaona inaambatana na kuvunjwa kwa lakiri. The trumpet, seven trumpets, seven seals, seven trumpets, seven thunders, seven bowls. Tarumbeta saba, lakiri saba, na bakuli saba, na radi saba. Just help the, the Israeli people. Start from the seals, okay? Go from seals, go to trumpets, and then go to thunder, and then go to the bow, right? The seven seals, seven, seven trumpets, seven, seven seals, seven trumpets, seven uh, thunders, and then seven bows. Lakiri saba, tarumbeta saba, bakuli saba, na pia radi saba. Okay, you have reversed it, but that's all right. They will catch it when I get there. So, so this is what I wanted to bring into this introduction. So, in other words, then, then there is an escalating judgment from from when when you just enter heaven. He's talking about an escalating judgment that will begin with chapter six. It will be a tremendous judgment, breaking of the seals. Horsemen are here. Coronavirus is here, but it does go on until the bowels the seven bowels na sasa mnapoingia mbinguni kuna kule kuendelezwa kwa hizo hukumu kuanzia kwa lakini saba lakini hatima yake ni katika zile bakuli saba and so that is a escalating judgment that's unbelievable because you'll see when the seventh seal is broken then there are these tremendous trumpets we saw them a little bit we will see that as we go but anyhow the church will not be around at that time i said that also lakini hata hivyo kanisa alitakuwa wakati huo nilisema hiyo pia The church meanwhile will have already been taken up into heaven. Kanisa litakuwa limechukuliwa mbinguni. And that's why I'm reading from the book of Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians. Ndio sababu nasoma kitabu cha Wadesalonike wa kwanza, chapter 1 verse 10. Mlango wa kwanza mstari wa 10. He says, Anasema, and to wait for his son from heaven who 
he raised, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus who rescues us from the coming wrath. Wathesalonike wa kwanza nasoma chapter 1 verse 10. Mlango wa kwanza mstari wa 10 inasema hivi and wait for his son from heaven who he, whom he raised from the dead Jesus Christ our Lord who rescues us from the coming wrath na ili kumgojea mwanawe kutoka mbinguni ambaye Mungu alimfufua kutoka kwa wafu yani Yesu yeye aliyetuokoa kutoka katika ghadhabu inayokuja aliyetuokoa you already redeemed us that's very good but you see now in my english version says who rescues us yeye atuokoae atuokoae it says it's in a present here who rescues us as in anybody that receives the lord enters into this group anybody that receives the lord is redeemed so it's a continuous redemption i don't know i think your version says past tense that already redeemed but that's still all right because once you receive the lord it's happened already and uh, i mean in terms of righteousness and holiness so um so that 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 scripture is what exonerates the church because now you have believed the gospel you've received Jesus and then now you enjoy this benefit here the benefit of being rescued from the wrath that is coming when Uh, when Daniel's seventh week begin to roll out here alafu sasa unakombolewa na hii ghadhabu hapa wakati ambapo hukumu inaanza kuja wakati wa ili juma la sabini la danieli the book of first thessalonians chapter 5 kitabu cha wathesalonike wa kwanza mlango wa 5 i'm reading verse 9 now nasoma mstari wa 9 sasa for god did not appoint us to suffer wrath but to receive salvation through our lord and savior jesus christ kwa maana mungu hakutuita ili tupate ghadhabu bali tupate wokovu kwa njia ya bwana wetu yesu kristo he died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep we may live together with him therefore encourage one another and build each other up just as in fact you are doing so he's really talk about the beautiful salvation of christ that the church was not meant whoever receives that salvation whoever believes that gospel he said you are never meant to see the wrath yeye aliyekufa kwa ajili yetu ili kwamba kama tuko macho au tukiwa tumelala tupate kuishi pamoja pamoja naye because he says for god did not appoint us to suffer wrath but to receive the salvation through our lord jesus christ that this wrath tremendous unbearable wrath i'm going to describe today here he says the lord did not in any way design it that the church should pass through it kwamba anasema kwamba mungu hakuiweka kwa njia yote ile kwamba kanisa liipate kuipitia hiyo ghadhabu and you can see how terrible it will be if just the beginning of that phase the coronavirus has shut down the whole earth this prophet speaking here using his words december 1 2015 has literally shut down every country say shut down stay home don't come out lock your doors lock inside stay inside don't come out if that is the situation at the beginning of our times how much more severe then will it be inside the tribulation and the great tribulation na unaweza kuona kwamba itakuwa mbaya zaidi ikiwa hawa manabii wawili hapa ametumia maneno yao ya kinywa na sasa ulimwengu wote kila taifa ametumia tu maneno yao ya kinywa katika tarehe moja disemba 2015 wakaamurisha hili gonjo la corona likaja 
Alafu sasa unaona kila dunia, kila taifa, kila boma, kila binadam ako kwenye wasiwasi, wanafunga milango zao, wanatetemeka kwa hofu na kuogopa kifo. Je, wakati sasa diki kamili itaingia, itakuwa mkali aina gani? That's what he ought to be saying, right? So the book of Isaiah Kitabu cha Isaiah Isaiah 26 I'm still just raising to you if you understand the chronology I'm walking you into Did somebody pick the pattern already? Ule muundo wa nguvu sana ambao ninawatembeza kwao. Because I'm laying to you the global picture, the, the, bigger, the, the, the heavenly design for this hour. Kwa sababu ninaweka ule muundo wa Mungu kwa wa mbinguni kwa ajili ya saa hili. And why the coronavirus? Na ni kwa nini virusi vya corona? Why had prophesied them and come prophesied and it comes to pass and the locusts? Ni kwa nini ilibidi nitoe unabii kuhusu na ikakuja kutimia pamoja na mzinge? And I talked about the prophetic time and God on the scroll na nikazungumzia kuhusu nyakati za kiunabii za Mungu kuhusiana na zile la kiri and then i said alafu kisha nikasema restore israel and restore the kingdom of god eventually and lower down the real estate the headquarters of god called the new jerusalem na msingi ilikuwa kwamba kuweza kuimarisha ufalme wa Mungu na ukombozi wa Israeli na kushusha ile um, makao makuu ya Mungu makao makuu ya Mungu na ule mji ambao hauhitaji mwangaza hauhitaji mwangaza I, i don't know the dimension i think some thousand kilometers like this a thousand like this. it's a square city beautiful city tremendous city na sijui umbali wake yapata but that is the headquarters of the lord at that time within the new earth and the new heaven lakini hayo ndio makao makuu katika ile dunia mpya na mbingu mpya But you see now in that context then I raise for you the fact that the rapture of the church the message of rapture is right there as we begin even before you start the message is right there Lakini muktadha mkuu uko pale kwamba unyakuzi wa kanisa hata kabla kuanza iko pale pale Because when you enter chapter 4 verse 1 on is completely focused on events at the throne of God and what happens later towards the redemption of Israel the rapture the judgment that says the church should not pass through kwa sababu kiingia katika mlango wa nne mstari wa kwanza anazungumzia mambo yanayotendeka katika enzi na pia katika zile hukumu that the church should not pass through ambayo kanisa haipaswi kupitia so this is beautiful and then i bring you to daniel 70th week alafu hii ni ya kupendeza alafu nawaleta katika lile juma la sabini la danieli and then after that alafu baada ya hiyo then i said however the coronavirus is warning that prepare now any moment the rapture will take place alafu nikasema kwamba hata hivyo virusi vya corona vinaonya sasa kwamba jiandaeni sasa wakati wowote unyakuzi utatendeka and i said in view of that gravity then na nikasema kuzingatia uo uzito basi But the church is not meant to enter into the great tribulation. She be torn, she may not survive there. Kwamba kanisa alipaswi kuingia katika ile dhiki na dhiki kuu. Litaruliwa aliwezi kustahimili pale. Because Israel will be saved by the law, but for the church, this is your moment now. So that's why the rapture takes place and the stairs are below right now. Kwa sababu Israeli wataokolewa na Mungu, lakini kanisa muweze kuingia sasa. Ndio sababu ngazi zimeshushwa. And that's why in the conversation I'm going to share with you the coronavirus, the plagues coming and so forth. I'm also going to talk about the duo conversation at the airport in Johannesburg where at one point the pale horse the other side the church is already inside worshiping at the throne the entry of the church the entry of the church ndio sababu kila ambacho tutakwenda kuwazungumzia ni mara mbili nikiwa katika kiwanja cha ndege cha Johannesburg so where I saw everybody knows that dream right 
Yes, when I, when I saw the church enter uh, already into heaven worshiping before the Lord. And so what I want to say here that this is a very beautiful structure playing for you here. Because you see now when I say that the church should not see the wrath I'm about to roll out here. Then I'm now reading the scriptures that exonerate the church. They vindicate the church. They confirm that she will not be in there. And that's why we read from 1 Thessalonians chapter 1 verse 10. And we also read from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 9. And I'm now reading from Isaiah 26. I'm reading verse 20. He says the following. Go my people, enter thou into thy chambers. And shut the doors behind you. Hide yourselves for a little while. Until his wrath has passed by. Okay, now look at the wrath that is coming. Verse 21. See, the Lord is coming out of his dwelling. To punish the peoples of the earth for their sin. The earth will disclose the blood shed upon it. The earth will conceal no longer her slain. So you see that before the wrath comes, he tells the church, Isaiah sees the church being told to enter the rooms of John chapter 14, Verses 1 to 3, when Jesus went to prepare the rooms for you, and right now in heaven he has written names, each of you he has written your names by that room reserved, reserved, so and so. This is Dr. JJ here, this is Archbishop Litunda. You know, the rooms have been written, they have been reserved. So Isaiah sees that the church is being told, go my people, enter thou into thy chambers and shut your doors before the wrath unfolds. Kwa hivyo Isaiah anaona kwamba kanisa na nguo aliingia katika vyumba ni mwao na kufunga milango nyuma yao kabla ya ghadhabu kuachiliwa. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some people tend to misunderstand that also misinterpret that but we don't want to deal with that. For us we just want to deal with the entry of the church as instructed by the Lord, right? Baadhi ya watu wanakosa kufahamu hiyo lakini sisi hataki kuzingatia hiyo. Tunataka tu tuzingatie kuingia kwa kanisa. That's why. Na hiyo ndio sababu the stairs have been lowered meaning entry is near now. Ngazi zimechushwa kumaanisha kuingia kumekaribia sasa. Why then would it be after tribulation? Ni kwa nini basi iwe baada ya dhiki? Some people have used this scripture in a wrong way. Baadhi ya watu wametumia andiko hili kwa njia isiyofaa. They have tried to use it to describe Israel in Egypt, uh, in Egypt, in Goshen. That go shut your doors and shut your windows because the Lord is passing, the, the angel of death is passing. But this is not what the Lord is saying. Here. The redemption is, but He's saying that the church goes into her chambers. Why would you stay here until then when is the Antichrist going to be revealed? Because if you 
ask anyone, even a child now, what? to tell me what, what what do you think is the main thing about the tribulation and the, and the great tribulation? What? They will tell you Antichrist, Antichrist. Kwa sababu kiuliza mtu yote hata mtoto kuhusiana na unafikiria una nini kuhusiana na dhiki na dhiki kuu atakwambia mpinga that is, is the one that I said I would deal with the principle in that in that dispensation he is the main figure there who brings that desolation that apostasy and that's why you see the Lord also has his team on board now already on on the theater of the ground within the war the the, 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 the battlefield Yes, his team already has brought his team speaking with you now, right? So, so he's saying the following. Yes, you're going to lose a lot of things for your people if you don't translate it. Thank you. Nimpinga Kristo ambaye atahusika katika wakati huo na ndio sababu unaona kwamba Bwana tayari ameweka kikundi chake hapa hivi ili kukabiliana pamoja naye wakati huo. But he's saying Lakini anasema that only when the holy spirit is removed ni wakati tu ambapo roho mtakatifu ameondolewa can the man of lawlessness be revealed ndipo yule mtu asiyefuata sheria anaweza kufunuliwa please don't, don't think about those philosophies and theories and what pre-trib or post-tribulation mistribulation don't worry about those things god has spoken with me i've seen the glorious days you've seen them yourself prepare tafadhali msingie katika hizo filosofia na falsafa so we need to prepare for the glorious coming of the Messiah. But you see here beautifully the rooms Jesus went to prepare in John chapter 14 verses 1 to 3. Now are the same rooms the church is being told to enter and lock, shut herself in. You know from, from just what I shared last week. You know from just what I shared last week. Come on. However much you try to shut your, your window to be totally unbearable. I have not even shared on the earthquakes that the Lord sent me to strike the earth with. You can tell if the Haiti earthquake was so big like that. And Nepal and the Andes mountains. If they are that big and the storms, the hurricanes. Then how great are within the great tribulation? Yes, so you can be saying things which you did say to your people. Oh, I'm sorry that I've started talking to him again. Eh? I don't like this. I may just retire him and move on, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, I thought he, when I'm going, he can be telling his people things that he didn't say. Because they're waiting. Oh. Can you tell them please? Okay, thank you, thank you. Okay, so we, we are going to stop we are going to stop the translation in Swahili in a moment. Unaweza ukawazia kwamba ikiwa hawa manabii wakuwa Because I have a very long sermon. I have a very long sermon who may stop Swahili. Wamegonga na tetemeko la Haiti na Nepal na milima ya Andes. Basi unaweza ukakisia itakuwa kubwa kiasi gani watakapokuwa wakihusika katika dhiki na dhiki kuu. The book of Second Thessalonians blessed people. I want to finish this introduction. Nataka kumalizia na utangulizi huu. Second Thessalonians. Wadesalonike wapili. Archbishop, did you talk? Please. I have 14 hours. If it makes it three times it's going to be 14 times three, right? I just want to be like last week I flowed very well, right? The, the book of Second uh, Thessalonians. Kitabu cha Thessalonike wapili. 
chapter 2 mlango wa pili I'm reading verses 3 to 7 it says the following Nasoma mstari wa 3 hadi 7 nasema yafuatayo He says Anasema Do not let anyone deceive you in any way for that day will not come until the rebellion occurs and the man of lawlessness is revealed you see that now Mtu yeyote na asi wadanganye kwa namna yeyote kwa maana siku ile haitakuja mpaka uasi utokee kwanza na yule mtu wa kuasi adhihirishwe The man doomed to destruction yule ambaye amehukumiwa kuangamizwa he will oppose and will exalt himself over everything that is called god yeye atapingana na kujitukuza juu ya kila kitu kiitwacho Mungu au kinachoabudiwa so that he sets himself up in god's temple proclaiming himself to be god so this is the second half of daniel's 70th week what i just read ili kujiweka thank you thank you juu katika hekalu la Mungu basi hii ni ile sehemu ya pili ya wiki ya sabini ya danieli And so yes yeah, so, so this is what i'm talking about now you can see very clearly that uh, you, 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 the rebellion has to occur the man of lawlessness has to come before then you go into the great tribulation unaweza kuona kwamba ule uasi lazima utendeke ile tribulation wa uasi abate kudhihirishwa kabla tuingie katika dhiki na dhiki kuu Yes, so, so this basic this basic in salvation everyone knows this very well so so that uh, so, so that now he's talking about the fact that the church will not be in the tribulation or the great tribulation that's what i wanted to raise in this first introduction anazungumzia kwamba kanisa halitakuwa katika dhiki na dhiki kuu hiyo ndio ambayo nilitaka kuzungumzia katika utangulizi huu hapa revelation chapter 3 verse 10 ufunuo mlango wa 3 mstari wa 10 says the following here anasema yafuatayo hapa says anasema Since you have kept my command to endure patiently I will also keep you from the hour of trial that is going to come to the whole world to test the inhabitants of the earth Kwa kuwa umelishika neno la saburi yangu nitakulinda hata utoke katika saa ya kujaribiwa inayokuja ulimwenguni pote ili kuwajaribu wote wakao duniani And so again he's saying that hour of trial is referring to the tribulation and especially the great tribulation where now the bowels will be poured last week I shared just a little bit with you about the locusts we're going to see them today the locusts of that time and then you saw during the week the Lord came and spoke with me about those locusts even my involvement in those locusts where he has hidden them down into the shafts of hell to bring them out for the unbelieving you remember this week it spoke So it will be totally unbearable. So that hour of trial is essentially talking about is talking about the tribulation of the great tribulation. Hilo saa lajaribiwa anazungumzia kuhusu dhiki na dhiki kuu. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so it's a powerful moment in church blessed people. And then he says the following. Naibu basi ni wakati wa nguvu sana katika kanisa na alafu anasema yafuatayo. In finishing the first part of this introduction before we begin the breaking of the seal. Katika kumalizia sehemu ya kwanza kabla tuanze kuvunjwa kwa lakiri. He saying the book of Revelation chapter 19 verses 6 on. Anasema kitabu cha ufunuo 19 mstari wa 6 na kuendelea. I'm reading verse 8. Ninasoma mstari wa 8. 7 8. Let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory for the wedding of the lamb has come and his bride has made herself ready. Anasema tufurahi tushangilie na kumpa utukufu kwa maana harusi ya mwana kondoo imewadia na bibi harusi wake amejiweka tayari. And then verse 8 which is really your main uh, object there it says finest linen 
bright and clean was given her to wear. Then he says, the finest linen stands for the righteous acts of God's holy people. And in finishing, total finishing with this first part of the introduction, John chapter 14 verse 4, you know that in verse 1 to 3 he says, he's going to the Father to prepare a place for the church. In fact, John chapter 14 verses 1 to 3 is your rapture. That's the rapture of the church. But because I'm winding down on this introduction, I want to focus on verse 4. In verse 4 it says, you know the way to the place where I am going. And sometimes you may want to rebuke Thomas. Thomas, how can you do that? How can you doubt all the time? But then, you thank God he said so, because then what came out of the answer to Thomas became your, your silver lining in the gospel. Because he says, then Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going, so how can we know the way? You say when honesty means meets honesty, right? (laughs) Okay, so he's saying the following. Jesus answered, I am the way, the truth and the life. Nobody comes to the Father except through me. So then that's the best silver, gold and silver lining that is in the gospel. Which almost crowned his mission. And it's opened up the door that was closed in Genesis 3.24. When he closed the door, the door to the tree of life, the cherubim of glory, flaming swords, Telling man I will slaughter if you come. Anyway, so that's very powerful because he's saying you know the way to where I am going. So even when you see the coronavirus, and if the coronavirus is telling you about preparing to go into the kingdom of glory, the kingdom of Jesus, the kingdom of heaven. So, so when, 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 when if, if that is the message coming out of the coronavirus, the plague, this dreadful plague, the pandemic of coronavirus, then you can almost hear the coronavirus telling the generation. But you know the way to where Jesus went. So just follow that way. And then he goes and says, I am the way. The truth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so I want us to slowly, you know, walk into another dimension of this introduction because I've prepared for you some very beautiful work today.
alafu pia nataka tuende visions i'm going to share here quite astounding they are very exclusive nobody has them maona ambayo nitakwenda kuambia hapa ni ya kipekee hakuna mtu yote aliye nayo so it's such a pleasure to share it here kwa hivyo ni furaha sana kushiriki pamoja nanyi hapa so again remember when i asked the question in that narrative with you the preamble i asked why the revelation now Jem nakumbuka nilipouliza swali pale mwanzoni kwamba ni kwa nini mambo hayo sasa? Why the apocalypse is now revelation now? Ni kwa nini ufunuo sasa hivi? Number one, because the Lord wanted to unveil to us. Jambo la kwanza that when it does happen you know he's unveiling the redemption of Israel. His redemptive plan. Kwamba bana alitaka kufunua kuhusu yanapotendeka kwamba mjue ule mpango wa ukombozi wa Israeli. And number two, that he's also unveiling in the process the plans for the installation of the glorious kingdom of god upon the face of the earth kwamba pia anafunua kuhusu mipango ya kuweka ule ufalme wa utukufu wa mungu so you see that is very powerful because when you come to the glorious kingdom of god then you are both israel and the gentile church basi hiyo ni ngumu sana maana inapofikia katika ufalme wa utukufu wa mungu hiyo ni watu wa mataifa na pia wa wa, wa israeli so the coronavirus is really speaking volumes huh? kwa hivyo virusi vya corona vinanena kwa ukubwa kabisa it has also cleaned out the church right na pia imelisafisha ime kanisa it has cleaned out the church imelisafisha kanisa Because now you see you can question whoever has been telling you their prophets but how did you miss such a big thing Sasa unaweza ukona you can now clean out Yule ambaye alikuwa na Because now you can see where the Lord is speaking that's all Sasa unaweza kuona mahali ambapo Bwana ananena Na hiyo tu Na hiyo ni yote Yes thank you So you see that Unaona hiyo So God promised to Abraham Ahadi za Mungu alimwaahidi Abrahamu is at the center of the unfoldings you see beginning to take place the locust and uh, the coronavirus that are hinting on the dispensation coming the dispensation of the tribulation and the great tribulation iko katika shida la kati ambayo mnaona kwamba virusi vya corona na pia nzige na inaashiria kuja kwa dhiki na dhiki kuu na zinatangaza zinatangaza kwamba dhiki na dhiki kuu ziko kwa kona zinakuja ziko karibu na zinatangaza kwamba dhiki na dhiki kuu zinakuja ziko karibu so we know that uh, abraham was promised like i said tunajua kwamba remember he was advantage abrahamu aliahidiwa mbegu nakumbuka katika umri wake wa uzeni seed mbegu he was told that a seed aliambiwa kwamba mbegu the seed of abraham will be part of the gift the, the reward the blessing of god mbegu ya abrahamu itakuwa baadhi ya baraka za mungu na wangu and then remember he promised him a land you give him land a piece of property unakumbuka kwamba alimwahidi atampatia shamba atampatia ardhi and then i said alafu kisha nikasema he promised him that out of him now and that seed a great nation will come that will bless many nations alimwahidi kwamba kutokana naye sasa hiyo mbegu taifa kubwa litachipuka na itakuwa taifa kubwa that it will now bless many nations ambalo sasa litabariki mataifa mengi and we know that there he meant the messiah na tunajua kwamba pale alimaanisha messiah that's why he slaughtered the ram on the hill ndio sababu anamchinja mount moria right? anamchinja kondo dume katika mlima moria hallelujah hallelujah and so this is a very important thing and then he said the blessedness of abraham he would bless abraham alafu anasema kubarikiwa kwa abraham atambarikiwa that's why you see now all people that have faith they protect they they tap into that blessing of abraham that's why the rich man who was a hebrew man really could see abraham up there say father abraham please 
You see, so you, you could talk like that because the blessing of Abraham is now upon uh, people that are faced like Lazarus, right? Na unaona ukiwa na imani unateka katika ile baraka ya Abrahamu. Ndio sababu yule tajiri aliweza kumuita baba Abrahamu. So how is God rolling this out? Je Mungu anafunua aje hii? Can we go to the book of Micah? Je, toweza kwenda katika kitabu cha Micah? Remember all this is simply introduction in our 14 hour sermon today. Kumbuka kwamba huu ni utangulizi tu katika maambili yetu ya masaa 14 ya leo hii. It's going to quote a long sermon. Yanaenda kuwa mahubiri marefu leo hii. Because I may not get the opportunity again. Kwa sababu huenda sitapata tunu kutena. These days worshiping the Lord is a privilege. That's why when you get a chance you just do it well. Because you don't know what will happen tomorrow. Siku hizi kumwabudu Bwana ni tunku ndio sababu ukipata fursa unaifanya vyema kwa sababu ujui nini kitafanyika kesho. Lakini mimi najua for me I know what will happen tomorrow. Lakini kwangu mimi najua kile ambacho kitatendeka kesho. Talk about you. you should understand me when I say I want to give you as much. Right? Lakini nazungumzia kuhusu nyie manake nataka kuwa pa mengi. He says anasema The book of Mika chapter 4 verse 16 if you don't mind. Kitabu cha Mika mlango wa 4 mstari wa 16. Oh it's 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 not it's I, I, I overshot it. I overshot it. Let me find it here. Well, let me see. Oh yeah, so it's, it's verse four. Mustari wane. Verse four. You see the Lord's plan. Mustari wane unona mpango wa mungu. Rather, rather, it's chapter four, verse six. Sorry, forgive me for that. He says, "In that day, declares the Lord." Mulango wane mustari wasita anasema katika siku yao asema bana. I will gather the lame. And assemble the exiles. Nitawakusanya wale mavu, nitawakusanya walio wa mishoni. And all those I have brought to grief. Na wale niliowauzunisha. And I will make the lame my remnant. Nitawafanya wale mavu kuwa mabaki. Those driven away a strong nation. Wale waliofukuzwa kuwa taifa lenye nguvu. The Lord will rule over them on Mount Zion. Bwana atatawala juu yao katika mlima Sayuni from that day forever kuanzia siku hiyo na hata milele as for you watch tower of the flock lakini, as for you watch tower of the flock lakini kuhusu wewe emnara wa ulinzi wa kundi stronghold of daughter of zion e, bin, of daughter zion engome ya binti Sayuni The former dominion will be restored to you. Milki ya awali itarudishwa kwako. And he says down here, kingship will come to daughter Jerusalem. Ufalme utakuja kwa binti Jerusalemu. Why do you now cry aloud? Kwa nini unalia kwa nini sasa unalia kwa nguvu? Have you no king? Kwani huna mfalme? Has your ruler perished? Jemshauri wako amekufa. That pain seized you like that of a woman in labor? Hata maumivu ya kukamate kama mwanamke aliye na utungu wa kuzaa. So he's saying that the splendor, the splendor if you read the whole chapter if you are time, the splendor of the restored Israel. Anasema kuhusu kuna fahari ya Israeli iliyorejeshwa. We'll be speak about the promise being rolled out. Itazungumzia kuhusu ahadi ambayo inazinduliwa. Because even father, if I understand father, he also talks about restoring the sacrifice. Kwa sababu hata hapo mbele anazungumzia kuhusu kurejesha dhabihu. And also as he shares on the restoring of the sacrifice, you can see he's talking about 
At one point, Israel, his chosen people, will again lead the world, the nations it worships. Romans chapter 11. We are simply going through. Allow me to go through the chronology, blessed people. I know you are raging and raving to go to the breaking of the seals, right? But please, just hold it again like last time, okay? Mniruhusu tunipitie kwa mfululizo. Najua mnatamani sana kwenda katika kuvunjwa kwa lakini. Lakini mniruhusu niende kama wakati uliopita. Yeah, because uh, you saw last time when you allowed me that it was quiet and rich. It was very powerful and there was something new, right? Naona wakati uliopita mliponiruhusu ilikuwa ya nguvu sana kulikuwa na jambo jipya. Hiyo ni juma lopita. Thank you. So the book of Romans chapter 11. Kitabu cha Warumi mlango wake wa 11. He says the following. Because the nations are tuned in, they want to understand what is the Lord saying about the coronavirus. Now, if you read chapter 11, chapter 11, the title here says, The Remnant of Israel. This is essentially the restoration of Israel. Mlango wa moja, kichu And then he says from verse 25 He says all Israel will be saved. That's now, that's now the small title there. Which is very powerful meaning he will fulfill his promise. I do not want you to be ignorant of this mystery brothers and sisters. Ndugu zangu ili msije mkajidai kuwa wenye hekima so that you may not be conceited Israel has experienced a hardening in part until the full number of the Gentiles has come in you see that now so he is actually saying that the hardening of the heart that you see happening with Israel is essentially uh, uh, is partial, it's not complete, it's not terminal. So he's saying don't be ignorant and don't be self-conceited meaning you think you know everything when you don't know. Because he's saying down here later that you can't even be proud of your salvation or to the fact that Israel is not in and you are in as a Gentile church, you cannot. And he says in this way all Israel will be saved. So, so he's saying that there is a particular number of Gentiles that the Lord was waiting that they may enter. So he can roll out the redemptive plan for Israel. The salvation of Israel, the revival of the nation of Israel. But from what you see with the coronavirus now talking about that the, the, the dispensation at the door, which is the tribulation and great tribulation when Israel will be restored, you can tell really that that number of the Gentiles is about to be struck, right? Sasa tunaona kamili kabili ya kwamba hiyo manake bwana anasema ya kwamba ile idadi ya watu wa mataifa ambao walikuwa wanafaa kuingia 
ndio sasa unyakuzi tendeke karibu itimizwe Isn't it the right way Joan? Oh yes, and the Archbishop, right? Yes, so 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 it's very simple really. So uh so he's saying the book of Romans again I'm reading on, he says from verse 26 and in this way all Israel will be saved. There's no more refreshing statement than this one here. Alafu anasema mstari wake wa 26, hivyo Israeli wote wataokolewa. Hakuna andiko la kuburudisha kama hili. Because it says as it is written, the deliverer will come from Zion. Sababu anasema kama ilivyoandikwa mkombozi atakuja kutoka Zayuni he will turn godlessness away from Jacob ataondoa kutokumcha Mungu katika Yakobo and this is my covenant with them hili ndilo agano langu nao when i take away their sins nitakapoziondoa dhambi zao as far as the gospel is concerned kwa habari ya injili they are enemies for your sake wao ni adui wa Mungu kwa ajili yenu. But as far as election is concerned, listen to this. Lakini kuhusu kule kuteuliwa kuna pohusika. They are loved on the account of the patriarchs. Wao ni wapendwa kwa ajili ya baba zao wa zamani. What is the Lord saying everybody for? Bwana anasema nini kila mtu lenga? He saying, anasema They have not received the gospel that now. Hawajaipokea injili kufikia sasa. They are now enemies of the gospel. Sasa wao ni maadui wa injili. But he's saying don't, don't laugh on that. Don't, don't don't celebrate that you see you the gentiles you have the lord they don't have the lord. He said no 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 he has a plan for Israel and all Israel will be saved. Anasema usisherekee kuhusiana na hiyo kwamba wewe uko na Mungu wao wana Mungu. Anasema ako na mpango na Israeli wote wataokolewa. So then he say. Alafu kisha anasema that as far as the gospel is concerned their enemies that are that now kwamba kuhusiana na injili inavyohusika wao ni maadui kufikia sasa and then after that he says alafu baada hiyo anasema but as far as election is concerned lakini kuhusiana na uteua kuteuliwa inahusika wao wanapendwa because of the patria kwa sababu ya mababa zao This is very powerful. That's why I focus on the Abrahamic covenant. The Abrahamic covenant. What is he saying there? Thank you for focusing on me those of you focus because you know this you just need to understand these things. So, what is he saying then? Anasema nini basi? He saying anasema that right now they have hated the gospel of Christ. Kwamba sasa hivi wameichukia injili ya Kristo. They have not taken the Lord. Hawachamjukua Bwana. But he is going to love them. Lakini atakwenda kuwapenda based on his covenant with the patriarchs, his Abrahamic covenant. Kuzingatia na agano lake na mababa zao, agano lake la Abrahamu. Because in that covenant the Messiah is defined. Kwa sababu katika ilo agano Mesia yuko ndani. And they still have to worship the Messiah then. Na bado lazima umwabudu Mesia basi. He saying in other words the new covenant that you have does not exclude Israel and he saying the coming of the new covenant does not abolish the Abrahamic covenant in fact the Abrahamic covenant is what brought up the Messiah brought the Messiah for redemption mankind right so I, I know it will get a little easier for the church in China you will understand even better don't worry I know this is very high material for the mature church but don't worry even you you understand that the coronavirus has devastated you has devastated the world and there is a message here that the coronavirus is talking about the time 
when God will start redeeming Israel, which means the time for the church is running out. We need to be born again, be righteous and holy, ready to be taken up into the rapture. And so he's saying in the book of, uh, continuing there, verse 28, as far as the gospel is concerned, they are enemies for your sake. Anaendelea kusema katika mstari wa 28 kwa habari ya injili wao ni adui wa Mungu kwa ajili yenu. But as far as election is concerned they are loved on account of the patriarchs. Lakini kuhusu kule kuteuliwa kwa kwao ni wapendwa kwa ajili ya mababa zao. For God's gifts and call are irrevocable. Kwa maana akishawapa watu karama haziondoi. Just as you were at one point disobedient to God kama vile ninyi wakati fulani mlivyokuwa waasi kwa Mungu and have now received mercy as a result of their disobedience lakini sasa mmepata rehema kwa sababu ya kutokutii kwao so they too have now become disobedient in order that you too in order that, that they too may now receive mercy as a result of God's mercy to you hivyo nao waisraeli wamekuwa waasi ili kwamba wao na wao sasa waweze kupata rehema kwa ajili ya rehema za Mungu kwenu. And then in verse 2 it says for God has bound everyone over to disobedience so that they may have mercy he may have mercy on them. Alafu mstari wa 32 anasema kwa maana Mungu amewafunga wanadamu wote kwenye kuasi ili apate kwa rehemu wote. Did you understand what he's saying there? Je, ulielewa kile ambacho anasema pale? He saying he's causing them to need the mercy of the cross. Anasema anawasababisha wahitaji rehema za msalaba. He's saying they will need the mercy. And he has a plan for their redemption. Most importantly, all Israel will be saved. You the church will have entered inside. To celebrate the goodness of God. To, to remember to talk. and that's why when the coronavirus comes you should ask yourself how, we, how is my salvation because you should be talking about eternity about the kingdom of god if you die of the coronavirus and you are righteous and holy you are still going to heaven bado utaenda in other words he's saying anyhow who will stay here forever so the book of Isaiah chapter 44 verse 21 he says remember these things Jacob for you Israel are my servant I have made you you are my servant. Israel, I will not forget you. Israeli, sita kusahau. So you see the promise is there. Why am I talking about this now? I'm simply speaking about the coronavirus. And the message that virus is transmitting to the generation, to the church. He's telling this generation. Look. The rapture is near. Unyakuzi uko karibu. Look. Such plagues. Mapigo kama haya. 
uh, for the tribulation and great tribulation. Ni kwa ajili ya dhiki na dhiki kuu. During the time of the redemption of Israel. Ni yako katika wakati wa ukombozi wa Israeli. The salvation of Israel. Wokovu wa Israeli. And you can go on and on as you wish but I think the message is very clear right now. Na unaweza kuendelea na kuendelea kama utakavyo lakini ujumbe uko wazi sasa hivi. Can I escalate this uh, last introduction then I'll finish. I'll finish. If you give me time I'll finish. Je, naweza kuendeleza utangulizi huu wa mwisho alafu mkinipa muda nitamaliza. I can see the next one is the white horse ready already. Naweza already the seal the seals are next. So be patient a little bit. Right? I know you're waiting for the seals to be broken, right? Najua mnangojea lakini zikaweze kuvunjwa, sivyo? Anybody not waiting for them to be broken? Maybe let me rebut the question then. Anybody not waiting for them to be broken? And so that is it. So listen blessed people. So I want to discuss on the rollout. Again I want to step back and give you a better understanding of what the Lord is doing now and what it's all about. He saying anasema there is a big battle going on now when you see the the plague like the coronavirus and also the locusts and the earthquakes whatever it is the Lord is doing now kuna vita vikubwa sana vinavyoendelea sasa hivi unapoona virusi vya corona na pia nzige na mitetemeko ya ardhi the battle has always been about worship vita kila wakati vimekuwa kuhusiana na ibada and my reference here is right in the garden na mahali pangu pa kurejelea iko pale katika the battle kutani. has always been about who to be worshiped who will you worship Vita kila wakati vimekuwa kuhusu ni nani wa kuabudiwa ni nani mtakaye muabudu. Ndio sababu unaona katika bustani wakati Adamu na Hawa waliamua kuabudu nyoka. Then death like what you see coronavirus here death came. Basi kifo kikakuja kutoka kwa nyoka. When they chose the serpent. Wakati ambapo walipomchagua nyoka. Could that be speaking a bit about regeneration? Na je, je hiyo yaweza kuwa inazungumzia kuhusu kizazi? And what's happening right now? Na kile ambacho kinatendeka sasa hivi. It is a battle. Ni vita. It's a battle about worship. Ni vita. Okay, let, let me put it this way. The, the first battle. Vita vya kwanza. The very first battle. Vita vya kwanza kabisa kabisa. At creation katika uumbaji was about worship ilikuwa kuhusiana na ibada who to be worshiped ni nani wa kuabudiwa and the final battle na vita vya mwisho that you see will roll out in the breaking of the seals all throughout until Jerusalem is about is still about who to be worshiped ambavyo mtaona vikizunduliwa kuanzia kuvunjwa kwa lakini hadi Yerusalemu inahusiana na ni nani wa kuabudiwa did you understand It's about worship. When you see the coronavirus doing this, the prophecy I gave, it's about worship. The Lord is trying to is crying out regeneration. He's crying to them to come back to him. Unapoona kuhusu vita ambazo nilitoa unabii, Mungu anaitia, analilia kizazi, kimrudie ili kiweze kumwabudu yeye peke yake. Ukiona kutimilizwa kwa virusi vya corona ambavyo nilitoa kwa unabii ya virusi vya ukimwi corona please can you say it better kutimilizwa kwa unabii kuhusiana na virusi vya corona inanene inaitia kizazi kwamba kimrejele kimrejelee yeye ili waweze kumwabudu yeye peke yake yes so the lord is crying out to a generation to return to him 
Kwa hivyo Bwana analilia kizazi kimrudie yeye. He's telling them the serpent is bad. Anamwambia nyoka ni mbaya. The devil is bad. Shetani ni mbaya. Stay away from the devil. He brings death. Kaa mbali na shetani kwa sababu analeta mauti, analeta kifo. And so it is a serious conflict about worship. Na hivyo basi ni mzozano mkubwa kuhusiana na kuabudu. It's a grand battle for the soul of man. Ni vita vikubwa kabisa kuhusiana na nafsi ya mwanadamu. The first conflict in the garden. Vile vita vya kwanza katika bustani. Genesis chapter 3. Mwanzo mlango wake wa 3. Mustari wa kwanza hadi wa 7. Are we together? Je, tuko pamoja? Will you allow me the next one is the seal. Please just be patient. We're going to enter the seal. Inayofuata ni lakiri. Tafadhali muwe na subira tutaingia kwenye zile lakiri. Because I know you are raving and raging to get there. But just give me a time there's something very important you need to understand from the plague is here around. Munipe muda kwa sababu kuna kitu cha umuhimu zaidi ambacho mnapaswa kuelewa kuhusiana na pigo ambalo mnaliona. Genesis chapter 3 verses 1 to 7 says, "Now Moses, oh sorry. I need to go to Genesis. Forgive me for that. Uh, uh, Genesis Chapter 3 says the following verse 1 it says Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made Mstari wa mwanzo mlango wa tatu mstari wa kwanza basi nyuka alikuwa mwerevu kuliko wanyama wote wa porini ambao Bwana Mungu aliwafanya He said to the woman Nyoka akamwambia mwanamke That is now the serpent Huyo sasa ni nyoka Did God really say you must not eat from any of the trees in the garden? Atikweli Mungu alisema kamwe msile matunda ya mtu wowote wa bustanini. And you see the conversation goes on until they fall. Na unaona mazungumzo yanaendelea hadi wanaanguka. And yet there was a stern warning in Genesis chapter 2:16 to 17. Na ile hali kulikuwa na onyo kali katika mwanzo mbili mstari wa 16 na 17. And so they finally choose. That's why I said the choice. They chose the devil and the consequences. Na hivyo basi hatimaye wakachagua shetani na basi athari zake. The final conflict also vile vita vya mwisho pia is also going to be a battle about worship that's why we are talking about the break of the seals pia vinaenda kuwa vita kuhusiana na kuabudu ndio sababu tunazungumzia kuhusu kuvunjwa kwa lakiri because god is coming to test loyalty kwa sababu mungu anakuja kuchunguza uaminifu how many are faithful to me ni, voluntary loyalty ni wangapi ambao ni waaminifu kwangu mimi ni waaminifu tu kwa kujitolea and it requires that we choose by ourselves whom to worship na anahitaji kwamba tuchague sisi wenyewe ni nani wa kumwabudu those that will choose the antichrist wale ambao watamchagua mpinga kristo they will get the mark of the antichrist watapata alama ya mpinga kristo but those that will choose the lord they will be sealed in the lamb's book of life lakini wale watakaomchagua bana watawekwa muhuri katika kitabu cha mwana kondoo cha uzima and so in the process you see nego basi katika hiyo mchakato unaona God wants to draw his people closer to himself. Mungu anataka kuwavutia watu wake karibu naye. Because even now, kwa sababu hata sasa hivi, when the glorious stairs are lowered, wakati ambapo ngazi za utukufu zimechushwa, it's about ascension, ascending. Inahusiana na kupanda na kupaa. That you may go and meet your God face to face. Kwamba ukaende ukakutane na Mungu wako uso kwa uso, ana kwa ana. That is what the whole plague you see around is all about. Hiyo ndiyo yote inahusiana na pigo nzima lote ambalo mnaliona. The plague. Pigo. Uh, the, the coronavirus virusi vya corona because it's announcing that look you need to repent the messiah is coming kwa sababu linatangaza kwamba tazama mnahitaji kutubu 
Mesia anakuja. So we are reading very fast Genesis chapter 3 verse 8. Tunasoma kwa haraka sana mwanzo tatu mstari wake wa 8. And he says the following. Naye anasema yafuatayo. Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day and they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Ndipo yule mwanaume na mkewe waliposikia sauti ya Bwana Mungu alipokuwa akitembea bustanini wakati wa utulivu wa jioni wakajificha kutoka mbele za Bwana Mungu katikati ya miti ya bustani. Look at that now. Tazama hiyo sasa. What is he saying? Anasema nini hapa? He saying they chose the devil. Anasema walimchagua shetani. And look. Natazama. Separated from the Lord. Wakatengwa na Bwana. Then they became separated from the Lord. Ndipo wakatengwa naye kutoka kwa Bwana. And when they were separated from the Lord, na walipotengwa kutoka kwa Bwana, the consequence of sin death came. Atarinza dhambi basi mauti yakaja. And then Now the contrast of that is Genesis chapter 5 verse 24. Uh, basi kinyume cha hiyo ni mwanzo mlango wa 5 mstari wa 24. tafadhali. Mwanzo mlango wa 5 mstari wa 24. We see a translation today. I told you I did not want it. Thank you. The, the Genesis chapter 5 verse 24. Mwanzo mlango wa 5 mstari wa 24. He says the following. Anasema yafuatayo. He says, Enoch walked faithfully with God And then he was no more because the Lord raptured him away. The Lord took him away into heaven. Enoki akatembea na Mungu kisha akatoweka kwa sababu Mungu alimchukua, alimchukua mbinguni. So you see the power of choice. Kwa hivyo unaona ule ile nguvu ya uchaguzi. So the Lord is asking this generation do the same thing right now when the virus, the coronavirus is raging. He say, make your choice. Kwa hivyo Bwana anataka kwamba kizazi hiki kifanye vivyo hivyo sasa hivi kwamba wakati ambapo virusi vya corona vinachambulia fanya uamuzi wako because he's saying there is a choice that when you make will bring death kwa sababu anasema kuna uamuzi ambao ukiamua italeta kifo eternal death in hell kifo cha milele jehanamu there is a choice that when you make it does not matter if you die in the physical realm now but you go into eternity with god in heaven kuna uamuzi na uchaguzi ambao ukiamua hata haijalishi kama utakufa kiasilia utaingia katika umilele wa mbinguni revelation 21 Ufunuo 21:3 Mustari wa 3 Look at what he says here. Tazama kile ambacho anasema hapa. He says. Anasema And I heard a loud voice. Nami nikasikia sauti kubwa from the throne saying Kutoka katika kile kiti cha enzi ikisema Look God's dwelling place is now among the people. Sasa makao ya Mungu ni pamoja na wanadamu. Tazama, sasa makao. Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people. Tazama makao ya, ya Mungu ni pamoja na wanadamu. And he will dwell with them. Naye atakaa pamoja nao. And they will be his people. Naye wao watakuwa watu wake. And God himself will be with them. Naye Mungu mwenyewe atakuwa pamoja nao. And be their God. Atakuwa Mungu wao. A beautiful scenario there again. Tukio la kupendeza pale tena. He's saying now. Anasema sasa. Those that will choose Christ Jesus at this hour. Wale ambao watamchagua Kristo Yesu katika saa hili. The purpose for which the Lord is coming to shake the earth. Sababu ambayo Mungu anakuja kutingiza dunia. Part of it is to come and vindicate his people. Sehemu yake ni kuja kuwaweka huru watu wake. To vindicate normally anaatia. Uh, anaatia. To vindicate his people from the blackmail, from the accusation and everything. Kuwaweka huru kutoka katika yale matukano 
Anakuja ili kuwavutia ili mkapate kuwa na muda pamoja naye milele. So the choice is important. If you choose at this hour that you're not going to follow Christ. Uamuzi ni wa muhimu sana ikiwa utachagua kuanzia sasa hivi kwamba utakwenda kumfuata Yesu. The kingdom of God is near. Ufalme wa Mungu umekaribia. Unyakuzi ukaribu. You will be separated from the Lord eternally. Utatengwa kutoka kwa Mungu milele. But those that will choose that they want to be with the Lord, they want to fellowship with the Lord eternally, he will honor, he will grant it. Lakini wale ambao watachagua kwamba wanataka kuwa na Mungu milele, ataipeana. Because the coronavirus is simply saying that the entry of the church is near. Kwa sababu virusi vya corona vinasema kwamba kuingia kwa kanisa kumekaribia. Revelation 21 this, you can reduce his volume a bit please for the neighborhood. Thank you. His. Thank you. Uh, so again Revelation chapter 21 verse 22. You can increase one just a very little that's good enough. Can you talk? Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So so again Revelation chapter 21:22. Kitabu cha ufunuo ishina moja mstari wa 22. He says, I did not see a temple in the city. Akasema sikuona hekalu ndani ya huo mji. Because the Lord God himself kwa sababu Bwana Mungu mwenyezi and the lamb are its temple. Na mwana kondoo ndio hekalu lake. So you can imagine the level of fellowship in the city of New Jerusalem. That heavenly city that will be lowered down like a bride prepared for her groom. Kwa hivyo unaweza ukawazia ule kiwango cha ushirika katika huo mji mpya ambao utashushwa kutoka mbinguni kama vile B harusi akipelekwa kwa bwana harusi. I have already seen that city. Tayari nimekwisha kuona mji huo. And shared with you there's so much the Lord has spoken really that I've shared with you. I've shared with you about that city. Na kushiriki pamoja nanyi kuhusiana na mji huo. The book of Psalm, Psalm 65. Kitabu cha Zaburi 65. Still talking about this raging battle. Bado kuzungumzia kuhusu vita hivi vikali. For the soul of the church, the soul of man at this hour. Kwa ajili ya nafsi za watu, nafsi za kanisa kwa ajili ya saa hii. Before I go to the breaking of the seal. Kabla niende katika kuvunja kwa lakiri. There is a battle. Kunavyo vita. The devil wants you to choose him. Shetani anataka mumuchague yeye. And then go to hell eternally. And the Lord is also very faithful and very patient and is uh, is routing for you. He's fighting for you that you may choose him. He's presenting to you the benefits of choosing him. But in a short while as we finish this introduction I'll begin to go deeper into the message of the seals and you'll see the obvious choice. Lakini kwa muda mfupi ujao napomaliza utangulizi utakapoingia katika katika zile lakini mtaona kuhusiana na athari za kule kuchagua. And you see the obvious choice. Alafu mtaona ule uchaguzi ambao uko wazi. The book of Psalm 65. Kitabu cha Zaburi 65. Because we have a lot of people tuned in Swahili, right? Yeah, so it's, it's, let's just do it like this. Let's see how it goes because it's taking twice the time, right? Almost three times sometimes. So, uh, the book of Psalm 65. Kitabu cha Zaburi 65. I'm reading verse 4. Blessed are those you choose and bring near to live in your courts. Heri wale uliowachagua na kuwaleta karibu ili waishi katika nyua zako. 
We are filled with the good things of your house, of your holy temple. Tunashibishwa kwa mema ya nyumba yako, mema ya hekalu lako takatifu. So you see what the Lord is saying? That there are benefits of choosing him at this hour, choosing righteousness, choosing holiness, choosing the salvation of the cross. Kunazo faida za kumchagua katika sahi, kuchagua uhaki, kuchagua utakatifu. And so, all that, God is fighting for you. Mungu anakupigania. Psalm 23, blessed people. As I finish that little sub-segment. Verse 6, Psalm 23, verse 6. He says, surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. So those are the ones that we choose holiness, repentance. This repentance you see people not liking today. Okay, thank you. And then the holiness of the salvation of Christ. He is already saying that you will dwell in the house of the Lord, in the city of God, eternally. There will be no sun, no moon. However, the Lord and the Lamb, there will be the light of the city. There will be no temple, but the Lord and the Lamb will be His temple. How powerful that city, right? How ndiyo watakaopa katika muzi wa bana milele na milele, ambapo akutakuwa na jua, akutakuwa na muzi, mana kondo ndiyo atakayekuwa taya muzi wao. The book of Exodus 25. As I'm checking out of that segment. Exodus 25. And he says, verse 22. There above the cover between the two cherubim, that, again, there above the cover between the two, two cherubim, that are over the ark of the covenant law, I will meet with you and give you all the commands for the Israelites. Hapo juu ya hicho kifuniko kati ya hau makerubi wawili, walioko juu ya ilo sanduku la ushuda. Hapo ndipo nitakapakutana nawe na kukupa magizo yangu kwa ajili ya waizaili. So what am I saying until now? Basi ninasema nini hadi sasa? Before we enter into the seven seals and the breaking of them, kabla ningie katika zile la kirisaba na kuvunjwa kwazo and remember i have seen only up the fourth seal nakumbuka nimeona hadi katika ile la kiri ya nne at the throne room katika kiti cha enzi cha mungu broken by the lamp ikivunjwa naye mwana kondoo we will see shortly that when the lamp breaks the fifth is over tutaona hivi punde kwamba wakati ambapo mwana kondoo anavunja tano imekwisha it will be over. Because then you see the souls of those who have been beheaded in the great tribulation under the altar. So now, what have I said until now? That God, even the purpose for which He sets up the church, God has been longing to fellowship with His people, to fellowship with you. Kwamba Mungu hata kusudi ambalo alianzisha kanisa amekuwa akitamani kushiriki pamoja na watu wake. He is longing that you come into his presence and dwell there forever. Anatamani kwamba uje uweponi mwake na ukae pale milele. Just with that alone because he even said even the reason you build the church is that I may come 
there between the two cherubi on the cover seat, the massive seat, and I'll speak with you one on one. And then you take it, the Israelites have that fellowship with them. Na basi anasema kwamba hata kwa sababu ya kujengwa kwa hekalu ni ili apate kuja apate kuja kutua katikati ya makerubi wawili na ili ukaweze kwenda na kushiriki pamoja na Waisraeli. So the fellowship is belonging to fellowship with his creation. Kwa hivyo ushirika amekuwa kitamani kuja kushiriki pamoja na uumbaji wake. And so even now as we are winding down on time on the earth. Na hivyo basi ya history of life tunapomalizia malizia kuhusiana na historia na wakati duniani humo the coronavirus is announcing that the meltdown is beginning the big countdown is about to start basi virusi vya corona wakati wakati ambapo virusi vya corona vinatangaza kwamba wakati na nyakati unaenda kukuisha and so it's very important to ask kuuliza then what is the lord saying through this plague if all that we have read until now is fellowship with him revelation 21 he wants to be with you in the city of jerusalem even before you went he came to visit you in kisumu december 22 what is he saying then in other words the coronavirus is saying the one i prophesied is essentially saying to a generation that number one this earth is not your home kimsingi kile ambacho biblia kile ambacho anasema umeona katika ufunuo ishina moja nataka muende muishi pale milele na alikuja kutembelea pale kisumu tarehe mbili kimsingi kile ambacho anasema nambari moja kupitia hiyo ugonjwa wa corona kupitia huo ugonjwa oh, I told you remove translation so I can preach I have like more than 12 hours ahead of me here yes really it's not right it's not right it's putting me in a, it's messing me up you understand yeah I, I need to move I have a very long sermon here so so yes so this is what's going on blessed people hiki ni chambacho kinaendelea watu wabarikiwa and so Again I want just to underscore one last thing before we move on. Nataka tu kuleta kipenge kimoja kabla tuendelee. You have seen the battle for the souls. Mumeona vile vita kwa ajili ya nafsi. The devil is battling that he may win a whole generation with him into hell, right? Shetani anapigana vita kwamba akaweze kushinda kizazi chote kwenda naye jehanamu. While we now see the Messiah is also staging a fight. Wakati ambapo sasa tunaona Mesia pia anapigana vita. Let us see how he continues staging from the book of Matthew 24. Hebu tuone jinsi ambavyo anaendelea kuvipigana kuanzia kitabu cha Mathayo 24. Mathayo 24. He says the following. Anasema yapatayo verse 14. Mustari wa 14. He says, Anasema, and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations and then the end will come. Injili ya ufalme itahubiriwa ulimwenguni pote kuwa ushuhuda kwa mataifa yote ndipo ule mwisho utakapokuja. Lakini hiyo ni nguvu sana. Saying, kwa sababu anasema bado ataenda kuwafikia na kuwapatia fursa ya kutubu. Na hii inazungumzia kuhusu nyakati za mwisho siku hizi. Haleluya. Na Petro wa pili mlango wa tatu mstari wa tisa. 2 Peter chapter 3 verse 9 Petro wa pili mlango wa tatu mstari wa tisa. He says Anasema He says the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise. So again the Lord is not slow in keeping his promise as some understand slowness. Instead he is patient with you 
and not wanting anyone to perish, but wanting that everyone should come to repentance. Bwana hakawi katika kutimiza ahadi zake kama vile wengine wanavyofahamu kukawia bali anataka kila mtu apate kuingia katika toba you see again the, the, the last minute battle unaona tena vile vita vya dakika ya mwisho for the soul kwa ajili ya nafsi awite je tuko pale but i think it's becoming a little clearer now because you're saying if life on this earth can be this much coronavirus lakini na shut down imeanza kuwa wazi kabisa kwamba ikiwa ulimwengu unaweza kuwa namna hii virusi vya corona na kufungwa kwa mataifa then he's saying that, that you need to people are now becoming wiser they say then i'd rather get out of here and go to heaven right basi watu wameanza kuwa na hekima zaidi kwamba afadhali nitoke hapa niende mbinguni the book of revelation chapter 14 blessed people kitabu cha ufunuo mlango wa 14 watu wabarikiwa reading 6 and 7 nasoma mstari wa 6 na wa 7 now this is when the tribulation the great tribulation is raging sasa hapa ni wakati ambapo dhiki dhiki kubwa inawaka moto and he's still not giving up. Na bado hakati tamaa. He saying, Anasema, Then I saw another angel flying mid air and he called again, then I saw another angel flying mid air and he had the eternal gospel and he proclaimed it to those who live on the earth, to every nation, every tribe, every language and people kisha nikamuona malaika mwingine akiruka juu angani naye alikuwa na injili ya milele ya kuwatangazia wale waishio duniani yani kwa kila taifa kabila lugha na jamaa and he said in a loud voice fear god and give him glory because the hour of his judgment has come worship him who made the heavens and the earth and the seas and the springs of water That's very powerful right there. Akasema kwa sauti kubwa, mcheni Mungu na kumpa utukufu kwa maana saa ya hukumu yake imewadia. Mwabuduni yeye aliyeziumba mbingu, dunia, bahari na chemichemi za maji. Hiyo ni nguvu sana pale. This is happening at the time of great of, of Revelation 13. Hii inatendeka katika wakati wa ufunuo 13. When the great tribulation is raging on. Wakati ambapo and the whole world is worshiping Satan dikiku imewaka moto na ulimwengu wote unamwabudu shetani is teaching a last minute call anaitisha ule mwito wa dakika ya mwisho why do i pass through this ni kwa nini napitia haya i'm simply emphasizing to you that your soul your salvation is too important for the lord at this hour ninasisitiza tu kwenu kwamba wokovu wenu nafsi yenu ni muhimu sana katika saa hii especially now that we know we are winding down asua sana sasa tunapojua kwamba tunamalizia that you may enter the glorious kingdom of God. Ili kwamba mpate kuingia katika ufalme wa utukufu wa Mungu. Your salvation is not a group action. Wokovu wenu sio wa kikundi. And so now the next I want us to take a short break wherever you are tuned in. Alafu sasa inaofuata ningependa tuchukue mapumziko madogo popote ambapo unasikiliza. And then when we come back now I will enter straight into the seals of the scroll of God inside the throne of god in heaven nitakuja kuangazia kuhusu lakiri za gombo la mungu ndani mwa mbinguni hallelujah hallelujah the lord bless you bwana awabariki those of you abroad please make sure that uh, you send us some feedback so we know our audio the sharpness of the sound the graphics uh, settings 
to make sure that you get the best because I may not repeat this in the sh- in, in, in the lo- in the short run. Thank you. Demik. Leo tunatazamia janga hili la kidunia. Zero look at the global pandemic. Tunatazama janga hili la kidunia. Uh, the prophecy the prophecy unabi the prophecy of uh, the plague the coronavirus that you see has shaken the earth today unabi wa janga la corona ambalo mnaona limeitingiza ulimwengu sasa hivi so step by step i want now to walk slowly into the release of the four horsemen of the apocalypse na basi polepole ningependa kuingia katika kuachiliwa kwa wale wapanda prasi wanne wa kiunabii because now that is where the inside there is where the message will now be kwa sababu mle ndani sasa hapo ndipo ujumbe utakapokuwa you will even develop a greater understanding of the time we are in and why things are happening this way sasa mtapata kuelewa hata nyakati ambazo tuko ndani yazo na kwa nini mambo yanatendeka namna hii and so we already saw that uh, from revelation chapter Verse one, the church is already inside, and we are now focused on the events happening at the throne of God Almighty. Na tayari tumekwishaona katika kitabu cha ufunuo mlango wa nne mstari wa kwanza kwamba tayari kanisa liko ndani na mambo yanayotendeka ndani mwa mbinguni. And we are we, we are having this conversation at such a very powerful time. Na tuko na mazungumzo kama haya wakati ambapo ni nyeti na umuhimu zaidi. Because this is the hour. Kwa sababu hili ndilo saa at which the cloud of God Almighty has come. Ambalo wingu la Mungu mkuu mwenyezi limekuja. And you can see it all over the screens here. Na mnaweza kuona kote kote. Mnamuona yeye akija kwangu. And then bigger than the city, bigger than the lake. I mean tremendous God of Israel, the ancient God of Israel. Alafu ni mkubwa kuliko mji, ni mkubwa kuliko bahari, Mungu wa ajabu wa Israeli. And then you see him coming to the tent and settling over the tent. That is very powerful, crowning the tent. Alafu namuona akija na kushuka juu ya hema. Hiyo ni muhimu zaidi. And this has not happened for more than 3000 years ever since in the Old Testament. Na hiyo ijatendeka zaidi ya miaka 1000 kuanzia katika agano la kale. And uh, we are also doing this at a time when many cripples have walked in thousands. We don't even know when to start identifying them or thinking we should bring them into one stadium one day when finally things get better if they ever get better at all na basi wakati inatendeka wakati ambapo viwete wengi wametembea katika maelfu hata tumepoteza idadi yao tunafikiria wakati mmoja wale blind eyes of ones they are four living creatures alafu anasema katika mstari wa sita katika tia enzi kuna viumbe wane wenye uhai okay thank you uh we are we are dealing with uh, revelation chapter 6 put the microphone in your mouth so that they can hear uh revelation chapter 4 i'm just passing through as i go to chapter 6 Napitia tu ufunuo Yohana mlango wa 4 ninapoenda katika mlango wa 6. He says in the center and around the throne were four living creatures. Anasema katikati kuna viumbe wanne wenye uhai. They were covered with eyes in front and in back. Walikuwa wamefunikwa na macho upande wa mbele na upande wa nyuma. The first living creature was like a lion basi yule kiumbe wa kwanza mwenye uhai alikuwa kama simba the second like an ox wa pili alikuwa kama ngombe the third had the face of a man wanne alikuwa na uso wa mwanadamu and the fourth was like a flying eagle na alafu wanne alikuwa kama tai anayepaa so so you see again he says like a lion like an ox the face of man and then a flying eagle alafu anasema kama uso wa mwanadamu 
alafu kama ngombe alafu kama tai anayepaa and so can you add in volume just a little bit so because there is millions of people in Swahili let him be talking so you can know hallelujah speak louder please hallelujah thank you that's okay now thank you speak on the microphone hallelujah thank you so now uh, please we need to move on thank you yes so that is chapter 4 hiyo ni sura ya 4 is a handling the, the throne of god anashughulikia enzi ya mungu and then when you come to chapter 5 a scroll is introduced alafu unapofika katika sura yake ya 5 basi gombo linatangulizwa that is the right hand of god the father ambalo liko katika mkono wa kuume wa Mungu Baba Jehovah Elohim Jehovah Elohim Hashem Hashem and then the Messiah takes that scroll Alafu kisha Mesia analichukua hilo gombo and it was found that there is nobody worthy anywhere in the heavens on the earth everywhere that could touch the scroll Alafu ikapatikana hakuna mtu yote aliyestahili mbinguni na popote pale ambaye angeweza kuguza hilo gombo and then you see again the worship that takes place there alafu unaona kule kuabudu na ibada inayofanyika pale for example 5 verse 9 says and they sang a new song saying kwa mfano mlango wa 5 mstari wa 9 anasema wakaimba wimbo mpya wakisema you are worthy to take the scroll unastahili kukitua kitabu and to open its seals na kuzivunja lakini zake because you were slain and with your blood you purchased you purchased for god persons kwa sababu ulichinjwa na kwa damu yako ukamnunulia Mungu from every tribe kutoka katika kila kabila language kila lugha people kila jamaa nation na kila taifa so you see now the worthiness of the lamb being expressed by the four living creatures the elders and they are worshiping singing a new song before the lamb who is at the center of the throne sasa unaona kule kufaa kwa mwana kondoo kunafanya wale viumbe wenye uhai na pamoja na wazee 24 wakimwabudu Isn't it so powerful for us as a generation of uh, the Christians in this land I mean on 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 earth Isn't it so powerful for us to know that the Christ Jesus who was abused blackmailed and scandalized and defamed and slandered who was defamed in the worst manner ever who was abused in the worst ever manner and butchered killed in the worst way that even a dog has never been killed that way isn't it so refreshing to hear that Christ Jesus who suffered such blackmail such abuse such slander such mockery ridicule defamation that finally he is the one seated at the center of the throne Jesus ni nguvu sana kusikia kwamba Yesu aliyetukanwa, aliyepakwa matope, aliyechinjwa vibaya zaidi ambaye hata mnyama ama mbwa hawezi kufanywa namna hiyo, kwamba sasa ameketi katikati ya enzi. And so the living creatures are singing here. Na hivyo basi viumbe wenye uhai wanaimba hapa. Together with the 24 elders. Pamoja na wazee 24. And then now and they worship both the lamb. If you read on they also worship the father now. Alafu kiendelea kusoma wanamwabudu mwana kondoo na pia wanamwabudu baba. Now Revelation chapter 6 is the seals of that scroll. Sasa ufunuo mlango wa 6 ndizo lakiri za gombo hilo. 
that actually now define the prophetic time line of God. They actually determine the events happening on the earth. And I just want to describe to you a little bit. This is how the scroll of God looks like. In the throne room of God Almighty. So it was written on both sides and he rolled it and put a seal and rolled so when you hear that the lamb is opening the seals of the scroll I want you to understand the following concept very well. There are some people hiding under trees out there. I don't know what is what your name is. Okay, I don't want to deal with Kenyans because I have a global audience, please. Yes. So 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 now listen to me here. So it is it is sealed in that form. Move a little further. It's 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 sealed in that form. They roll he, he rolled it and put a seal. And rolled again, put a seal. So he did it seven times. So when you hear that is breaking the seals of the scroll, what happens is this? When he breaks the first seal, he can read, he will read only up to that extent. So you can imagine, you can imagine this one is still rolled. But this one has now opened. And then when he opened again another level. That's why the events build up. And then, to be felt on the earth, it is a tremendous impact. It's a little bit more aggravated and escalated. It's more aggravated. Again, because of this I have explained to you here. That when you open the first seal, only this is available to you. And then when you open more, this much you read. And it's instructing events down there. So when you open the fourth seal to release the fourth horseman of the apocalypse, then you find that the largest segment is now readable. In other words, active. And that's why you see the effect is a global shutdown like this. And yet all this is just the beginning of our thing. And so that is how the scroll is designed. With these seals. And so, right here, 
basi pako hapa the book of revelation chapter 6 now kitabu cha ufunuo mlango wake wa 6 sasa he says the following from verse 1 anasema yafuatayo kuanzia mstari wake wa kwanza he says i watched as the lamb opened the first of seven seals akasema kisha nikaangalia wakati mwana kondoo akivunja ile lakiri ya kwanza then i heard one of the four living creatures say in a voice like thunder ndipo nikasikia mmoja wa wale viumbe wenye uhai wanne akisema kwa sauti kama ya radi Jo I looked and there before me was the white horse Nikatazama na hapo mbele yangu alikuwepo farasi mweupe Its rider held a bow Yeye aliyempanda alikuwa na upinde And he was given a crown Naye akapewa taji And he rode out as a conqueror bent on conquest Akampanda akatoka akishinda tena apate kushinda That is very powerful Hiyo ni nguvu sana Because is talk about the scroll of god kwa sababu anazungumzia kuhusu gombo la mungu and the break of the first seal by the lamb of god na kule kuvunjwa kwa muri wa kwanza na yule mwana kondoo wa mungu i have been to the throne of god when this event was taking place i'm going to describe the vision here nimekuwa katika kiti cha enzi cha mungu wakati tukio hili lilikuwa linatendeka naenda kuelezea matukio hayo hapa what happens is this kinachotendeka ndicho hiki first of all what is the what is the scroll what is a scroll kwanza kabisa gombo ni nini the scroll is like a legal document gombo ni kama cheti cha halali it's a document in which public records are kept cheti ambacho rekodi zimewekwa public records are kept inside a scroll rekodi za hadharani zimewekwa ndani ya lile gombo and so um hadharani ama uma but okay i don't want to can, can you be working or doing anything so 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 yes so public records up repeat 10 times public records are kept in a scroll basi zile rekodi za umma zimewekwa katika gombo yes so a scroll is a document that the prophets used basi gombo ni kile chombo ambacho manabii walitumia so the prophets used the scrolls for their documentation basi manabii walitumia gombo kwa ajili ya kuweka rekodi zao meaning they write the holy oracles of god inside the scrolls kumaanisha waliandika mahusia ya Mungu ndani ya gombo and then they sealed them alafu kisha wakazitia muhuri sometimes it was prophecies inside there wakati mwingine zilikuwa ni unabii mle ndani sealed with these four living creatures are enormous viumbe wanne wenye uhai ni wa kushangaza you find that they 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 come unapata kwamba wanakuja and and when they say come na wanaposema njo then you find that the horsemen who are very dreadful obey them unapata kwamba wale wapanda farasi ambao ni wakutisha wanawatii actually respond to them hata hivyo wanawaitikia that's just the enormity the enormity of these four living creatures at the throne of God. Huo ndio ukuu wa hawa viumbe wanne wenye uhai walio katika enzi ya Mungu. And if you know what the horsemen do. Na ikiwa utajua kile ambacho wapanda farasi wanachokifanya. You will be shocked because they call them they say come and they come very obediently and promptly. Utashangaa. The horsemen. One. The horsemen come to the four living creatures very obediently and promptly. One, one, wapanda farasi wanakuja kwa hawa viumbe wanne wenye uhai tena kwa haraka. And so naibo basi this is what's occurring at the front position hiki ndicho ambacho kinatendeka katika katika kiti cha enzi and he says naye anasema then a rider came out kisha mpandaji akaja with a white horse akiwa na farasi mweupe and as he comes out with the white horse na anapokuja naye farasi mweupe and um, he is white he is in, with a white horse 
na yu, yuko na farasi mweupe and you know why it speaks for righteousness and purity and holiness na unajua weupe inazungumzia kuhusu ule usafi na utakatifu na uhaki tafadhali na, na uhaki yes so 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 yes so um so so why it speaks for righteousness purity and holiness weupe inazungumzia kuhusu usafi utakatifu na uhaki na, na utakatifu and this rider that comes here naye huyu mpanda farasi anayekuja hapa crown is given him taji anapewa are you not amazed that all this is happening at the throne of god almighty je amshangazi kwamba mambo haya yote yanatendeka katika enzi ya mungu mkuu mwenyezi these horsemen huyu mpanda farasi essential represent the power of god sent to the four ends to the ends of the earth. Kimsingi anaashiria nguvu za Mungu zilizotumwa katika pembe nne za ulimwengu. To go and conquer the earth. Kwenda na kushinda dunia. And that's why I told you that these are the events that roll out for the gradual repossession of the earth and the installing of the kingdom of Israel and the installing of the kingdom of Yahweh. Na basi hii haya ndio matukio ambayo yanazindua kule kuwekezwa kwa ufalme wa Mungu na pia kuwekezwa kwa ufalme wa Israeli. And so It is very powerful. However, this rider of the white horse. Hata hivyo huyu mpandaji farasi mweupe. He has a bow. Ako na upinde. A crown is given him. Taji inapewa yeye. You don't hear the arrows. Hausikii kuhusu mishale. And they say he rides out as a conqueror bent on conquest. Na anasema kwamba anaenda akiwa anaenda kushinda na anapata kushinda. There is another ride of the white horse in the book of Revelation chapter 19. Kunaye mpanda farasi mwingine farasi mweupe katika kitabu cha ufunuo 19. Turn with me to Revelation 19. Geuka pamoja nami katika kitabu cha ufunuo 19. And he says the following. Naye anasema yafuatayo. Verse 11. Mstari wake wa 11. I saw heaven standing open. Nikaona mbingu Okay just translate my words is better. I saw heaven standing open. Kisha nikaona mbingu imefunguka. And there before me was a white horse. Na hapo mbele yangu alikuepo farasi mweupe. Whose rider is called faithful and true. Ambaye yeye aliyempanda huyo farasi aliitwa mwaminifu na wa kweli. With justice he judges and wages war. Yeye hukumu kwa haki na kufanya vita. His eyes are like blazing fire. Macho yake ni kama miali ya moto ya juu. He has a name written on him that no one knows but he himself. Na juu ya kichwa chake kuna taji, kuna taji nyingi. Ako na jina lililoandikwa ambalo hakuna mtu yote aliyelijua. He is dressed in a robe dipped in blood. Alikuwa amevaa joo lilochovya kwenye damu. And his name is the word of god nalo jina lake ni neno la mungu the armies of heaven are following him majeshi ya mbinguni walikuwa wakimfuata riding on white horses dressed in fine linen white and clean wakiwa wamepanda farasi weupe hali wamevaa mavazi ya kitani nzuri nyeupe na safi coming out of his mouth is a sharp sword kinywani mwake utoka upanga mkali with which he strikes down the nation ambao kwa huo anatayangusha mataifa meaning he is coming to judge the nation nisha anakuja kuyahukumu mataifa he will rule them with an iron scepter atawatawala kwa fimbo yake ya utawala ya chuma hmm. we remember that scepter tunakumbuka hiyo fimbo that will not leave the house of judah kwamba ambayo haitaondoka katika nyumba ya yuda and he says he treats the wine press of the fury of the wrath of god na anasema kwamba atalikanyaga shinikizo la mfinyo wa ghadhabu ya Mungu mwenyezi god almighty ya Mungu mkuu mwenyezi on his robe and on his thigh he has 
this name written King of Kings and Lord of Lords and so it's very powerful because now you meet another rider of the white horse the one that is in Revelation chapter 6 verses 1 to 2 it is the lamb that breaks the first seal and the first creature comes and he says with a voice like thunder come then out of the throne of God Almighty comes the rider of the white the white horse of Revelation chapter 6, 1 to 2. And then he is released. As we are going to see very shortly. And then you come to Revelation 19. Verse 11 to 14 all the way down. He comes from heaven. And I have seen this particular horse, I have seen it. This horse that is in Revelation chapter 19. I have preached this in Canada. Toronto, Montreal. Toronto, Montreal. I preached it in Australia, New Zealand. Australia, New Zealand. Brisbane, Australia. Canberra, Australia. Brisbane, Australia. Sydney, Australia. Canberra, Australia. Sydney, Australia. The whole of Europe. Kote, Kote, Europa. I have preached this. Even Africa. Africa, the Latin America Marekani, Latino, when I was giving the vision of November 1 the year 2006 the vision of the two golden glorious wedding rings of Jehovah that he opened heaven and placed at the entrance between heaven and earth which is really the Lord announcing that there is a wedding event there is a spiritual wedding coming. there is a wedding of the Lamb coming which means the Lord is announcing that the wedding of the Lamb of God is near so but the second part of that vision says the voice says look and see who is seated on the white horse and when I looked inside heaven beyond the threshold of the entrance then I'm able to see this huge horse. He's very huge. He's a huge white horse. Very, very huge. And, and, and he's glorious. He's white and glorious. And then I come inside heaven. Can I share more? I come inside heaven and I see his legs when he has stood. He is very strong. He is a very sturdy horse. 
I see his legs almost less than a meter from me. Ni farasi ambaye nitabiti kabisa naona miguu yake karibu mita moja kutoka kwangu. And then after that when when I've seen him I'm now there. Alafu wakati ambapo nimekwishamuona niko pale sasa. And he's aware that I've seen him. Na amejua kwamba nimemuona. And I'm focused on him. Na nimemlenga. Then he leaves. Kisha anaondoka. He now leaves within heaven there. Kisha anaondoka ndani mwa mbinguni pale. Walking is still just is lifting is lifting is as if i'm ready to go any moment i'll be released then i begin to panic my heart began to panic akichingiza mkia wake na kutoa sauti na kukanyaga kanyaga na kukilia kilia alafu nikaanza kuofia kwamba ako tayari yuko karibu kuondoka okay so um, again for the english listeners please so he's saying then the horse that white horse the huge horse he runs around very glorious he's running around and he's running, and he's neighing the crying of the horse he's saying so i did not understand the message until he did that alafu yule farasi mweupe mkubwa kabisa wa utukufu anakimbia kimbia ndani mwa mbinguni na anatoa ile sauti yake so you see when he stood in front of me unaona aliposimama mbele zangu for some time kwa muda kwa muda fulani remember i was seeing this from the earth kumbuka nilikuwa naona hii kutoka katika dunia but now i'm inside heaven lakini sasa niko ndani mwa mbinguni and when he stopped na aliposimama when he was standing there very steady because i could see his front legs aliposimama pale nidhabiti kabisa na ni mwenye nguvu maana yake ningeweza kuona miguu yake so he came close kwa hivyo akasongea karibu so when he was standing there i was in that vision i was not able to understand the message na alipokuwa amesimama pale katika hayo maono singeweza kuelewa ujumbe but when he began running around lakini alipoanza kukimbia kimbia hapa na pale akikimbia akifanya miguu yake namna hiyo running around the, the expanse of heaven there akikimbia kuzunguka mle ndani mwa mbinguni then i panicked when i looked at because the voice said look and see who is seated on the white horse na nilipotazama manake sauti ilisema tazama ukaone nani aliyeketi katika farasi mweupe when i looked to see the rider nilipotazama kumuona mpandaji wake nikauona utukufu wa bwana so now only when he began to run in in french whenever i went to french country i came the second part more his behavior when only when he began to behave like that then i understood the message wakati tu alipoanza kujiendeza namna hiyo ndipo niliweza kuelewa ujumbe because all of a sudden the lord made me panic kwa sababu ghafla binfu bana kansababisha kuofia saying look he is about to be released kusema tazama yuko karibu kuachiliwa so even in that vision you see the part of the wedding rings and then the white glorious horse of Jesus. Kwa hivyo hata katika hayo maono unaona zile ile sehemu ya pete pete mbili za harusi za dhahabu, alafu kuna ile sehemu ya farasi mweupe. Ya Yesu. Ya Yesu. Okay, this glorious white horse of Jesus. Hawa huyu farasi mweupe mkubwa wa utukufu wa Yesu. So so you see those two visions as though the first vision announces both. Kwa hiyo unaona kwamba hayo maono sehemu mbili hayo maono ni kama ile sehemu ya kwanza inatangaza yote ambayo inakuja. It announces the quality of salvation in time. Inatangaza kuhusiana na ule udhamana wa wokovu na wakati. Prepare the way and time. Kuandaa njia na pia wakati sana. do it quickly. Kumaanisha fanya kwa haraka. But really really. Lakini kwa kweli kwa kweli. It is this second part of the vision this white horse that really talks about time because i began to panic that is about to be released ni sehemu ya pili ya maono ambaye huyu farasi mkubwa mweupe wa Yesu ambaye ilifanya nikaofia kwamba yuko karibu kuachiliwa 
It is the one that defines the urgency, time. Time is running out. It's about to be released. Ndiyo ambayo ilielezea utarula kuhusiana na saa na wakati yuko karibu kuachiliwa. Okay, so now you can see very clearly. Kwa hivyo sasa mwaweza kuona wazi wazi kabisa. That there is the rider of the white horse in Revelation chapter 6 verses 1 to 2. Kwamba kunaye mpanda farasi mweupe katika kitabu cha ufunuo mlango wa sita msali wa kwanza na wa pili. And there is now another ride of the white horse in the book of Revelation chapter 19 from verse 11 down. Alafu sasa kunaye mpandaji mwingine wa farasi mweupe katika kitabu cha ufunuo mlango wa 19 mstari wa 11 kwenda chini. So this one that is in Revelation chapter 19. Basi huyo ambaye yuko katika kitabu cha ufunuo mlango wa 19. His name is faithful and true. Jina lake ni mwaminifu na wa kweli. His name is the word of God. Jina lake ni neno la Mungu. And is holding the rulership rod, the iron scepter of the house of Judah. Naye ameibeba ile fimbo ya utawala, ile fimbo ya ya, ya chuma ya kutawala ya nyumba ya Yakobo. Ya Judah tafadhali. Ya nyumba ya Yuda. Yes, okay, there's a problem here. That's why I don't like translation. I prefer to go. Then I don't do three times the hours. So so but that's all right. We have so many people tuned in in Swahili, which is very good. We need to reach them too. I'm saying if you see that he's holding the iron scepter for rulership. Unasema kwamba unapoona amefika ile ameshika ile fimbo ya chuma ya kutawala for Judah kwa ajili ya Yuda Then you know that this is the lion of the tribe of Judah. Basi unajua kwamba huyu ni simba wa kabila la Yuda And he, he comes to rule Na ana, the nations. Anakuja kuyatawala mataifa. He first comes to strike the nations when he's judging them in the war of Armageddon. Anakuja kwanza kuyagonga mataifa napo ya hukumu katika vita vya Armageddoni. Because the sword comes from his mouth with a sword he strikes the nation. Kwa sababu upanga unatoka kinywani mwake na upanga anayagonga mataifa. When he's come to vindicate Israel when many nations are surrounding Russia, Iran and probably Turkey and Syria all and the others I don't know who will join North Korea whoever whoever China whoever joins they will surround Israel wakati ambapo mataifa yote Korea kaskazini wakati ambapo Iran na, na Urusi na yale mataifa yote watakapokuwa wameizunguka Israeli those are events on the other side hayo ni matukio ya upande ule mwingine but i'm saying that what we have read here is that he comes and strikes them lakini nasema kile ambacho tumesoma hapa anakuja na kuyagonga with the sword that comes out of his mouth na upanga unaotoka katika kinywa chake so you don't hear anywhere that he is carrying a bow kwa hivyo hausiki popote pale ambapo amebeba upinde so who then is this other rider of the white horse in revelation chapter 6:1 to 2 basi nani huyu mpanda farasi huyu mwingine wa farasi mweupe ambaye yuko katika kitabu cha ufunuo mlango wa sita mstari wa kwanza na wa pili Because now the one that is Christ our Lord we have seen in Revelation 19. Kwa sababu sasa yule ambaye ni Kristo bana wetu tumemuona katika kitabu cha ufunuo mlango wa 19. Let me this from this vision. Hebu niwaelezee yeye ni nani kutokana na haya maono sasa. Now what happened is this. Kilichotendeka ndicho hiki. The Lord lifted me up and took me into his room in heaven. Bana akaninua na akanipeleka katika chumba chake cha enzi mbinguni. And at the throne na katika mahali pa enzi then for some time as i was there for some time kisha kwa muda fulani nilipokuwa pale as i was there for some time nilipokuwa pale kwa muda fulani the first living creature was there yule kiumbe mwenye uhai wa kwanza alikuweko pale like a lion kama simba for some time you know of them all he's the one who stayed longer kwa muda fulani kwa miongoni mwa wote yeye ndiye aliyekaa pale kiasi he was there for some time alikuwa pale kwa muda fulani and he was looking at me 
naye alikuwa akinitazama like this namna hii it was a very serious look it was a very dreadful look kulikuwa kuangalia kwa kunyeti kabisa kwa kutisha kabisa and for some time na kwa muda fulani and he's huge na ni mkubwa so you can imagine kwa hivyo unaweza ukawazia and so na hivyo basi when he was there alipokuwa pale i was looking at him he's looking at me back for some time of them all he stayed longer he was for some time looking nilikuwa very dreadfully looking nilikuwa nikimtazama naye ananitazama kwa muda fulani lakini nilikuangalia kwa kutisha sana and then the lamp broke the first seal kisha maana kondoo akavunja lakiri ya kwanza then he came kisha akaja the lamp released him remember the lamp releases them maana kondoo maana kondoo akamwachilia kumbuka maana kondoo huachilia mamlaka ya maana kondoo then he came kisha akaja and we had a conversation nasi tukawa na mazungumzo but at first i did not understand lakini mwanzoni sikuelewa i did understand because when when i looked at his body i thought he had scales a lion with scales can you imagine that kind of uh, imagery a lion with scales it was quite because it, it was quite something to look at him ilikuwa jambo la kushangaza kumwangalia uweza kuwazia kwamba yule simba ako na magamba so it scales all over the body ako na magamba kote kote katika mwili only when he came close then i realized those are eyes without eyelids basi alipokaribia nikakutoa kwamba simply eyes all over hayo ni macho yaliyokuwa kila mahali believable you, you can almost say unsightly but unbelievable in terms of human life here on the earth you may say unsightly but the creator of his creation katika nyanja za kibinadamu naweza sema ni ile ambayo uwezi ukaangalia lakini katika uumbaji wake yule muumbaji so then i realized he is covered with eyes everywhere kisha nikagundua kwamba amefunikwa na macho kila mahali and you know that talks about the omnipotence of god the omniscience of god no. the intelligence the wisdom of god the unsearchable wisdom you can see everything all the time at all times every second every minute every year na unajua so, so hii so hiyo inazungumzia zaidi kuhusu kuwepo kwa Mungu kila mahali kuona kila mahali hekima ya kila mahali kuwa na ule werevu zaidi ya kila mahali anaweza kuona chochote dakika yoyote so these creatures bear the attributes of god the father kwa hivyo hawa viumbe hawa viumbe wanne wenye uhai wanabeba sifa za Mungu kila mahali which we are going to see very shortly ambayo tunaenda kuona kwa muda mfupi ujao like omnipotence omniscience you know omnipresent all the time you know kama kuwepo kila mahali kuona kila kitu kila wakati they execute the wrath of god they bear the wrath of god wanatekeleza ghadhabu ya mungu wanabeba ghadhabu ya mungu and it's also very shocking that the ministry of these two prophets is directly instructed by them na basi inashangaza pia kwamba huduma ya hawa manabii wawili inaelekezwa na wao directly moja kwa moja so now kwa hivyo sasa when he came alipokuja when he came to me alipokuja kwangu he is huge ni mkubwa he is like a lion yeye ni kama simba and then alafu i realized these are eyes nikagundua kwamba haya ni macho you are soon going to heaven right hivi karibuni mnaenda mbinguni sivyo okay then you need to know everything now basi mnahitaji kujua kila kitu sasa it's time to know ni wakati wa kujua so then basi after we had spoken baada ya tumezungumza then he goes that way kisha anaenda namna hiyo as he goes that way anapoenda namna hiyo 
in a very ferocious manner katika njia ya kutisha sana of running of running and turning in a very ferocious manner ya kukimbia na kugeuka katika njia ya kufisha na kuogopa sana na nguvu na uzito then all of a sudden kisha ghafla binvu he wanted me to know that he had wings alitaka nijue because they were flapped on him alitaka nijue kwamba ako na mabawa manake yalikuwa yamemfunika so what he did kwa hivyo kile alichofanya he stretched them akayanyoosha when he was running around ferocious he stretched them and he opened the wings like it was shocking akafunua akafungua mabawa yake na mabawa the sound was na sauti ilikuwa namna hiyo it was a tremendous, a tremendous moment ilikuwa wakati wa ajabu and then he ran ferociously alafu anakimbia kwa njia kutisha and he ran and he took off na akakimbia na akapaa he was now flying alikuwa sasa akipaa and he flew and then he came back to the throne na akapaa kisha akarudi katika enzi then he released the rider of the white horse kisha akamwachilia mpandaji farasi mweupe but at that time lakini katika wakati ule when the rider this is now the difference between this rider and the other riders sasa hii ndio tofauti ya huyu mpandaji farasi huyu na yule mwingine immediately the rider he releases the rider of the white horse mara tu anapomwachilia mpanda farasi mweupe The Lord now I find myself the Lord now takes me down to the earth. Bwana sasa najipata amenirudisha katika dunia. And when I reach there, na ninapofika pale, then the Lord makes the weather as though the sun has gone dim. There is no sun, it's about to rain. It's, it's serious, it's going to storm and there is no sun. It's, it's really green. It's green. The, the cloud has come. Everything is really green. It's going to rain here. If there's a tremendous storm is going to fall here. Naye bwana anasababisha hali ya anga iwe kwamba lile jua. Aina hiyo ya anga kwamba jua no hakuna jua. But it is darkish. Na ni nyeusi nyeusi. It is darkish. Ni nyeusi nyeusi hivi. Giza giza tafadhali kwa jina la Yesu. Ni giza giza. So so yes so 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 it's kind of dark. Ni giza giza hivi. Darkish it's not dark dark you can see but meaning it's a dark day ni giza giza si kwamba uwezi kuona lakini kumaanisha ni siku yenye giza it's not the, the darkness of night sio lile giza la usiku and then alafu while i'm there i'm standing if the lord makes sure i'm standing he brings me to a place i'm standing at the shore of the sea bana ananisababisha ananileta mahali nimesimama katika ufuo wa bahari and when i'm standing by the shore of that sea na nikiwa nimesimama katika ule ufuo wa bahari bahari ya maji safi nice bluish water maji safi ya rangi ya zamawati and i see a lot of healthy fish na ninaona samaki wenye afya sana wengi they, they are swimming very well they are very fat they are very healthy they are swimming very well in the water wana wanaelea na kuogelea ndani ya maji but immediately i looked towards my right like this just close to me really ghafla tunapoangalia upande wangu wa kulia karibu nami tu hapa then i see this long neck like a serpent alafu naona shingo ilirefu kama la joka but lakini he is where white he is 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 his skin is is white white he is white the long neck of a snake but he is white lile shingo ndefu la joka lakini ni jeupe i even still see him hata bado ninamuona if you don't see him well from a distance you may think mbata is the name is wa hili mbata ukimuona kama huyu mzuri unaweza kujua kama ni mbata 
Like a duck in water. Only later when he realized the long neck, this is the serpent. This is the serpent. Then I saw him biting the fish. But every fish he devours dies and floats up on the surface. So that's why from this other side on my right there's a lot of fish by the shore floating, floating dead, dead on the shore. So yes, so, so now that is the scenario after the release of the white horse and then he brings me to this. And then the Lord tells me to jump into the water. And uh, I had something like a metal, a metal it was like a metal but holding with both hands. And then I jump with it in. And so the Lord has sent me to strike him. So in that process, a big fight ensued in the water. You can imagine the turbid, the water. Poo, poo, poo. It was a situation there. Yes, the way you, if you fight inside water. And so, then I saw he was not hit at all. But he, flee, he went to the other side of the shore. And the fish on this side were secured. And so now, that is the conversation I want to launch on. At the throne of God Almighty, as we are walking slowly from the first seal, until we get to the second seal, third and then the fourth one about the coronavirus. And so blessed people, the day is dark. And then you find the, 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 this beast is devouring the fish. And a lot of them have died. A lot of them have died over there. Because he has devoured them. So the fish here represents the saints. You know that. And, and the sea the sea does represent the nations. You could also see the house of the Lord, but it's the nations. If you want to say the house of the Lord, the church, then it will be the Gentile church. The of the nations. And so, you see that he comes to devour the, what? the fish, the saints. And so, we are going to talk about 
this ride of the white horse who is not Christ because Christ we have already seen in the book of Revelation chapter 19 verses 11 down and you see in verse 14 is coming with the rapture saints back to Jerusalem so we are going to talk about this Rider, who is he? Basi tunaenda kuzungumzia kuhusu huyu mpanda farasi. Ni nani yeye? The rider of the white horse of Revelation chapter 6:1 to 2. Mpanda farasi wa farasi mweupe wa funuo sita mstari wa kwanza na wa pili. This one his name is deception. Huyu jina lake ni udanganyifu. That's why he is coming disguised. Ndio sababu amekuja kama amejibadilisha. He is coming as a counterfeit. Anakuja kama bandia. And this one is the antichrist. Na huyu ni mpinga Kristo. First of all just stop right there. Kwanza kabisa komea tu hapo. Isn't it so shocking? Je, sini ya kushangaza zaidi. That God kwamba Mungu could release such a character to the church. Kwamba anaweza achilia kitu kama hicho kwa kanisa. Mtu. Mtu kama huyo kwa kanisa. Isn't it very shocking? Je, sinia kushangaza zaidi. That the Lord could release the antichrist from his throne. Kwamba Bwana anaweza kumwachilia mpinga Kristo kutoka katika enzi yake. And then we'll ask then whom why does he send him to whom is he sending him? Alafu naweza uliza anamtuma kwa nani? Nani kwa nini anamtuma? We are going to later plow through the book of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Baadaye tutakwenda kupitia kitabu cha Wadesalonike wa kwanza mlango wa pili. Wadesalonike wa pili mlango wa pili. So we 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 are going to pass first of all through we are going to plow through the book of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Tunaenda kupitia kitabu cha Wadesalonike wa pili mlango wa pili. Because we are repeating everything four times also, right? We're going to go through 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and then you will see that the Lord sends them to those who refuse to believe. Tunaenda kupitia kitabu cha Wadesalonike wa pili mlango wa pili kisha utaona kwamba Bwana anawatuma kwa wale ambao hawakuwa hawaamini. Let's get there right away. Hebu tufikie pale moja kwa moja. Before I look at the four living creatures first. Kabla nitazame viumbe wane wenye uhai kwanza. 2 Thessalonians. Wadesalonike wa pili chapter 3 says the following. Mlango wa pili anasema yafuatayo. You can begin from verse 3 for example, don't let anyone deceive you in any way for that day will not come until the rebellion occurs and the man of lawlessness is revealed, the man doomed to destruction. Mtu yeyote asiwadanganye kwa namna yoyote, kwa maana siku ile haitakujambaka uasi utokee kwanza na yule mtu wa kuasi adhihirishwe yule ambaye amehukumiwa kuangamizwa kabisa he will oppose and exalt himself over everything that is called god and is worshiped so that he sets himself up in god's temple proclaiming himself to be god yeye atapingana na kujiita juu ya kila kitu kiitwacho mungu au kinachoabudiwa ili kujiweka juu katika hekalu la mungu akijitangaza mwenyewe kuwa ndiye mungu Verse 6 And now you know what is holding him back so that he may be revealed at the proper time. Nanyi sasa mnajua mstari wa sita. Nanyi sasa mnajua kinachomzuia ili kwamba apate kudhihirishwa. For the secret power of lawlessness is already at work, but the one who holds it back will continue to do so till he is taken out of the way. 
maana ile nguvu ya siri ya uasi tayari inatenda kazi lakini yule anayezuia ataendelea kufanya hivyo mpaka atakapoondolewa then the lawless one will be revealed the one whom the lord jesus will overthrow with the breath of his mouth you remember the sword with the breath of his mouth and destroy by the splendor of his coming hapo ndipo hapo ndipo yule mwasi atafunuliwa ambaye bwana Yesu atamteketeza kwa pumzi ya kinywa chake unakumbuka ule upanga na kumwangamiza kabisa kwa utukufu wa kuja kwake the coming of the lawless one will be in accordance with how satan works kuja kwa yule mwasi kutaonekana kana kwamba ni kutenda kazi kwake shetani he will use all sorts of display of power through signs and wonders to serve the lie ambaye hutumia nguvu zote ishara maajabu ya uongo and all that and all the way and and and, and all the ways that wickedness deceives those who are perishing do you see now this have you seen there na kila aina ya udanganyifu kwa wale wanaoangamia kwa sababu walikataa kupenda kweli wapate kuokolewa and all and all the ways that wickedness deceives those who are perishing na kwa kwa njia ya na kila aina ya udanganyifu kwa wale wanaoangamia again tena and and all ways that wickedness deceives those who are perishing na kwa kila aina ya udanganyifu kwa wale wanaoangamia na kwa aina ya njia zote ambao udanganyifu inatumia kudanganya wale ambao wanapotozwa something like that video okay I, i don't have time for that but he says and all the ways that wickedness deceives those who are perishing na kwa aina zote zile ambazo udhalimu unatumia kudanganya wale ambao wanaangamia those who are perishing remember very well are the ones who have rejected the gospel of the cross wale ambao wanaangamia kumbuka vyema kabisa ni wale ambao wamekataa injili ya msalaba and there are two types na ni aina mbili there are those who are in the secular and born again world kuna wale ambao wako katika dunia katika ulimwengu ambao hawajaokoka they are considered perishing when they have not received christ wanazingatiwa kwamba ni wa kuangamia wakati ambapo hawajampokea kristo and they have, they have rejected him na wamemkataa yeye and then there is those who are perishing who are inside the church alafu kuna wale ambao wanaangamia ambao wako ndani ya kanisa those are the ones who are saying they are born again they are inside the church but they are not walking according to the gospel of the cross the gospel of the blood meaning they cannot embrace righteousness they cannot embrace holiness and so when you look at those churches no people can walk they have no anointing god is not with them those are empty churches and they are all over the whole world only this one has the lord na wao ni wale ambao wako katika kikundi cha pili ni wale ambao wako katika kanisa wanasema kwamba wameokoka lakini hawako katika utakatifu hawakumbatii uhaki na ukiangalia pale hakuna kiwete ambaye anatembea hakuna chochote ambacho kinafanyika pale ni hapa tu ambapo kuna mtembeleo kuna bwana kuna bwana and so, so that is just how dire this mission is to the earth that's why today's transmission is such a reprieve a breeze that the lord is using to replenish the earth that they may get to understand that the benchmarks of holiness will stand on that day na ndio sababu kupeperushwa kwa siku ya leo ni kama pumziko na uwisho ambayo inatumika katika ulimwengu wote inatumika na bwana tafadhali kuadhirishia kwamba bila utakatifu hakuna atakayeingia mbinguni kwa maana sasa wataamua kuanzia leo wataamua kama watatembea kwa utakatifu ama wataiwacha So can you say so please thank you. Ambayo sasa Bwana anatumia kwamba katika ulimwengu wote wapate kuamua kwamba watatembea katika utakatifu. 
Yeah, because he is establishing that without righteousness, without holiness, nobody will see the kingdom of God. Have you ever wondered why the biggest visitation is taking place here? The cloud of God is coming. Many creepers are walking. The Lord simply makes me decree from Nairobi here and gather you people in 87 stadiums and gather creepers with doctors and who to verify and take gate one. And then one command and they get up. Such an enormous revival. They get up all over the land. In one of the meetings, I think a hundred and what? Sometimes three hundred cripples. One, one of the meetings, a hundred, sometimes three hundred cripples. And then, in the other churches, there is zero. Have you not ever wondered about this? Je, umewahi kushangani kwa nini Bwana ananisababisha kutokea hapa Nairobi? Ninafanya tu tangazo moja, alafu mmekusanyika katika viwanja 87 na wanatembea kote kote kwa wakati mmoja mkutano mmoja. Hapana wa... tafadhali ongea vizuri. Hili ni jambo la hili ni neno la Bwana Maisan. Eh, unasema tu vizuri. Sio watu wanatembea popote, sio wale ambao wako kwa stadium pale wanatembea tembea hapana. Hiyo itakuwa ni uongo tena. Tunasema mnakusanya viwete wenu na madaktari wenu na wanadhibitisha ni viwete na rekodi zao wengine wengi wao ni cerebral palsies na nini alafu baadaye wakati bwana anasababisha niamurishe kutoka hapa kuinua mkono langu la kishoto la kiunabii kuamurisha viwete waamuke miguzi zipewe nguvu uzitiwe nguvu wanaamuka popote in all the 87 stadiums na kutembea je umewahi kushangaa kwa nini haya uvivio kuu kiasi hiyo ambao inaambatana pia na mtembeleo wa baba inatendeka hapa tu na kwa kanisa zingine zote kuna ufukara ya kiroho kali sana ambapo sasa hata kuna uongo na hapa hatuwezi maliza ujumbe kila mara kuna shida ya saa you need to speak properly because i have an english audience globally can you help them please thank you please do help them thank you Thank you. So, so you see that now. Unaona hiyo sasa? Yes. Have you ever wondered why the biggest revival is taking place here where the cloud of God is coming? Je, umewahi kushangani kwa nini uvuvio mkubwa kabisa unatendeka hapa ambapo wingu la Mungu linashuka chini? Is coming here. Linakuja hapa. And the creepers are walking. Na viwete wanatembea. God the Holy Spirit is coming from heaven. Mungu Roho Mtakatifu anashuka kote kote kutoka mbinguni. And lighting on my head, the only time he did that was to the Messiah. Na... Only the Messiah. Na... From eternity of the eternities to the eternity of the eternities, only the Messiah. Na kutua juu ya kichwa changu, wakati tu ilitendeka hiyo ilikuwa wakati wa Mesia. Na kutoka umilele hadi umilele ni wakati huo tu. Haijawahi kutendeka. Haijawahi kutendeka. It's only to the Messiah ni kwa Mesia tu. And then now the Lord makes sure that visitation takes place in your eyes. Alafu sasa Bwana anahakikisha kwamba mtembele huo unafanyika machoni pepo. And the Holy Spirit comes and lights on me. Na ye Roho Mtakatifu anakuja na kutua juu yangu. Bodily form caught on camera on Kat- video. Katika umbo la mwili alishikwa kwenye kamera kwa video. January 1 2009 Buhungu Stadium Kakamega Kesha. January mosi mwaka wa 2009 wakati wa Mkesha Kakamega. Have you ever wondered why there is such a powerful, the most powerful visitation in the history of the Bible? And yet in the other churches, globally, if you tune on TV and data, what, all those TVs, you find they are struggling, they are speaking things, they are claiming to be prophets, and they are speaking absolute nothing. God has not spoken with them. Have you ever wondered why there is so much depravity and scarcity and lack 
while there is so much overflow pouring on this side Je, umewahi kushangani kwa nini upande huu kuna mtembeleo mkubwa kuna kufurika kukubwa kwa mitembeleo hadi Mungu Roho Mtakatifu anashuka moja kwa moja katika mkutano uliofanyika bukungu tarehe mosi mwaka wa tisa na ile makanisa mengine ukisikiza TBN yote kuna ufukara hakuna chochote wanafanya ya uongo Have you ever wondered why? Je, umewahi kushangani kwa nini? And yet we know that it is the anointing that makes the difference nothing else. Na ili hali tunajua kwamba ni upako ambao unaleta tofauti. Hakuna kitu kingine chochote. In other words the world the public can even ask you a question. Okay, you say are you a prophet or are you an apostle? Where are your cripples? Basi hata hivyo kumaanisha hata ulimwengu anaweza wakauliza. Basi ni sawa unasema wewe ni nabii wapi viwete wako? I said an apostle is okay thank. Na mitume So, so 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 the question is basi swali ni the world can even ask you questions ulimwengu unaweza hata kukuuliza maswali are you a prophet are you an apostle wanasema wewe ni nabii wewe ni mtume the way they call themselves in this city and everywhere jinsi ambavyo wanajiita wenyewe katika jiji hili na kila mahali It is the anointing that makes the difference. Ni upako ambao unaleta tofauti. It is the anointing that tells people people are not stupid. It's the anointing that tells them the approval of God over your life. Ni that God approves of you. Ni upako ambao unawaambia watu thibitisho la Mungu juu yako. The approval of God over your life. Thibitisho la Mungu juu ya maisha yako. Meaning God has sent you for real. Kumaanisha kwamba kwa kweli Mungu amekutuma. Did you understand me? So this is a tremendous moment in the church. So this antichrist. Basi is going to be a major discussion in this session today. And what he does in the dispensation that the coronavirus is warning the earth about. Be careful now. We are entering danger zone. Be careful now. The dispensation of the tribulation in the great tribulation na kile ambacho virusi vya corona vinaonya taifa kwamba makinikeni sasa makinikeni makinikeni karibu tunaingia katika dhiki na dhiki kuu can somebody run and call the lady that translates in nakuru nairobi main altar to just let the driver rush here thank you so, so yes so um the, the, the coronavirus is warning about a coming danger virusi vya corona vinaonya kuhusu ile hatari ambayo inakuja kuna hatari makinikeni i gave the prophecy nilipeana unabii after the conversation with the lord baada ya mazungumzo pamoja naye bwana even before it was fulfilled the ancient of days came hata kabla itimilizwe yule mzee wa kale alikuja and i came faithfully live on air nanika, before you people na nikaja kwa uaminifu kupitia masafa redio mbele zenyu watu and he put those plagues between himself and myself na akaweka hayo mapigo kati yangu na kati yake and so na hivyo basi i'm going to major today in this conversation about the antichrist and what he does to the church what he does to worship in the tribulation and the great tribulation that you may understand that you can't cross this border ninaenda kuzingatia kuhusiana na mpinga Kristo kile ambacho anafanya kwa kanisa katika dhiki na dhiki kuu kwamba ukajue hatari huwezi kupita hapa you shut down worship atazima atamaliza kabisa ibada have you ever wondered that when the coronavirus came 
Je umewahi kushangaa kwamba wakati virusi vya corona vilivyokuja and a day like today all countries have told people to stay in their homes don't even visit your mothers don't go where in every nation they've been told to stay inside their homes na siku kama ya leo mataifa yote wameambia watu wakae katika maboma yao katika manyumba zao wasiwatembelea hata mama zao wakae katika nyumba zao have you ever wondered that the lord is simply simulating for this generation that a time is coming when you long to go worship but you will not be able to worship. Je, umewahi kushangaa kwamba Bwana anaashiria kwa dai kwa ulimwengu huu kwamba wakati unakuja ambapo utatamani kuabudu lakini hauwezi kwenda kuabudu. We thrive on worshiping Jesus. Tuna tunaendelea kwa ajili ya kumwabudu Yesu. We blossom when we worship Jehovah. Tunanawili tunapomwabudu Jehovah. He is our life. Yeye ni maisha yetu. But have you ever wondered the time when you will want to worship him and you cannot this is a prohibition lakini je umewahi kushangaa wakati ambapo unataka kumwabudu lakini hauwezi wakati ambapo utataka wakati ambapo utataka kumwabudu lakini kuna kizuizi kutakuwa kizuizi kizuizi kali sana wakati huo kutakuwa kizuizi kali sana wakati huo there will be a serious prohibition where you will be slaughtered if you try kutakuwa na kizuizi kali sana ambapo utachinjwa ikiwa utajaribu have you ever wondered what the lord is showing to the world He's telling them well just a moment the door is about to close je umewaishangaa kile ambacho bwana anaambia ulimwengu anawaambia kitambo kidogo mlango karibu utafungwa in the book of john chapter 12 katika kitabu cha Yohana mlango wa 12 verse 43 mstari wa 43 before i look at the beasts i want to look at these beasts in at the throne of god the creatures kabla niangalie kuhusu living creatures around the throne of god wanyama wale viumbe wenye uhai katika kiti cha enzi cha Mungu John 12 i think is 43 let me get them then i'll let you know It says the following. 42 is over there. Yohana 12 mstari wa 42. And then then he says, yeah, I, I can read from 44 he says, Jesus cried out, whoever believes in me does not believe in me only, but in the one who sent me. Verse 45 he says, the one who looks at me is seeing the one who sent me. I have come into the world as the light of the world so that no one who believes in me should stay in darkness and then verse 47 if anyone hears my words and does not keep them i do not judge the person for i did not come to judge the world but to save the world okay so th- this is very important also anasema mstari wa 44 kitabu cha yohana 12 yesu akapaza sauti i got it verse 35 He says then Jesus told them Mustari wa 35 kisha Yesu akawaambia You are going to have the light just a little while longer Bado kitambo kidogo nuru ingalipo pamoja nanyi While you have the light wakati mko na nuru before darkness overtakes you kabla ya giza kuwakumba Whoever walks in the dark does not know where they are going Mtu anayetembea gizani ajui anakokwenda Believe in the light while you have the light Wekeni tumaini lenu katika hiyo nuru mkiwa mgali na hiyo nuru so that you may become the children of light ili mpate kuwa wana wa nuru this is a beautiful scripture beautiful beautiful scripture i got it it's verse 35 of john chapter 
Down. Hili ni andiko la kupendeza rau rembo sana nimelipata ni Yohana 12 mstari wa 35. There's no better time in the history of the church when this scripture here is so beautiful sits at the center of the conversation. Hakuna wakati wa muhimu zaidi ambapo ile andiko hapa linaketia katikati mwa mazungumzo. That I'm going to be with you just for a little while longer. Kwamba naenda kuwa pamoja nanyi kwa kitambo kidogo. Then I'll go. Kisha nitaondoka. Then he says, Kisha anasema, Worship the light. Believe in the light. Iabudu nuru, mkaiamini nuru. Before the darkness comes. Kabla giza lije. You can tell that right now the earth is right now at that very center of that instruction right now when you watch your news, you see people now, you know, you, you see the message that is coming through, the coronavirus is telling people that very soon everything is going to shut down. Basi unapotazama habari zenyu, unaona kile ambacho kinaendelea ile andiko linatimia kabisa kabisa kwamba viru, uh, virusi vya corona vinaambia ulimwengu kwamba ulimwengu hivi karibuni unaenda kuzimo kabisa chungeni jameni be careful now be cautious chungeni jameni makinikeni because jesus warned kwa sababu yesu alionya he said walk in the light while the light is still here akasema tembeeni katika nuru wakati nuru ingalipo hapa in other words believe in the gospel manen... while it is still possible to worship jesus kwa maneno mengine aminini katika injili wakati ambapo unaweza ukamwabudu yesu but it's amazing lakini inachangaza because right now even if you wanted to do menengai 4 kwa sababu sasa hivi hata kama ulitaka kufanya mkutano wa menengai 4 If you did not come to Menengai 1 and see the instant visitation with your eyes. Kama haukuja Menengai ya kwanza na kuona mtembelewa kighafla na macho yako. If you did not we gave another chance Menengai 2 then. Tulipeana nafasi nyingine Menengai ya pili basi. If then you still did not come to Menengai 2 to see the miracles of the Bible of Jesus when a cripple gets up for the first time and and begins to walk and fall and again starts to walk and then walk walk and learn to balance and do the hands together like this. Without knowing how hands are done, if you did not come to Menengai to to experience the biblically promised visitation, kama haukuja mkutano wa Menengai ya pili na kuona ile mtembeleo ya kibibilia, na kuishuhudia, na kuishuhudia miujiza ya Yesu wakati ambapo kiwete anasimama kwa mara ya kwanza na kuanguka na kujaribu kusimama na kujizawazisha na kufanya mikono hivi kama ambaye atatembea, mpaka atembee aende zake. If you did not come to see that beautiful chronology of a biblical miracle, a cripple getting up in your eyes and walking, or blind eyes open and say, hey, hey, what is this?" Shouting, you know, when their eyes open, they are shocked at what they see. Kama ukuweza kuja hapo uone kiwete akitembea ama macho akipofu yakifunguka, akipaza sauti maana anashangaa vile vitu ambavyo anaona kwa mara ya kwanza. We gave a second chance Menengai too, right? Tukapeana nafasi ya pili Menengai ya pili. And then So we said oh, maybe there are some people out there who have not yet come we gave menengai 3 to atukasema labda kuna watu kule nje ambao bado hawajakuja tukapeana menengai ya tatu If you did not come to those menengais when the door was open kama haukuja katika hizo mikutano za menengai wakati mlango ulikuwa wazi Now look sasa tazama We can't even hold menengai 4 because of corona virus Hatuwezi hata kuwa na mkutano wa menengai ya nne kwa sababu ya virusi vya corona I am the one who knows how deadly that virus is Mimi ndiye naejua jinsi ambavyo hivyo virusi ni vya kufisha I am the one the Lord instructed on that day Mimi ndiye ambaye Bwana aliniagiza katika siku hiyo On that December 1 the year 2015 Katika hiyo December mbamusi mwaka wa 2015 na nikaji pamoja kwenu so i cannot do it kwa hivyo siwezi kuifanya because it's a rat kwa sababu ni ghadhabu 
So he says, walk in the light while the light is still here. Worship Jesus while it's still possible to worship. The time will come when you will say, Oh, oh I long for repentance. How come I never got it? I never got it right. Now is when I've realized repentance is the true gospel. Is the true gospel. Repentance is the true gospel. And now, I cannot I cannot find where repentance is. I cannot I'm looking for the prophets of the Lord. That they may give me the oracles of God. I love I love the oracles of God. I just want to sit and read. I just want to hear the holiness of God. From the mightiest prophets of the throne of God. But now it will not be possible. Even those that were coming from abroad. Oh, uh, I may not be able to make it this time. Oh, uh, <laughs> siwezi Worship the Lord. While it's still possible. So we are going to look at that blessed people. And the meaning of this vision where the Antichrist is killing the saints. Let me run back. And let us first understand who are these living creatures. Right? So that I can open up a little more, right? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus is Lord. It sounds more like a two-day sermon or what? But we will make it. You think by around 10 o'clock I will have finished, right? Yes. You can take one more break later, but 10 o'clock I will finish. So, who are these living creatures around the throne of God? Let's delve deeper now. Now, where in the Bible are they mentioned? Let's begin from there. I know that I've interacted with them. Very regularly on this mission. Especially on this current ongoing on the earth. But who are they? Now the book of uh, Revelation chapter 4. Let's begin from there. And read the full length about them. From verse 1 to 11. That's a very short chapter. After this I looked and there before me was the door standing open in heaven. And the voice I had heard, I had first heard speaking to me like a trumpet said, Come up here and I will show you what must take place after this, in other words, in the future. Nayo ile sauti niliyokuwa nimeisikia hapo kwanza ikisema nami kama tarumbeta ikisema Jo panda huku nami nitakuonyesha yale ambayo hayanabudi kutukia 
At once I was in the spirit, and there before me was a throne in heaven with someone sitting on it. Gafla nilikuwa katika roho hapo mbele yangu kilikuwepo kiti cha enzi mbinguni kikiwa kimekaliwa na mtu mmoja. And the one who sat there had the appearance of jasper and ruby. Yeye aliyekuwa amekikalia alikuwa anaonekana kama yaspi na akiki. A rainbow that shone like an emerald encircled the throne. Kukizunguka kile kiti cha enzi palikuwa na upinde wa mvua ulioonekana kama zumaridi. Surrounding the throne were 24 other thrones and seated on them were 24 the 24 elders. Pia kukizunguka hicho kiti cha enzi palikuwa na viti 24 na juu ya hivyo viti walikuwa wameketi wazee 24 waliovaa majoho meupe they were dressed in white and had crowns of gold on their heads walikuwa wamevaa majoho meupe wakiwa na taji za dhahabu vichwani mwao from the throne came flashes of lightning rumblings and peals of thunder kwenye kile kiti cha enzi palikuwa panatoka miali ya umeme na umeme wa radi ngurumo na sauti za radi In front of the throne seven lamps were blazing. Mbele ya hicho kiti cha enzi palikuwa na taa saba zilizokuwa zinawaka. These are the seven spirits of God. Hizi ndizo roho saba za Mungu. Also in front of the also in front of the throne there was what looked like a sea of glass clear as crystal. Pia mbele ya hicho kiti cha enzi palikuwa na kile kilichoonekana kama bahari ya kioo iliyokuwa angavu kama jiwe lisilo na rangi yoyote lingalo sana and see that now another place you need to you could stop there and, and wonder wow a sea of glass clear as crystal in front of the throne na hapo ndipo mahali ambapo unaweza fika na kushangaa kwamba bahari ambayo inangaa linangaa inangaa sana and then you should immediately begin to say to think about the saints that are worshiping in front of the throne in their total consummation into the holiness of god in their total consummation into the righteousness of god alafu uwazie kuhusu wateule ambao wanaabudu mbele ya enzi ya Mungu katika ule utakatifu mkamilifu wa Mungu na uhaki mkamilifu wa Mungu because you can see the, 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 this tremendous vision of the antichrist we are going to handle today uh, that the sea and the fish the sea is the nation kwa sababu unaweza kuona so you know how god speaks right kwamba bahari jinsi ambavyo bana hunena so the fish were in the sea this huge sea that the fish the saints in the nations we talk about the gentle church kwa hivyo unaona samaki wakiwa ndani ya bahari kumaanisha kwamba bahari ni mataifa ni kanisa la mataifa and so here is talk about a sea of glass as clear as crystal like glass in front of the throne then you should think about the saints worshiping there they have been raptured and you should think about the fact that then the total consummation of the holiness of god himself then the total consummation with the consummation with the presence of god then the total consummation in the righteousness of god in the awesomeness of god in the brilliance of god in the radiance of god is tremendous before the throne is tremendous you don't want to miss that why why should you go and languish in hell fighting with demons one bite your back another strike you with a metal and another pierce you with a knife on the back why would you go into that kind of scenario kwa nini uende when heaven is such a splendor kwa nini uende jehanamu ambapo pepo moja linakuuma lingine linakudunga 
Lingine linashetani no, yanakuumiza ingine inakuuma kwa mgongo wakati ambapo mbingu ni ya kupendeza kiasi hiki. And so, na hivyo basi This is a very powerful place because it's describing the events around the throne of God Almighty. Hapa ni mahali pa ajabu kwa sababu yanaelezea matukio katika enzi ya Mungu Mkuu Mwenyezi. I repeat verse 6. Narudia mstari wa 6. And also also in front of the throne there were there was what looked like a sea of glass clear as crystal. Pia mbele ya hicho kiti cha enzi palikuwa na kile kilichoonekana kama bahari ya kio iliyokuwa angavu kama jiwe lisilo na rangi yoyote lingalo sana in the center around the throne were four living the four living creatures they were covered with eyes in front and in back katikati kukizunguka kile kiti cha enzi kulikuwa na viumbe wane wenye uhai wakiwa wamejaa na macho mbele na nyuma the first living creature is like a lion and the second is like an ox and the third with the face of man remember i already revealed to you about the third living creature right huyo kiumbe wa kwanza mwenye uhai alikuwa kama simba na wapili alikuwa kama ngombe dume na watatu alikuwa na uso kama wa mwanadamu kumbuka tayari nimewafunulia kuhusu huyo kiumbe watatu mwenye uhai remember i've gone deeper and described you the events of the throne room of god almighty and when he sent me the third living creature after breaking the third seal and then i described and made you know that this third one is also like an ox i see some bible saying a calf he is not a calf kumbuka kwamba nimeingia katika vilini na kuwaonyesha i mean i mean rather the second one is an ox he is not a, a calf and then the and then the third one and then the third one I described here in greater detail I, I divulged a lot of secrets that held in confidence for the Lord he allowed me to speak to you about it right and I said the third one is also an ox nami nikasema an ox and except that he has a huge human head and a very glorious face rather it's a face that is very holy and is frowned like this is very serious so he's frowned with the lines so i've already divulged quite a bit on this but it's important to go through it that you may catch it better that you may prepare for the kingdom right is that not true hallelujah so can you please say thank you na nimekwisha kuelezea kwamba yule kiumbe mwenye uhai watatu anafanana na ngombe na kwamba amefura na ako na mistari hapa na uso wake ni una utakatifu. Okay, wacha tuseme vizuri kwa mama haya ni mambo ya Mungu. Waambie ya kwamba unajua kiumbe cha kwanza vile Biblia inasema ni kama simba, yeye ni simba. Wapili ni kama ngombe dume. Watatu ni kama anauso kama binadamu. Na wanne ni kama tai. Tai the word, right? Yeah, lakini nimewafunulia kilindini nikawaambia wakati nilikuwa pale katika kiti cha enzi cha Bwana sasa mi mwenyewe kuwasiliana nao kuongea nao niligundua ya kwamba watatu pia ni kama ngombe dume spokuwa ako na kichwa na uso ya binadamu na ni kubwa sana baada ya takatifu hivyo ndio na haya ni mazito my son thank you can you tell them that thank you nasema kwamba kiumbe yule wa kwanza anafanana kama simba na kiumbe wa pili anafanana kama ngombe 
dume ngombe dume lakini kuhusiana na vile ambavyo uh, manabii wa Bwana walivyokumbana na wao yule kiumbe watatu pia anafanana na ngombe lakini ana uso mwenye uh, mwenye utakatifu sana Thank you. So I don't want to go to Swahili so I can really make advances in English because people are watching all over the world even the islands. So what I wanted to say is that some Bible say curse. Kile nilichotaka kusema kwamba baadhi ya Biblia zinasema kama ndama. The two of them not a curse. Hawa wawili sio ndama. Not at all. Kamwe kabisa sio ndama. Like an ox. Kama ngombe. And by the way a big one. Na hata hivyo ngombe mkubwa kabisa. So sometimes when I look at the writing of the Bible I the translation right wakati mwingine until you go to heaven and then you see hadi uende mbinguni ndipo saupate kuona So the second one is like an ox kwa hivyo wa pili ni kama ngombe and we're going to see deeper the third one is also like an ox watatu pia ni kama ni kama ngombe because even has the hooves of an ox I don't want to details please kwa sababu ako ako na kwato kama ngombe yeye ni ngombe except that he has a human head and a huge human face ichapokuwa ako na kichwa cha kibinadamu na, na kichwa cha kibinadamu nani kikubwa na takatifu sana hallelujah hallelujah and very serious face also because he's frowned very serious extremely serious na, these creatures are very serious even just one encounter with them you collapse na ako na uso ambao ni nyeti kabisa uso sura yake ni nyeti kabisa na amefura na kuna mistari kila moja wapo ya kiumbe hiki ni nyeti kabisa unakutana nacho na unazirai una tunazimia and so you see now we have encountered them here hivyo basi unaona kwamba tumekutana nao hapa na katika mstari wa nane anasema each of the four living creatures had six wings and was covered with eyes all around Mstari wa sita pia Kila mmoja wa hawa viumbe wenye uhai wanne alikuwa na mabawa sita na kujawa na macho pande zote hadi chini ya mabawa. Again each of the four living creatures had six wings and was covered with eyes all around even under its wings. Kila mmoja wa hawa viumbe wenye uhai wanne alikuwa na mabawa sita na kujawa na macho pande zote hadi chini ya mabawa. And can you just reduce his volume a little bit because of the neighborhood? Thank you. He says, day and night they never stop saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. Usiku na mchana hawakuacha kusema, mtakatifu, mtakatifu, mtakatifu ni Bwana Mungu Mwenyezi, aliyekuweko, aliyeko na atakayekuja. So right you can see there that their role is to herald is to preach is to evangelize to announce the holiness of God the awesome holiness of God the unapproachable holiness of God the dreadful holiness of God Papo hapo unaweza kuona kwamba wajibu wao ni kutangaza utakatifu wa Mungu utakatifu wa Mungu wa kutisha utakatifu wa Mungu ambao hauwezi ukaukaribia And it says whenever the living creatures give glory honor and thanks to him who sits on the throne so you see that they do the exaltation the adoration of god they worship god yahweh they exalt god yahweh they herald his holiness his his dreadful holiness his unsearchable holiness his awesome holiness his unreachable holiness his exalted holiness his 
fearful holiness. They exalt the holiness of the Lord in their act of adoration and exaltation of the Lord God Himself. That's why I say these are the representatives of God Himself. When you meet them, you know that you have entered, you have reached the place, and God Himself is now there. He sends them to you. Kila mara viumbe hao wenye uhai wanne walipomtukuza kumheshimu na kumtukuza yeye aliyeketi kwenye kiti kile kiti cha enzi tena aishie milele na milele kwamba wanatukuza utakatifu wake mkuu utakatifu wake mkuu ambao uwezi ukakaribiwa utakuu wake mkuu kabisa kwa hivyo unapokutana na wao ndio sababu nikasema kwamba wanawakilisha Mungu and so whenever whenever they do so so you, you see now whenever they do that honor that glory giving of glory to Yahweh and honor and thanks to him who sits on the throne he who lives forever and ever and then he says the 24 elders fall on the ground and on their throne the 24 elders who sit on their throne they worship him who lives forever and ever they lay their crowns and they lay on the ground and they also now worship so It seems at one point they also lead the adoration, right? They are leading the worship. Wanaongoza ibada. These four living creatures. Hawa viumbe wanne wenye uhai. I'm just trying to look deeper for you that you may open up a little bit on these tremendous visitations of God. Najaribu kuingia katika vilindi pamoja nanyi ili mpate kuelewa huu mtembeleo wa ajabu wa Mungu. So that is one place where you find these four living creatures. Basi hiyo ni sehemu moja wapo ambapo unawapata hawa viumbe wanne wenye uhai. Revelation chapter 5. Ufunuo wa Yohana mlango wake wa 5. Verses 6 to 14. sita hadi 14. He says then I saw a lamb looking as if it had been slain. Na kaona mwana kondoo akionekana kuna Then I saw a lamb looking as if it had been slain. Ndipo nikaona mwana kondoo aliyeonekana kana kwamba amechinjwa standing at the center of the throne akiwa amesimama katikati ya enzi encircled by the four living creatures akiwa amezungukwa na viumbe wanne wenye uhai and the elders na wazee the lamb had seven horns and seven eyes mwana kondoo alikuwa na pembe saba na macho saba again you see the seven eyes they literally talk about uh, his omnipresence his wisdom tena unaona macho saba inazungumzia kuhusu kuwepo kwake kila mahali na hekima yake omnipresence omnipotence he is uh, is uh, omniscience all knowing he can see all directions because seven is the completion is the perfection of the lord so the seven eyes talk about the fact that he can see the earth or see anywhere at any time 24/7 every second uwepo wake anaona kila mahali macho saba ni ukamilifu ile saba ni ukamilifu anaweza kuona wakati wote masaa 24 siku saba kila wakati milele maana ya macho saba maana ya macho saba ni kwamba anaweza kuona kila wakati masaa 24 siku saba and then the horns we're going to talk about the horns later alafu kisha tutazungumzia kuhusu zile pembe baadaye they talk about his seven horns the strength his strength his might pembe saba kuhusiana na ukuu wake but you see here again lakini waona hapa tena you see that the four living creatures are encircling the throne they are surrounding the lamb who is standing at the center of the throne Unaona kwamba wale viumbe wanne wenye uhai wanazunguka mwana kondoo ambaye ameketi katikati ya enzi 
And he says, verse 8, And when he had taken it, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the Lamb. Each one had a harp, and they were holding golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of God's people. Alipokwisha kukitua kile kitabu, wale viumbe wenye uhai, wane, pamoja na wale wazei shirini na wane, wakaanguka mbele ya yule mwanakondo, kila mmoja wao akiwa na kinubi, na walikuwa wameshika mabakuli ya dhahabu yaliyojaa uvumba ambayo ni maombi ya watakatifu you see they worship the lamb unaona wanamwabudu mwana kondoo but when you look at the type of worship can we just read through it then i will explain it to you lakini ukitazama he says verse 9 and they sang a new song you are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals because you were slain and with your blood you purchased for god persons from every tribe every language people and nation can you give him sound today there's a lot of interruption when i have a very powerful message what's going on here today Can I move on now? And so this is very powerful. He says now at this point they worship that's why I'm reading this. They worship the lamb. First of all they worship God the Father with a lot of adoration and reverence. You don't do that. You honor him. And Kwanza is very dreadful to handle this. I don't like translation really. So, so you, you see, they are worshipping God the Father here. They say, you are worthy, this is the Lamb now, you are worthy to take the scroll and to open his seals because, because you were slain and with your blood you purchased for God all the peoples from every tribe, every language, every people, every nation. Nao wanamwabudu mwana kondoo hapa wanasema wewe unastahili kukitua kitabu na kuzivunja lakili zake kwa sababu ulichinjwa na kwa damu yako ukamnunulia Mungu watu kutoka katika kila kabila kila lugha kila jamaa na kila taifa You have made them to be a kingdom of priests to serve our God and they will reign on the earth Wewe umewafanya hawa wawe wawe ufalme wa ma, na makuhani Then I looked and heard the voice of many angels numbering thousands upon thousands and ten thousand times ten thousand. Because it begins with thousands upon thousands and then ten thousand times ten thousand. Kwa sababu anaanza maelfu juu ya maelfu kisha elfu mara kumi elfu mara elfu ya maelfu. They encircled the throne and the living creatures and the elders. Nao waka wakazunguka enzi pamoja na viumbe wanne wenye uhai pamoja na wazee 24. In a loud voice they they were singing. Nao kwa sauti kubwa walikuwa wakiimba. Worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise anastahili mwana kondoo yeye aliyechinjwa kupokea uweza na utajiri na hekima na nguvu na heshima na utukufu na sifa then i heard 
every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and in the sea and all that is in them saying to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb be praise and honor and glory and power forever kisha nikasikia kila kiumbe mbinguni na duniani chini ya inchi na baharini na vyote vilivyomo ndani yake vikiimba sifa na heshima na utukufu na uweza ni vyake yeye aketie juu ya hicho kiti cha enzi na mwana kondoo milele na milele the four living creatures said amen and the elders fell down and worshiped wale viumbe wenye uhai wanne wakasema amen nao wale wazee 24 wakaanguka kifudifudi wakaabudu as we begin this journey on unveiling the four living creatures still with the first seal we have not handled the seal we are coming to the antichrist the counterfeit tunapoanza safari hii ya kuhusu zile kuvunjwa kwa zile lakiri 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 ne Okay so I'm going to be able to handle the first seal which is the antichrist released and then we are going to handle that later but still on this journey lakini tukiwa bado katika safari hii nitakwenda kushughulikia ya kuhusu ile lakiri ya kwanza kuachiliwa kwa mpinga Kristo we will handle that tutashughulikia hiyo but on this journey of unveiling the four living creatures lakini katika safari hii ya kufunua viumbe wane wenye uhai you already see some very important information on what happens at the throne Tayari umeona mambo ya muhimu sana ambayo yanatendeka katika enzi. You see that they worship the lamb. Unaona kwamba wanamwabudu mwana kondoo with the same level of reverence and adoration as they worship the father. Na kiwango kile kile cha heshima na hofu kama vile wanavyomwabudu baba. I thought that is quite remarkable. Na kisia kwamba hiyo ni ya kunukuliwa. They worship the lamb with the same reverence, same adoration, same fear of God in the same way they worship god the father wanamwabudu mwana kondoo katika heshima ile ile hofu ile ile jinsi wanavyomwabudu mungu baba revelation chapter 6 verses 1 to 8 ufunuo yohana mlango wa sita mstari wa kwanza hadi wa nane. again here you meet the same four living creatures that's where we are centering our sermon on today tena hapa unakutana na wale viumbe wanne wenye uhai hapo ndipo ambapo tunaweka shina letu la mahubiri ya leo and you'll find that at this place of revelation chapter 6 the, the four living creatures are very actively involved in sending judgment to the earth na unapata kwamba katika sehemu hii ya ufunuo mlango wa sita kwamba hawa viumbe wanne wenye uhai wanahusika katika kutuma hukumu katika ulimwengu through this prophet speaking with you now they interact with him after the lamb has broken the seal the lamb sends them they interact with this prophet speaking with you and then the respective judgment by mandate is struck on the earth kupitia hawa manabii wawili wa bwana wakisha baada ya bwana kondoo kuvunja zile lakiri kisha anawaachilia wanakuja kwangu alafu wanaachilia zile hukumu kwa wajibu ambao wamepewa So that is the role they play here. So you see they they are quite central the four living creatures. Are you noting that already? Basi hiyo ndio wajibu ambao umepewa hapa. Wako na unyeti muhimu sana hapa ambao umepewa. Who are they? Hao ni kina nani? Are they angelic beings but they are definitely very superior. Je wao ni viumbe? Are they cherubim? Je wao ni viumbe wa malaika? Je wao ni makerubi? Revelation chapter 14 another place where you find them is somebody walking with me here today ufunuo mlango wa 14 mahali ambapo unawapata je mtu anataka i thought we need to get deeper now that we want to talk about the coronavirus nilitaji kwamba tuingie katika vilindi kwa sababu sasa tunazungumzia kuhusu virusi vya corona 
and time is running. The trans- Can we stop the translation, Saigo? I move. Because the translation is making me do things. We are taking three times the time, right? You know that, right? Can you talk about the radio audience if they need to do this or we can translate for them later? Right now, in their homes. And then let him shape up and just translate as it is, right? So I don't repeat, otherwise we're, we're wasting like four times the time, right? Okay, so let's go to Revelation chapter 14 verse 3. And they sang a new song before the throne and before the four living creatures. And the elders. And so he's talking about the lamb and the hundred and forty-four thousand. And those have come from the Hebrew family. They now come from from uh, from Israel. Yeah, so you see, they sang a new song before the throne and before the four living creatures and the elders. No one could learn the song except the 144,000 who had been redeemed from the earth. So again, you meet them here. The other place is Revelation chapter 15 verse 7. He says the following. Now you see them executing another role here again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he says, then one of the four living creatures gave the seven angels seven golden bowls filled with the wrath of God who lives forever and ever. Tremendous. Are you seeing the four living creatures now executing the draft, the judgments of Yahweh? They are now operating in their office. They are now operating in their office. They are, they are executing the wrath, the judgment of Yahweh on the earth. Isn't it very shocking, blessed people? Who are they? These four living creatures. Again, Revelation 19. Verse 4. The 24 elders and the four living creatures. Do you realize they are always sometimes together with the 24 elders? Wale viumbe wenye uhai kila wakati wako pamoja na wale wazee 24 So he says the 24 elders and the four living creatures fell down and worshiped God who was seated on the throne and they cried amen hallelujah 
wale wazee wanne pamoja na wale viumbe wenye uhai wanne wakaanguka kifudifudi wakamwabudu Mungu aliyekuwa ameketi kwenye kile kiti cha enzi wakasema kwa sauti kuu amen haleluya so who are they basi hao ni kina nani these four living creatures that have been interacting with at the throne position hawa viumbe wanne wenye uhai ambao nimekuwa nikikumbana nao katika sehemu ya enzi ya Mungu I want to say this. Nataka niseme hivi. In all we've read until now. Katika yote ambayo tumeyasoma hadi sasa, you can see very clearly I can now give that to you. I can testify this to you. Unaweza kuona wazi wazi, naweza kushuhudia hii kwenu. Just based on the seriousness of their faith when they are interacting with me on these missions which are actually the execution of the judgments of the lamb kuhusiana na unyeti wao wanapokumbana pamoja nami okay kuhusiana na, na, na sura ya usozawa kila mara wakati wanaongea na mimi wanawasiliana wana na mimi ongea na mimi kwenye kitu la enzi kuhusu hizi ghadhabu naona hapa ambazo ni ghadhabu za bwana kondoo wa bwana ghadhabu za Mungu unaona kwa usozawa kwamba they are very serious so can i focus on the english uh, listeners abroad so you can see from the seriousness of their faces unaweza kuona kutokana na unyeti wa nyuso zao that their mission is very serious kwamba huduma yao ni nyeti kabisa because i've described just a few probably two right kwa sababu nimeelezea chache tu yapata mimi the first one remember like a lion kumbuka yule wa kwanza kama simba the ferocious face and the the, the dread and then the third one you remember uso wa kutisha kama wa simba alafu kisha yule watatu and so i i have described that alafu basi nimeelezea hiyo the dread of even meeting them lile tishio na hofu hata kukutana na wao and it's amazing because on every occasion before i come to tell you that such a scroll has been broken such a seal of the scroll has been broken it is they that essentially dispatch me right na kimsingi kabla nije kuambia kwamba kuambia kwamba lakini fulani imevunjwa ni wao ambao wanakuja kwangu. Je, kila mtu yuko hapa katika. Je, mnaelewa hii? Yes, so I think I don't think there's much right on that because this is yeah. So that you note that every time when the seal is broken by the lamb Una, then the, the, when the seal is broken by the lamb unagundua kwamba kila wakati wakati ambapo lakini inavunjwa na mwana kondoo and then the lamb sent one of the living creatures to me alafu kisha mwana kondoo na mtuma mmoja wapo ya viumbe wenye uhai kwangu and so i don't know that the lamb or the father that sends but look at the lamb sends them sijui kama ni mwana kondoo ama ni baba na watuma lakini inaonekana kana kwamba ni mwana kondoo ana watuma kwangu because this mandate is the lamb kwa sababu wajibu huu ni wa mwana kondoo his alone is worthy to break the seal yeye peke yake anastahili kuvunja hizo lakiri and then he sends them to me alafu kisha ana watuma kwangu and then there is a conversation that is not shared alafu kunayo mazungumzo ambayo hayajashirikishwa just like the scripture on the ark of the covenant kama kuhusiana na andiko kuhusiana na sanduku la agano i think you have translated that very wrong right kama lile andiko ambalo liko kwa kama lile andiko ambalo liko kwa sanduku la agano i know we might deliver another message here i prefer to move huh? so so um you you find that when they are doing this conversation with me the seriousness of their faces unapata kwamba wanapofanya hii pamoja nami ule unyeti katika sura zao nyuso zao the seriousness of their faces ule unyeti katika nyuso zao 
deliver the message on who they are their mandate and role right unaleta ujumbe ya kwamba hao ni kina nani wajibu wao na kazi yao because this is a very serious message i'm giving out today kwa sababu ni ujumbe nyeti sana ambao naupeana leo hii very serious nyeti kabisa kali sana kali sana so, um their faces nyuso zao and it's also amazing that the lamp sends them right na pia inashangaza kwamba mwana kondoo anawatuma and they have this conversation na wako na mazungumzo haya and then after that they go back and release the respective horsemen alafu baada ya hiyo wanarudi na kuachilia farasi anayestahili but you see that they say come and the horsemen obey them alafu unaona kwamba wanasema njo alafu mpanda farasi anawatii the horsemen obey them mpanda farasi anawapanda farasi wanawatii the horsemen can you stop translation for mama so i just preach in english right you can take a break for five minutes yes. so you find that the horsemen because this is very deadly message i don't want you to get hurt on this one yes so um the horsemen obey them it's amazing including when we handle the coronavirus you will see that the horseman who is dead when they say come he runs to him he runs to them so they have such a mandate they have such a duty and that's why i'm saying we can open up today if we are able to flow we can open up today more to understand who are they so that the church may mature we can open up a little more that the church may mature because you find that every time a seal is broken they are involved and all we have read now on every single scripture where they are involved those are serious missions right including giving one of them comes up and gives the seven bowls the seven bowls if we get there today that is the highest escalation of the wrath of God ever that is the highest ever of the wrath of God that takes place in the great tribulation that is the unbelievable one where a mountain removes itself and plunges into the ocean is a big thing that happens there and i was thinking that today i would be able to reach the seven trumpets handle the seven bowls also so you may understand why you need to prepare for rapture you understand Where you need to prepare very well for the glorious kingdom of Yahweh, right? I thought I should flow and then when I get to the the the, the seventh seal, seventh seal and then handle now the seven trumpets and go now to the the, the bowls and then you will understand the thunders and the bowls. And then you will understand that the earth is totally unbearable. That this warning that the coronavirus is giving is so important that the message be caught. Although you drift into the tribulation and the great tribulation you cannot bear it you cannot process through it will be unbearable even just the happenings alone whether you are worshiping the antichrist but the happenings that will be accruing there are totally unbearable for example when a star falls from heaven and and knock out all the cities of the earth or an earthquake knock out all the cities of the earth there are things that happen there hallelujah So I was thinking 
Kwa hivyo nilikuwa nawazia that if we can reach the seven bowls today that would be a big achievement. Kwamba ikiwa tunaweza kufikia zile bakuli saba hiyo itakuwa tumefikia tumeweza kupata mengi. Otherwise I'll be here tomorrow again. La sivyo tutakuwa hapa kesho tena. Are you ready to do it tomorrow? Je, mko tayari kuifanya kesho? Yeah. We have to. But, but let us do as much if we can reach the seven bowls then that can be a deterrent basi hebu tufanye kwa kadri ambavyo tunaweza kama tunaweza kufikia hizo bakuli saba hiyo itakuwa nzuri kizuio that would be a deterrent hiyo itakuwa kizuio it would deter anybody in their complacency in salvation today itamzuilia mtu yeyote katika kutoshereka kwao kwa Ukristo leo hii that they may tighten their walk with Jesus and be holy kwamba wakaweze kutembea sambamba pamoja na Mungu na kuwa watakatifu and not to slide into the unbearable unbelievable na sio kuingia na kuteleza katika ile ambayo haiwezi kustahimilika hallelujah hallelujah and so but as much the much we have seen until now about the four living creatures is tremendous the, including one of them giving the seven bowls to the seven angels that step out of the temple with bowls ile ambayo tumeona sana leo hii kuhusiana viumbe wenye uhai ni ya vilindi zaidi kuhusiana moja wao kupeana ile bakuli kwa moja ya wale malaika saba bakuli saba bakuli saba kwa moja wapo ya wale malaika kwa malaika saba kwa malaika saba thank you yes thank you So it's tremendous. Kwa hivyo ni ajabu. So one of the main things that comes out very clearly is that they are they are at they are at the center of the throne where God is. Kitu, that is clear. Kitu kimojawapo ambacho kinajitokeza wazi kabisa kwamba wako katikati katika enzi ya Mungu mahali ambapo Mungu yuko. Hiyo iko wazi. They are at the center of where God is. Wako katikati mahali ambapo Mungu yuko. That is where Yahweh is. Hapo ndipo Yahweh yuko. And the second thing that you see coming out Na kitu cha pili ambacho kinajitokeza they worship the lamb with the same reverence they give the father wanamwabudu mwana kondoo na ile ile heshima ambayo wanampatia Mungu Baba I think that will handle this we wrote even earlier Na kisha hiyo tumeishughulikia And so Na hivyo basi the other thing we are seeing here jambo lingine ambalo tunajionea hapa they are executing the judgments of god wanatekeleza hukumu za mungu they are coming and speaking with the two prophets wanakuja na kuzungumza na manabii wawili like commissioning kama kuwatuma then the two prophets are able to come and say oh be careful now i've seen this happening the markets are going to crash oh this is going to happen alafu manabii wa bwana wanakuja na kusema oh makinikeni sasa nimeona haya yakitukia soko za hisa zinakwenda kuporomoka or the earthquake or whatever ama mitetemeko ya ardhi ama chochote kile so hivyo basi it looks like they present the authority of god yaonekana kana kwamba wanawakilisha mamlaka ya mungu number 1 number 1 number 2 they present the justice of god number 2 wanawakilisha ile haki ya mungu hukumu tafadhali hukumu oh. ya Mungu I, totally. yes, really viewers, nilisema nambari moja wanawakilisha mamlaka ya Mungu number two, the justice of god nambari mbili hukumu ya Mungu number three, nambari tatu it looks like they execute they, they present the wrath 
of God. Number four, they present the power of God. Number five, the gravity of God Himself. Number six, the majesty of God. Number seven, the dominion of God. Because they are there at the front position. They seem to be very central in the throne of God inside heaven. They are very central. They are very, very central. It seems they are very central. Just sit on that seat and wait a moment. If anything needs, then you just jump in. Because of time, I have, to, I have like 10 hours ahead of me. So, so it, they, they present the majesty of God, the dominion of God, the power of God. The courage. Ule the incontestable courage of God. Ule the mungu. kingship of God. Ule wa mungu. The justice of Yahweh. It looks like the Lord prepares them to present them. So the Lord presents them. Can somebody focus on me for a moment instead of copycatting? Yes, so the, the Lord presents them. It seems He presents them to reveal a certain concealed nature of God, right? A certain very secret and concealed nature of God that is not easily revealed, that has not been revealed. For example, to see one like an ox and he has a human head, it's just overpowering to see that it just it crushes you and he's coming to talk to you. One that is an ox with a human head and human face. So that's quite very tricky. It looks like the Lord presents them that he may facilitate man to help mortal men to perceive and understand a certain very concealed and hidden secret nature of God that is not yet revealed. Oh yes, so when, when you go to the throne and interact with with the Lord, it is not a joke. It is not a joke. Can you take it? Take it now. Take it. Yes, so no, 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 no. This is tremendous. So how is the, 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 the streaming at the Nairobi main altar? Can you take the microphone so we move because I have a long summer? Thank you. So now, that's why I thought this running, rushing through this scripture every day should come to an end. 
Because now the gravity of God is being delivered, right? Every day we read through it. This is not a storybook. And every time I tell you, oh look, I have come from the throne of God. So now you have understood that so much is kept away from you. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable to meet God. And what a mighty generation, what a better generation to reveal to about meeting God. Because soon, when you look at the coronavirus, it tells you soon you're going to meet God. So what an awesome generation at which you talk to about meeting God. Mm-hmm. That's a very powerful translator, right? Yes, I can flow now. So you see that. So, that's why I'm saying. There is so much. Every time with the leaves in my hand, it's not a joke. To bring healing to the nation. Even to call him to come down. Now you understand that it is not a joke for him to come. By just describing the infrastructure around the throne, you are now in a complete perplexity even how he decides to come visit his friend, right? That even he can come, there is that level of gravity being delivered at the throne. Yes. This is unbelievable. There's so much I've not shared. So now you understand. I've been holding in confidence for the Lord. Hallelujah. So these creatures are very central on what is happening to the earth now. If they can send me to instruct the coronavirus strike the earth. Then they are so central in the happenings. And remember they are sent by God. God himself. Now you understand. And that's why we need to make some progress and then make, uh, move on to other areas. They are brave. They present brave, 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 I don't know how to describe them. I cannot describe from some of the things have no words. Can we look at the book of Second Samuel? So now, can we look at each one of them a bit before we run there. Each one individually, the yes. one like the lion. He presents the majesty of God. The rulership of God. You know that the lion of the tribe holds the scepter. 
Wajua kwamba Simba wa kabila la Yuda ameshikilia fimbo ya utawala, fimbo ya chuma ya utawala. The coffee justice, the power of God. Uhaki na nguvu za Mungu. The book of 2 Samuel. Kitabu cha Samueli wa pili. Chapter 17. Mlango wake ni wa 17. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Second Samuel. Samueli ni wa pili. Chapter 17. Mlango wake ni wa 17. He says the following verse 10. Msari wake ni wa 10. Then even the bravest soldier whose heart is like the heart of a lion will melt with fear for all Israel knows that your father is a fighter and that those with him are brave basi hata yule askari hodari, hodari kuliko wengine wote ambaye moyo wake ni kama wa simba atayeyuka kwa hofu kwa maana Israeli yote wanajua kwamba baba yako ni mpiganaji na kwamba wale walio pamoja naye ni watu hodari then i can already see that the one that the, like the lion present the bravity basi tayari inaona god is brave he's not afraid of his enemies he's not afraid of his enemies kwamba yule ambaye anafanana kama simba anaonyesha ujasiri na uhodari na kwamba na kwamba Mungu ni mwenye uhodari mwingi so you can have confidence when you worship him basi sasa una ujasiri mwingi unapomwabudu that you are worshiping the bravest god ya kwamba unamwabudu Mungu mwenye uhodari mwingi zaidi and that bravery braveness translates into power for delivering your deliverance. Na ule uhodari sasa inaelekeza na kutoa ile ukombozi ambao anatukomboa sisi. And so you know. Na sasa unajua. You know that uh, unajua kwamba no beast can grab you and start chewing it eating you hakuna, and God not come and simply beat him up and crush him and take you away. Hakuna He's so brave. Hakuna, he rescue you. Hakuna mnyama wote ambaye anaweza kuja na kukurarua mama kukuumiza kwa kote kule maana Mungu alikuja ili kwamba kuokoe na kusaidie. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 28. Mithali 28. Verse 1. Mstari wake ni wa kwanza. Before we talk about the antichrist. Kabla hatujanena kumhusu mpinga Kristo. Proverbs 28. Mithali mlango wake wa 28 Verse 1 Mstari wake wa kwanza unasema The wicked flee though no one pursues them. Mtu muovu hukimbia ingawa hakuna mtu yeyote anayemfukuza. But the righteous are bold as a lion. Bali wenye haki ni wajasiri kama simba. So could it be that these creatures are delivering the boldness of God? Basi je, huenda ikawa kwamba hao viumbe wenye uhai wanaonyesha na kudirisha ule ujasiri wa Mungu? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The lion. Simba. He presents God as the judge, the righteous judge. Anamwashiria Mungu akiwa hakimu mwenye haki the ruler mtawala the conqueror mshindi the authority mamlaka hallelujah hallelujah 
How about the one that is like the ox? Na je, kumuhusu yule kiumbe mwenye uhai anayefanana kama ngombe dume? You know how power, the mighty power of the ox even in plowing, right? Wajua ile nguvu nyingi sana ya ngombe dume hata katika kupanda. Kulima tafadhali. Hata katika kulima. Mighty power. Nguvu nyingi kabisa. So presenting the power of Yahweh. Basi akiashilia nguvu kuu nyingi zaidi za Yahweh. You know how patient the ox can be also even plowing for so long. Maybe presenting now the patience of God. Na pia unajua jinsi vile yule ngombe dume anasubira nyingi na uvumilivu na hivyo basi kuachilia. Uvumilivu wa Mungu. Hata wakati ya kushambani analima, si ndio anakuwa Hata wakati akiwa shambani analima, pia anapata kuashiria uvumilivu wa Mungu yawe. Ah ah hapana. Si kila mara ngombe dume ikiwa shambani analima inakuwa na uvumilivu na utulivu sana. Basi ndio ndio sasa kwa viumbe haya yule ambaye ni dume kama ngombe dume ana, anaongea kuhusu uvumilivu wa Mungu tafadhali. Asante sana. Sana baya. So this is a tremendous time. Basi huu ni wakati wa kutisha zaidi. And so let us look at uh, the one that is uh, like a man. Hivyo basi tumtazame kumuhusu yule ambaye anayefanana na mwanadamu, aliyana uso kama wa mwanadamu. When God created man. Mungu alipomuumba mwanadamu. He said let's create man in our image. Alisema hebu na tumuumbe mwanadamu katika umbo letu. And among all the creation. Na miongoni mwa viumbe vyote. Man was given extra wisdom. Mwanadamu alipewa extra understanding. Na akapewa ufahamu na dominion over all creation, right? Ili kwamba atawale juu ya viumbe vyote. So the one that like man delivers the prudence of God the wisdom of God. Yule anayefanana na aliyana uso kama mwanadamu anaashiria hekima ya Mungu na uwezevu wa Mungu. Like an eagle. Kama tai. The eagle sees very far. Tai huona mbali kabisa. And very strong also. Na ni mwenye nguvu kabisa pia. So there is a communication going on at the throne of God. Ivo basi kunayo mazungumzo yanayoendelea katika enzi ya Mungu. Whereby God is, comu- is trying to communicate with you. Palambapo Mungu anawasiliana na wewe. On some hidden aspects of God that he has not revealed through these creatures here. Kuhusu maswala sicha kabisa za Mungu ambayo Mungu ameyaficha kuhusu hao viumbe wenye uhai. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so we've seen that they deliver justice. The wisdom of God. The power of God. The wrath of God. They are very central in God's agenda on the earth. Can we now look at the opening of the first seal that I began a little bit? Je, sasa tunaweza kutazama kuhusu kuvunjwa katika lakiri ya kwanza ile ambayo nilianza kuzungumzia. Again, Mara from the book of Revelation chapter 6. Kutoka kitabu cha Ufunuo wa Yohana mlango wake ni wa sita. Verses 1 to 2. Mstari wake wa kwanza hadi wa pili. He says, anasema, 
The lamb opened the first seal as he was watching. The lamb opened the first seal. As he was watching. And then Kisha, the first living creature said, Come with a voice like thunder. And this is the horseman that came. The one that responded. He is riding a white horse. And he is trying to mimic the Messiah. He says, I looked and there before me was a white horse. And his rider held a bow. And he was given a crown. And he rode out as a conqueror bent on conquest. And I said that the Messiah is in the book of Revelation chapter 19. That this one is trying to counterfeit the Messiah. But in any case, anyway, the Messiah is the one that releases him. Isn't it amazing that Christ Jesus is the one that releases the Antichrist? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Isn't it super perplexing that Christ Jesus yes. sends the Antichrist to go and delude the perishing world, the unbelieving world? And he holds a bowl. And the bow is the symbol of power, authority. The crown is given, is given. Are you following the events at the front? He is given a crown. And that crown is claimed to leadership. That crown is a royal, it's about uh, uh, it's about majesty. He's claiming majesty. Anadai uku. Just, just translate me. He's claiming majesty. Anadai uku. He's claiming authority. He's claiming dominion. And please be careful. Once I get the book of Daniel, you'll be shocked. He gets them. He gets them. He gets those things he claimed. <laughs> he gets those things. You cannot even write him off. It's just like when the Lord was was warning Israel, please never worship Baal. You can see that Baal for sure is not God. For people that have interacted with the cloud, this cloud that Jehovah has come to them, they have worshipped him. Hallelujah. 
then to go back and worship Baal that was quite astounding right that's why I'm saying don't write off this rider of the white horse his name is deception and that's why he comes look he comes dressed in purity white in a pure garment white purity the horse is white the crown meaning is a world leader of course he cannot be a leader in heaven he must be a world leader in the world here with all that deception cannot be a leader in heaven must be talking about a world leader but holding a bow symbol of authority and you see that he has no arrows so look at this now those who are paying attention to me now now I'm beginning to flow this is very good we are on the field now he's saying that he holds a bow and he has no arrows and don't laugh at him because we just read from the book of Daniel chapter 9 27 that he comes in as a peaceful man a top diplomat an excellent negotiator uses what? the tongue very well and he coins a peace treaty he coins a peace treaty he ends up with a peace treaty for that last week the 70th week of Daniel but halfway in it so, so he is able to achieve all that without arrows but then in the middle of all that he breaks the contract and then now the sword you saw which we are going to see in the second horseman is put to power he put to work and there is tremendous unbelievable bloodshed it looks like everything melts down in the great tribulation it melts down. That's where everything gets absolutely terrible. And Hallelujah. Because then he tries now to, 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 to sustain his rulership using the sword. The Antichrist. Can we? And then I want to say the following. Allow me, can I just flow for a moment? Hallelujah. He's saying 
that he is all manner, I'll read it for you, he is all manner of counterfeiting Christ. Ya all manner of counterfeit. Ya kwamba katika kila aina ya ubandia na kumpika Christo, aina zote kabisa. As you'll see, if Christ resurrected, he also says I was resurrected. Kama vile takabiona, if Christo alifufuka na etia, tasema, itasufuka. If Christ is God, he also says I'm God. He wants to put his image to be worshipped. If Christ performed miracles, he'll say I'm also making miracles here. If Christ belongs to the Holy Trinity, he also says, Look, I'm in another Trinity. This unholy evil Trinity of his here. So it is in that breath, it's in that context of counterfeiting Christ. That he also has forerunners. Are we together? He has forerunners that go ahead of him and prepare his way. Like right now look at him who is speaking with you. They have come to prepare the way for the Lord. He also has his forerunners who are preparing his way now as we speak. Naye pia ana watangulizi wake waovu. Tazama ni nani wanaonena nani papa hapa sasa ni watangulizi wa Mesia. Naye pia ana watangulizi wake waovu mpinga Kristo. Ambao wanamtengenezea barabara yake Ambao wanamtengenezea barabara yake. If you go all the way to the book of Genesis. Ukienda kutokote hadi katika kitabu cha mwanzo. Mlango wake ni watatu. You will find utapata that the spirit of antichrist was already in operation. Ya kwamba roho ya mpinga Kristo tayari ilikuwa inatenda kazi. And that's why. Na ndio sababu he came to oppose the Lord in the garden. And don't laugh at him. Na usimchekele. He won. Yeye alishinda. He convinced Adam and Eve. And death came. So the spirit is already around. The forerunner is already around for him. And then, Kisha, across history, look at the church now. These false apostles and false prophets who are doing all the things they are able to do in the church today. Tell me one thing. Whose forerunner are they? So you have to be very careful. Whose forerunner are they? They are forerunners for the the chief deceiver the antichrist wao ni watangulizi wa yule mdanganyifu mkubwa kabisa yule mdanganyifu ambaye ni shetani and so i want to focus on one other forerunner that he had which is very important it scores a very good lesson to you na kisha nataka tena kutazama mtangulizi wake mwingine ambaye ako naye nipate kuangazia kwani unenye one of the major forerunners he had he had mmoja wa watangulizi wakuu ambao alikuwa nao I want to look at Antiochus. Nataka kumtazama Antiochus. Just focus on me, I think it's better sometimes that that copy cutting. Nitazameni maana ni vyema kabisa. So, sasa Antiochus comes he was sent. Antiochus akaja alikuwa ametumwa. We wrote an article, I think it's still on the web, right? Tuliandika Antiochus. Yes. Tuliandika makala nadhani kwa Epiphanes. 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 So this is the ruler that came from the Greek the Hellenic world the Greek world and came and 
That article was which year? 2007 or something, I think. It's quite a long. So, so he comes from the Greek world, and then he conquers Israel. But you see that when he made his last approach to Israel, he was being instructed from uh, from Malta, I think, from Malta. That's why they were telling him, just go straight. Don't go this way. Don't even go to Egypt. Or don't go where. Go this way. Unaona alipokuwa akifanya kuelekea ile yake ya mkondo wa mwisho alikuwa anafanya kuanzia kule Malta na akaambia usiende kupande huu ama upande ule lakini inaenda moja kwa moja He was taking authority he was being instructed Alikuwa anachukua mamlaka alikuwa akiagizwa I think he wanted to go also but he was being directed Na Daniel alikuwa anataka kwenda Syria pia lakini alielekezwa So anyhow he comes and he conquers Israel. Lakini hata hivyo alikuja naye akashinda Israeli. That is where Hanukkah came from the miracle of Hanukkah that you see the Israelis celebrate. Hapo ndipo ule muujiza wa Hanukkah ambao tumeona wa Israeli wakisherekea ndipo ilikotoka. The Maccabees, they call them Maccabees. Maccabees a big name in Israel. Wanawaita Maccabees ni jina kuu sana kule Israeli. Because the Maccabees are the ones who did what we call dare to light, dare to light. When that I'm going to describe everything he did, but the revolt Nobody could afford to revolt. So the Maccabees all of a sudden decided to revolt and they were able to throw him out and then they also discovered some oil because he had thrown out everything else and discovered one of the drawers in the temple there was still some oil that was left to light the lamp, there to light. So they lit the lamp and the miracle is that the lamp with a little oil continued burning and burning and burning and when the, day, the eighth day came it was still burning and it burnt on. It became a miracle. The Lord was pouring the oil. Can you tell them that? So that's the miracle that took place there. So, Antiochus. Antiochus. He came and conquered Israel. I don't find any better example of his major forerunner that the Lord must have sent for a reason. Yes, yes, please. So, so uh, I don't find a better forerunner of this Antichrist that really fits the bill than Antiochus. That's why I wrote, there's an article that I wrote on this ambaye anafaa kabisa kuliko yule Antiochus na ndio maana niliandika makala kumuhusu Antiochus So when he takes over basi anapochukua usukani he conquers Israel Anaishinda Israeli and he works with them naye anafanya kazi nao and the next thing they realize na kitu kifuatacho ambacho wanagundua he has taken away worship from the temple ameondoa ibada kutoka kwa hekalu Worship. He removed the daily sacrifice from the temple. And then Nakisha He brought his God and placed in the temple to be worshipped an idol god, a Greek god Zeus Zeus, something Zeus Zeus and so ruling over them destroying the worship 
taken away the worship from the temple na akiondoa ibada kutoka kwa hekalu the lamp of god was shut no more light in the temple ile taa ya mungu ikazima hakukuwa tena na nuru katika hekalu brought in the idol god placed it there to be worshiped na akaileta sanamu ya kaungu kupata kuabudiwa and then kisha he slaughtered a pig inside the holy of holies akachinja nguruwe ndani ya patakatifu pa patakatifu to cause the desecration of the temple kusababisha uharibifu kabisa wa hekalu already the abomination of desolation is on tayari chukizo la uharibifu tayari limetendeka and then he wanted to institute the greek olympic games something some cultural event in jerusalem where the greek people do, used to do that nudity naked you know na kisha akajaribu kuleta zile desturi za za wagiriki ambao wanaifanya wakiwa uchi na kuifanya hizo desturi zao i mean there is no better forerunner he has than this one here na maanisha kwamba hakuna mtangulizi bora zaidi aliyenaye kuliko huyu hapa mpinga kristo mpinga kristo mpinga kristo because kwa sababu he subjugated the people right he put them under strict tyrannical rule naye alipata kuwatisha watu chini ya utawala wake na kuweka chini ya utawala mkali kabisa to place that sign that mark in the temple to be worshiped kuweka ile ishara ile alama katika hekalu ili kwamba apate kuabudiwa he extinguished worship naye akazima ibada abolishing the daily sacrifice naye akaondoa kabisa ile dhabihu ya kila siku but that's what the antichrist will do na hicho ndicho mpinga kristo anafanya and no regard na bila heshima yoyote for the prince of princes kwa yule kuhani wa hao mtawala no regard for the youth hakuna heshima yoyote kwa vijana No regard for women. Hakuna heshima yoyote kwa wanawake. A brute. Katili. That's a heavy iron fist. Hiyo ni ukatili wa ngazi za juu. So can we look at this for and now? Basi je, tuweza kumwangalia huyu mtangulizi sasa? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. First of all the opening of the seal. Kwanza kabisa kule kuvunjwa kiri. Again Revelation chapter 6 verse 1 to 2. Mara Yohana mlango wa sita mstari wa kwanza na wa pili. I watched as the lamb opened the first of the seven seals. Kisha nikamtazama nikamwona mwanakondoo akivunja ile lakini ya kwanza miongoni mwa zile saba. Then I heard one of the four living creatures say. Ndipo nikasikia mmoja wale viumbe wenye uhai wanne akisema. In a voice like thunder. Kwa sauti kama ya radi. Come. Jo. I looked and there before me was a white horse. Nikatazama na hapo mbele yangu alikuwepo farasi mweupe. His rider held a bow. Yeye aliyekuwa na upinde. And he was given a crown. Naye akapewa taji. And he rode out as a conqueror bent on conquest. Naye akapanda akatoka kushinda ili apate kushinda. And Jesus also talked about this in Matthew 24. Na Yesu naye alinena kuhusu hii katika Mathayo 24. He says. Anasema. Matthew chapter 24. Matayo mlango wake ni wa 24. Verses 4 to 5. Mstari wake wa 4 hadi wa 5. Jesus answered. Yesu akawajibu. Watch out that nobody deceives you. No one deceives you. Angalieni mtu asiwadanganye. 
For many will come in my name claiming I am the Messiah. The other versions say I am the Christ. And will deceive many. And then of course verse 6 you start seeing the second seal. But you remember too well the vision I shared yesterday. That the Antichrist becomes more destructive in the Great Tribulation. Do you remember in that vision the sun was almost not there? Je, makumbuka yale maono ya kwamba jua? Kwenye hiyo maono jua hakuna jua. Kwenye hiyo maono Do you remember that please? That in that vision it was dark, it was kind of dark, there was no sun. That is in the depth of the great tribulation. That's when he's most destructive, destroying the saints, killing them. Those who cannot worship him, who cannot take the mark, he will kill them. So he disguises here by wearing white to symbolize purity. He wants to mimic the righteousness of Jesus. He has a bow. Can we read from the book of Job 29? Job chapter 29. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Job 29 verse 20. He says, My glory will not fade. The bow will be ever new in my hand. So the bow is a symbol of authority. Basi upinde ni ishara ya umamlaka that he goes out with from the throne of God Almighty. Ambayo anatoka kiwanayo kutoka kwa enzi ya Mungu Mkuu Mwenyezi. And for some reason, na kwa sababu fulani, he has been able to convince this generation. Yeye ameweza kushawishi kizazi hiki. You can even see what is going on on the earth today. Hata unaweza kuona yale ambayo yanatendeka duniani leo hii. The plague. Mapigo, they are coming as judgments of God. Kama kwa Mungu. To a generation that has rejected the Lord moved away. Kwa Mungu na the Lord is shutting down things. Life. Bwana, bwana mambo mengi He's shutting down life. Naye anayafunga hata maisha. Job chapter 30 verse 11 Now that God has unstrung my bow and afflicted me they throw off restraint in my presence Sasa kwa kuwa Mungu ananishusha na kunitesa wamekuwa huru kunitendea wanaovyo So the bow is strength here Basi upinde ni nguvu hapa So the bow is the symbol of strength he has Upinde ni ishara ya nguvu alizonazo. He comes out. Anapojitokeza. 
But very shocking. Lakini ya kustajabisha kabisa. That God sent him. Ya kwamba Mungu anamtuma. To the perish. Kwa wale wanaoangamia. It's as though he's saying if you love lies and deception, have more. Ni kana kwamba anasema ikiwa unapenda udanganyifu na uongo basi pata zaidi. Ezekiel 39 verse 3. Ezekiel 29 mstari wa 3. We are still looking at the ball that he carries, right? Bado tunatazama ile upinde alionao. Finally we are on the seal, right? Hatimaye tumefika kwenye lakiri. Ezekiel 39 verse 3. Ezekiel 39 mstari wake ni wa 3. Says the following. Anasema Then I will strike your bow from your left hand and make your arrows drop from your right hand. Kisha nitaupiga upinde wako kutoka mkono wako wa kushoto na kuifanya mishele yako yanguke kutoka mkono wako wa kuume. Do you understand why he leaves the throne with a bow? Je, waelewa ni kwa nini anatoka kutoka kwa enzi akiwa na upinde? He don't need no arrows. Yeye hahitaji mishale yote. He just carries the bow. Yeye anabeba upinde tu. And when you check there there is no arrow. Na unapotazama hakuna mishale yote yanayotumika pale. He says. Anasema, the bow is the symbol of his authority. Ya kwamba upinde ni ishara ya mamlaka yake. His power. Nguvu zake. His strength. Nguvu zake. His defense. Uwezo wake na ulinzi wake. From scripture here. Kutoka kwa maandiko hapa. And then Kisha He has no arrows. Yeye hana mishale yoyote. And I've said already as we had a discussion here about Daniel chapter 9 verse 27. Na nimesema tayari hapa tulipokuwa na majadiliano kuhusu Danieli 9:27 that midway. Ya kwamba hapo katikati in the last week of Daniel, midway he breaks the covenant. Juma na mwisho katika zile wiki sabini za Danieli anaivunja hiyo agano. And then blood flows. Na kisha damu inatiririka. So he comes as a man of peace. Basi anakuja kama mtu wa amani. With a lot of deception. Akiwa na udanganyifu mwingi. The Bible says in Daniel master of intrigue. Biblia inasema katika Danieli kwamba yeye ndio yule aliye na uwepo mwingi sana without arrows bila mishale yoyote meaning he comes to talk and is bold he can discuss it with you and win you kumaanisha yeye ana ujasiri anaweza kuja kati na wewe na azungumza na kujadiliana na wewe na apate hata kukushinda i can see some church in a generation that he has already convinced naweza kuona kanisa fulani katika kizazi fulani ambao tayari ameshalishawishi they no longer hold holiness na tena hawazingatii utakatifu neither they take righteousness na wala hawataki na kuchukua uhaki they just want to blend it with the world and have their vibe of christianity wao wanataka tu kuchangamana na ulimwengu na kuwa na aina yao tofauti ya ukristo boldness ujasiri and it comes for a bloodless coup naye anakuja na lile jeshi ambalo halina nguvu bila damu kumwagika ndio mapinduzi bila damu kumwagika he comes without arrows anakuja bila mishale yoyote and he has convinced almost the whole earth naye amepata kulishawishi karibu dunia yote if you look at the body of christ the entire body of christ has sold in they are bought in rather ukilitazama mwili mzima wa kristo wote wameshaingia katika udanganyifu wote kabisa Because he says. Kwa sababu anasema, 
Don't worry, God does not look at your dressing. And then you find that Christians begin to blend their salvation with the world. And then the gospel of prosperity, it is his making. He is the one who crafted it and designed it. That they may forever be born again, but never enter heaven. Because the Bible says, for without holiness, nobody will enter heaven. So he's so crafty. The coming without arrows is what really defines his craftiness. His initial deception. Master of intrigue as we've seen. Boldness. Bloodless victory. Without shedding blood, he will win. He comes as a man of peace to make peace and do peace covenant. He's an intellectual genius. So, does it mean that coming without the arrows? From the throne of God. To the church, to the world, is what properly defines his cunningness and shrewdness and slyness. Yes, truly. That is it. Because how are you going to achieve your victory? Because you are going out as a conqueror bent on conquest. And I say, don't laugh at him. He is going to win. Right now he has won the entire body of Christ. They, they took holiness and threw out of the windows. Out through the windows. And he has lied to them that holiness will not matter on that day. And that's why you see the biggest visitation of all time is taking place and the church is just wondering how do we engage with it? No. I'll just continue where I am. How do we... I like... But I don't like to change my dressing. Those people have different dressing, whatever. So he has lied to them to have different values and virtues within the Christian salvation that Jesus brought. Different He has lied to them until they are deceived. They have blended the beautiful gospel of salvation of the grace with the world. They think on that day Jesus will understand. And yet we know very well from Matthew 25 verses 10 11 that the Lord himself shuts the door on them. Hata wafungia 
So this is a very powerful place because you are saying that coming without the arrows really bespeaks his intellectual genius. That he's going to without let without shooting one arrow or shooting one bullet, he's going to get the whole world under him and, and coin a peace treaty. I think in the African continent that, that is normal sometimes called witchcraft, right? Because someone says, who bewitched you to believe that, right? No. Without shooting one arrow, you get the whole world under him, even sign a peace treaty. That really bespeaks his cunningness, shrewdness, deceptiveness, slyness, whatever it is you want to say. And that is what the coronavirus is announcing to you. Be careful of the ruler that is coming. Be careful of the dispensation coming. And so, this is a very powerful time. He comes with a crown claiming leadership. We said already authority, dominion, majesty and everything. And we also saw that in everything he counterfeits Christ. Can I just run through this? Riding on the white horse. Revelation chapter 6, 1 to 2 we read. And we saw that the Messiah is in Revelation 19, 11 down. You see he comes with the white horse, the horse of God that I've seen. It's tremendous to be inside heaven and to meet this horse. Oy! This is so powerful to talk to you people. I think some, of, some big things have been said here today, right? Even how I entered heaven, and the big horse was standing, he's huge, he's very sturdy also. He's huge, he's huge. I think, I don't know whether I'm allowed to measure sizes and what, but I think his legs almost reach somewhere, almost reach somewhere here, but broader and, and strong. He's very sturdy horse. Today I've shared on some big things. I have seen the horse, the white horse that the Messiah will ride when he comes to Jerusalem. Does that now help you to believe in righteousness and holiness? It rather. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then he runs around full of glory. But it's so powerful, I don't want to share it with more, but he was so close like this. And so, this is a very mighty time. Because the counterfeit is running with another horse. I want to believe this smaller horse here. So, in Revelation 6, 1-2, he comes in a white horse. Then he, he, he counterfeiting the Messiah coming in this grand mega horse, super glorious. In Revelation 19, right? 
katika ufunuo wa Yohana 19 Mesia akija katika kumpanda mstari wa 11 ukiendelea ukiendelea mbele But you see one thing you also discover here which you don't want to lose sight of Lakini in that revelation chapter 19 is that when they are coming from heaven the saints with him the raptured saints they are still wearing the finest linen bright and clean they prepared on the earth here lakini kile ambacho sitaki mpoteze ni kwamba mesia atakapokuja atakuja pamoja na wateule ambao watakuwa wamevalia mavazi meupe safi ingarayo ambao walipata kuiandaa hapa duniani so this hour is so critical has everlasting implication in your life this hour of preparing the glorious garment for the coming of the messiah saa hii ina umuhimu mkubwa zaidi sana katika kujiandaa kwako kwa ajili ya umilele na kujiandaa kwa ajili ya kuja kwa Mesia Kristo Mesia Nimesema ya kwamba saa hii ambao kuna sauti inatangatanga inaenda hapa na pale ikatangaza ya kwamba Mesia yuaja mnafaa kujitairisha kutairisha kitani safi nzuri ngarayo cha kuvaa cha arusi ya mwana kondoo Nimesema ya kwamba saa hii ndiye muhimu sana kwa maisha yako milele yote kwa maana wale wateule ambao walichukuliwa kwenye unyakuzi wakaenda mbinguni ukiona sasa kwenye ufunuo 19 wakati wanarudi na Yesu Kristo mfalme kule Yerusalemu wamevaa lile lile vazi walitengeneza wakati huu ikadumu milele does that make it better for translators hallelujah and so This is a very important time. The garment you prepare now has everlasting consequence. Ivo basi huni wakati muhimu sana lile vazi unaloliandaa sasa ina athari ya milele kabisa. Has eternal consequence. Ina ina matokeo na athari ya milele kabisa. And he says the crown says that he is a world leader. Na anasema kwamba taji yaelezea kwamba yeye ni kiongozi wa ulimwengu. Claiming authority. Akidai mamlaka. Claiming dominion. Akidai utawala. Claiming majesty. Akidai ukuu. Claiming power and allegiance. Akidai nguvu na utifu. But in counterfeiting Christ. Lakini katika kumpinga na katika ubandia wa Kristo. We have seen the white horse. Tumemwona farasi mweupe. And the Messiah with the white horse. Na Mesia pia akiwa na farasi mweupe. And then we also see that he wears the crown na kisha pia tumeona kwamba anavalia taji and then the messiah has many crowns na kisha mesia ana taji nyingi but just a moment lakini kitangoja kidogo tu if you read the book of revelation 13 which we are going to read today here ukiota isoma kitabu cha ufunuo yohana 13 ambacho tutaisoma hapa leo hii you find that he has many crowns unapata kwamba ana taji nyingi Revelation 13 verse we can even jump there right away. Taweza atakuelekea papo hapo wakati huu. Revelation 13 verse 1. Ufunuo Yohana 13 mstari wa kwanza. And again if you understand the paradigm I've set for you today. Na mara tano ikiwa utapata kuelewa ile ile mfumo ambao nimewaelezea leo hii. This is it. Hii ndio hii. Everybody. Kila moja. I've decided that we are going to look at the main players in that dispensation. Nimeamua kwamba tunaenda kuangazia na kuwatazama wale wahusika wakuu katika majira hayo that the coronavirus is announcing is warning this generation look look what is coming ambayo, look the dispensation coming watch out danger is coming ambayo virusi vya corona inatangaza na kuonya kuhusu majira hayo inasema tazama majira hayo yanakuja majira hatari sana yanakuja 
Watch out. Because in any case, even greater plagues are in that, in that generation. Greater diseases. Viruses. Like one of them whose prophecy I've already given. The one that comes with boils. Remember the little dot boils red, red like this. But when they grow big, they have an eye, which is a dark eye. The eye also bursts. And the fluid is very infectious. It's more infectious than this uh, coronavirus. Inafura alafu inakuwa na kitu kama uzama majimaji na uzaa ndani. Inafura inakuwa na kitu kama majimaji. Kwa uvimbe, kwenye uvimbe. Kwenye uvimbe huo unakuwa na kitu kama majimaji. Alafu ile uvimbe linakuwa na kitu kama kama jicho hivi inatoa jicho hivi alafu ile jicho na kwenye usi vile inapasuka. Alafu baada ya kupasuka inamwaga haya uzaa uzaha na hiyo majimaji hivyo lakini haya tena yanaendelea kuambukiza mwili wote sasa Hallelujah Hallelujah yeah, so the fluids go and they infect their entire body now when, when they burst Hiyo majimaji yake inapopasuka sasa inaathiri mwili mzima wote So can we read the book of Daniel chapter 8 verse 25 Je tuweza soma kitabu cha Danieli 8:25 Oh we were reading Revelation 13 first verse 1 to show that he has many crowns then we go to Daniel right And so he says the dragon stood on the shore of the sea and I saw a beast coming out of the sea it had 10 horns and 7 heads with 10 crowns on his horns So you see he tries to counterfeit in all manner of everything Yasema nami nikamwona mnyama akitoka ndani ya bahari nyama huyo alikuwa na pembe kumi na vichwa saba akiwa na taji kumi kwenye hizo pembe zake na juu ya kila kichwa kulikuwa na, na jina la kukufuru because he knows kwa sababu anajua that my lord has many crowns ya kwamba bwana wangu anazo taji nyingi and then he also comes with many crowns na kisha anakuja na taji nyingi revelation 19 ofuna yohana 19 verse 2 Mstari wake ni wa pili. Anasema Again Revelation 19 verse Revelation 19 verse 2. Mara tena ufuna Yohana mlango wa 19 mstari wake wa pili. For true and just are his judgments. Kwa maana hukumu zake ni kweli na zahaki. He has condemned the great prostitute amemhukumu yule kahaba mkuu who corrupted the earth by her adulteries aliyewaribu ulimwengu kwa uzinzi wake he has avenged on her the blood of his servants amemlipiza kizazi kwa ajili ya damu ya watumishi wake so anyhow hivyo basi he tries to counterfeit Anajaribu kumpinga everything the messiah does. Kila kitu ambacho Mesia anafanya. And so that tells you that he is not going to come to you wearing some dark clothes with a black hat and what have you, right? Hiyo ya kwambia kwa this guy, right? Hatajaribu kuja. Even his forerunners, right? In the church today, right? Okay. Hatajaribu kuja akiwa amevalia mavazi meusi na vitu vingine vyeusi kofia nyeupe, bali atajaribu kufanya ubandia wa Kristo hata watangulizi wake. He comes as a conqueror to take victory, right? Anakuja kama mshindi ili kwamba apate ushindi. So Revelation 
chapter 6 verse 2 He says Anasema I looked and there before me was a white horse its rider held a bow Nikatazama na hapo mbele yangu alikuepo farasi mweupe yeye aliyempanda alikuwa na upinde And he was given a crown Naye akapewa Rode out as a conqueror bent on victory bent on conquest Akapanda akatoka akishinda ili apate kushinda And then Revelation 13 the same revelation we just read Na kisha ufuno hiyo hiyo 13 ambayo tumeisoma Verse 4 It says the following Anasema yafuatayo It says people worshiped the dragon because he had given authority to the beast and they also worshiped the beast and they asked who is like the beast who can wage war against him look at how successful he becomes tazama jizivila anapata kushinda anasema watu wakaliabudu lile joka kwa sababu lilikuwa limampa huyo mnyama mamlaka yake pia akamwabudu huyo mnyama na kuuliza ni nani aliye kama huyo mnyama ni nani awezaye kupigana vita naye And even those expressions are in the book of Exodus uh, chapter 15 those expressions are for the Lord who is like the Lord who can fight him right That is how we exalt our God But he takes it for himself and he uses it to try to exalt himself and the people say it themselves themselves huyo mpinga Kristo anaichukua na kujiwekea mwenyewe na kujisemea mwenyewe nao watu wanajisemea wao wenyewe kabisa Do you now understand that whether he comes without arrows please don't laugh Je sasa unaelewa ni kwa nini tafadhali usicheke Because he eventually ends up with a lot of people worshiping him kwa sababu hatimaye anapata watu wengi wakimwabudu But for a generation that can go all the way to India and do yoga and do some yoga what and believe in yoga gods lakini kwa watu wa kizazi fulani ambao wanaenda kule India na kufanya zile vizila ambazo zinaitwa yoga na michezo hizo zote ambazo zinaitwa yoga sio yoga ni kuabudu yoga tafadhali tafadhali unisaidie because i have a long message so to go there and worship yoga kwenda pale na kuabudu yoga when cripples are walking wakati viwete wanatembea The blind are seeing the cloud has come People and you are going to India to worship yoga. Then that generation is ready to worship the antichrist. Basi kizazi hicho kiko tayari kabisa kuabudu mpinga Kristo. If somebody can appear to you. Ikiwa mtu anaweza kujitokeza kwako. And tell you oh you have a crippled child at home. Na kuambia oh una mtoto kiwete kule nyumbani. So a seed could sell your land and bring the money. Mbegu nenda kauze shamba yako na That's what they tell you. Hivyo ndivyo wanawaambia. That when you bring that money as a seed your cripple get up. If people can believe such lies then how much more this genius called antichrist who is coming? How much more would they believe him? Na mtu anaambiwa kauze ardhi yako ulete hizo pesa ili kwamba kiwetai wako apate kutembea. Ikiwa watu wanaezaamini mambo kama hayo udanganyifu. Na je, kumuhusu mpinga Kristo atakapokuja atamwamini kiasi gani? Did I tell you that this generation is ripe for the antichrist? Je, sikuambieni kwamba kizazi hiki kimekuwa tayari kabisa na kimeiva kwa ajili ya mpinga Kristo. If the cloud can come, no, let me put it better for you. Wacha niwaekeni bora zaidi. If the cloud can come, Jehovah Yahweh the God of Israel. Look at that on the screen. Ikiwa wingu laweza kushuka Mungu mwenyewe Jehovah Yahweh wa Israeli. And he comes. Naye anakuja. Look at that. Tazama hiyo. And then a pastor. Na kisha mchungaji. A pastor decide no. 
Mchungaji anaamua anasema la. I'm going to pursue my own things. Mimi naenda kufuatilia mchungaji. A reverend. Then how much more the local ordinary people and then surely is it the generation ready to believe the antichrist? Na je, the pastors are so much deluded like that. Itakuwa zaidi kiasi gani kwa yule kondoo tu wa chini ikiwa wachungaji na makasisi wanaweza kudanganyika namna hiyo? If the pastor can lie to the ladies in the church and have sexual sin with them even several of them in the church members of the church and they keep coming to the same church keep coming back then how much more of this intellectual who is going to appear intrigue master of intrigue you know the right word to say when na je zaidi gani kwa yule ambaye ana udanganyifu mwingi ambaye ana udanganyifu mwingi mwerefu zaidi atakapokuja I believe this generation is ready Ninaamini kwamba kizazi hiki kiko tayari They are ready to receive the antichrist Wako tayari kumpokea mpinga Kristo Let the church prepare and leave Wacha kanisa lijiandae lipate kuondoka Because you see a lot of things happening in the church and you are baffled you're like but how can that happen kwa sababu unaona mambo mengi yakitendekea kanisa na unastajabika na kusema yao yanaweza kutendeka namna gani If they were doing that before the Lord sent me before I arrived Ikiwa walikuwa kitenda hiyo kabla ya Bwana kunituma kabla sijawasili Before the two prophets arrived and began pronounce the truth pronounce the righteousness pronounce the holiness that I can understand if they were doing that before kabla ya manabii wakuu wa Bwana kuwasili na kutangaza uhaki, kutangaza ukweli because even you you are in that category everybody was there right but after the lord has sent the two prophets and they have pronounced the oracles of heaven how can you still be there lakini je waezaje bado kuwa hapo baada ya Bwana kuwatuma wajumbe wake watumishi wake manabii wake waezaje bado kuwa pale nimesema ya kwamba i've said that Everybody was there. Even you people in those churches you are doing those kinds of things. But the only difference between you and them is that when the truth was pronounced it dismantled your heart convicted your soul and you repented and then you came. Hallelujah. But how can they continue doing so in South Africa in Europe when this voice is pronouncing righteousness and look at the wonders God himself is coming to to affirm that yes indeed these are my two servants God Yahweh God Yahweh Look at that Look at this stunning visitation And you know only the anointing it's only the anointing that makes the difference nothing else You know the preachers of today can come and tell you everything under the sun You tell him yes That I also believe That I also believe But then show me the anointing Where your creepers that have walked in the public space it's the anointing that makes the difference and you can never walk nobody can walk close to God the Father like this except you repent that's why you people are in the ministry of repentance that when he comes to the roof he may find you in the right standing right I think this generation is ready. Ready to receive the Antichrist. If you can go to buy miracles, you show me in the Bible where did they buy miracles from? 
ikiwa umeweza kwenda na kununua miujiza nionyeshwa katika biblia ni wapi walienda you go to Ghana you go to Nigeria you go to Kenya South Africa Europe what you go to Botswana the, the, the so called prophets they will say there is uh, the first list of uh, people who come high speed they, not high speed they call it what high speed land whatever fast track where they pay $5000 each to see the prophets of the lord and then they, 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 no in quotes and then there is another you have to wait it's a longer line i think it's $500 or whatever if you can really go and pay money to receive the so called prophetic word tell me tell me and yet cripples are walking the glory is here and you for the antichrist are we together sorry unbelievable <laughs> the generation right all the prophecies are given before they are fulfilled corona virus right? then let's try to make some mileage here and then it says the same revelation 13 verse verse 7 again 7 and 8 right to prove to you that he comes to take victory we have already seen that they are worshiping him in verse 4 Already they are worshiping him together with the dragon. And now, the same revelation 13:7 and 8. Ufuno It was given power to wage war against God's holy people and to conquer them. And it was given authority over every tribe, every people, every language, every nation. That is the same authority Jesus had when he purchased remember the revelation chapter 5 verse 9, he purchased all tribes, all peoples, all nations, all languages. Na pia akapewa uwezo juu ya watu wa kila kabila, jamaa, lugha na taifa na mamlaka ndiyo yeye hayo ambayo Yesu Kristo alikuwa nayo ya kuwanunua watu wote toka kila kabila, kila jamaa na kila jumuiya. He's counterfeiting the Lord letter for letter. Sasa anafanya ubandia na jaribu kumuiga Bwana kila herufi kwa herufi. I'm simply trying to unfold him to open him up to peel it's called to peel him up, to, to to open up that you may see who is in the dispensation that the coronavirus is warning you about and saying please be careful the next dispensation is about to take place na kuwafunulia kabisa kuhusu ni nani aliye katika kizazi hiki na majira haya ambalo linakuja tafadhali si wewe umeokoka yes Yes, thank you. Who is it that is in charge of the generation that's coming? The dispensation of Viki na Viki ku tribulation and great tribulation. Majira ya Viki na Viki ku. Because these plagues are synonymous with the tribulation and the great tribulation. Ask me. I've already seen so much happening in there kwa sababu mapigo haya yamefanana kabisa na yale ambayo yatakuwa katika dhiki na dhiki kuu. Niulizeni maana nimepata kuwa katika hayo ma, ma, majira. And verse 8 it says. Anasema, if you continue. Ukiendelea. All the inhabitants of the earth will worship the beast. Now watu wote waishio duniani watamwabudu huyo mnyama. All whose names have not been written in the Lamb's book of life. Yani the Lamb who was slain from the creation of the world wale wote ambao majina yao hayakuandikwa kwenye kitabu cha uzima cha mwana kondoo aliyechinjwa tangu kuumbwa kwa ulimwengu 
Do you know what worshiping the beast means? Je, unajua kwamba ni kuabudu mnyama ni nini? It means devil worship. The worshiping of Satan. Kumwabudu shetani, kumwabudu shetani. So if you don't want to worship Satan, please prepare the way for the coming of the Messiah. Repent. And turn away from sin. The Messiah is coming. I have seen the church climb the stairs taken up and they climb those beautiful glorious stairs. Nimeliona kanisa likiwa limenyakuliwa na limepanda juu ya ngazi hizo za kupendeza za utukufu. And this same cloud, this cloud that visited me in Kisumu. Wingo hili ambalo lilinitembelea kule Kisumu is the one that finally opens like this and the stairs appear from this cloud. Ndilo hilo ambalo litafunguka. When they get very close here when they get wakifika karibu hapa very close here hapa karibu then the cloud opens na kisha wingu linafunguka and you see some stairs you will see stairs utaona ngazi so that you first see there clearly but the, the, the vision disappears the more it enters inside na utaona kwanza zikiwa ikaonekana kabisa sana lakini itaendelea kupotea wakati maona yanapendelea Yeah. The generation is ready. Kizazi kiko tayari. If you can go by miracles. Ikiwa mwaweza kwenda kununua miujiza. And look. Natazama. When the Lord sent me to do healing services. Wakati Bwana alinituma nifanye ibada za uponyaji. Did you understand why he used to keep me in Nairobi and simply decree? Je, mlipata kuelewa ni kwa nini alipata kuniweka hapa Nairobi na nipate kutangaza tu? Because he knew such a time as this is coming. Kwa sababu alijua kwamba wakati kama huu unakuja. When you might not be able to congregate, we simply tell the people with cripples to prepare tune in radio and decree that the cripples may get up in their houses where they are five you may not be even be ten anymore right ambapo nyakati kama hizo you may not even be ten people anymore hamwezata kwa zaidi watu kumi tena this was preparing for this time hii ilikuwa ikiandaa kwa ajili ya wakati huu that when you are not able to congregate yakomba wakati hamuwezi kukusanyika pamoja imenengai four kule menengai yani how many million people ni watu mamilioni kiasi gani then you can simply announce on radio people they are cripples to call the doctors to come and verify and to do everything to to write to, to do the recordings of the cripple pulling himself or herself on the soil and then when we decree from this side and the lord lifts them up you hear celebration the villages then you can follow now because like now we are not doing menengai maana sasa hata unawaagiza kwamba hata madaktari wakuje waandike na kuchukua hata grade unasema bwana wacha tuseme vyema na ni tusicheze na neno la mungu si ndio tusicheze yes tuseme tu vyema because nimesema ya kwamba mnajua sasa maana yake ilikuwa ni nini wakati bwana aliniamurisha kwamba nibaki hapa Nairobi na nyinyi mkusanyike pale Central Park wengine afraha eneo karibu 87 alafu niamurisha viweto waamuke alafu anaamuka Bwana alikuwa anaongea kuhusu nyakati kama hizi saa hizi ambapo hatuwezi hata kutana hatuwezi kuwa na menegai ya nne Ni hivyo si ndio Haleluya Haleluya So it's very powerful. He saying he was he was talking about times like this when you will not be able to, to congregate. Look at this now. And the stairs were somewhere here. 
Somewhere here. This part opens. One of the cloud opens like this. And then, and then the stairs. You see, you see them clearer. You see them a little translucent, and then you see them less, less but glorious through the cloud. And when they came, they really walked in. They didn't look back because you know I was so close the door. They didn't look back. And they crossed and really entered until it closed. It's amazing to see that. I hope on that day you will be among the number. But meanwhile, before that day arrives, I have a warning for you here about the dispensation next. Because he says he will be able to counterfeit the Messiah. And if you thought that was a joke, the Bible says the whole world will worship the beast. And they will say, who is like the beast? Who can try to wage war against him? This is a tremendous time in the church. I've not even gotten to the fourth seal, but the message of the coronavirus has already come out. And I know you are going to drive to Nakuru and come back tomorrow. The senior archbishop. Because this meeting has to continue tomorrow. Oh yes, because now they are aggregating, there are no fellowships. It will be done here. Oh. So anyway, so 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 blessed people. It is very mighty. You understand why the Lord kept me in Nairobi and asked me to decree that cripples may get up and walk in different locations across the world? They are still walking until today. And it's amazing because then the Lord was talking about such a time as this when we cannot do Menengai 4. In fact, if we want to do a healing service, we can still do a healing service. Anytime. We'll just announce it on radio. People, their cripples would make recordings and send us to one depository so we record and send the doctors there and the nurses. To to verify and do examinations and do gate one. And then, on the day of the healing service, when they are healed and hear celebrations, we go there, find out who, which of the cripples got up, which one got up. So, so it will still happen. The healing service will still happen. We are still willing to raise more cripples to establish the authority of the cross of Jesus that had been trampled by the teachers of prosperity that brought immorality at the pulpit. The prosecutor sin at the center of the pulpit and lies and the love of man and everything that's happening there. But how can, my question is, how can you keep doing it when the, 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 the announcement has happened and the visitation has happened. 
swali langu ni je mwawezaje kwa lile kufanya hiyo wakati mtembeleo umetendeka na tangazo limekuja and i said you can you can tell me whatever you want but please show me the anointing lakini nakwambia tafadhali nionyeshe upako hallelujah hallelujah And people are walking. They're, they're still in, in, in plane loads of people going to India for yoga. Na bado kuna watu ambao wanaenda kule India kwa ajili ya yoga. To dip themselves in river Ganges a bit. No no no. No 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 no. No no, he sends the antichrist to delude them father. To think them into that river father. Na hata wapate kudanganyika na kuingia zaidi. How can you blame the Lord for sending the antichrist? Wawezaje kumlaumu Bwana kwa kumtuma mpinga Kristo? When you already went to the cross and paid the ultimate price. Wakati tayari alienda msalabani na akalipa gharama kuu kabisa. And opened the way that enters the kingdom of glory. Na akaifungua njia ya kuelekea katika ufalme wa utukufu. I need to move on. Nahitaji kuendelea. Revelation chapter 11. Ufuna Yohana 11. How he really comes for victory. Jinzi vile anaikuja kwa ushindi kabisa. Just the way the Messiah comes for victory, right? Are you still together with me? Are you following what we are doing? I'm simply unveiling the Antichrist to you that you may make personal decisions never ever to sloppy and slumber in your salvation. That you may now uphold it with greater zeal and greater reverence and defend it. Na ili kwamba sasa na uishike kwa nguvu kuu na kwa ari kuu na ili kwamba upate kuitetea utukufu huu that you may defend this glory with your all na ili kwamba sasa upate kuutetea utukufu huu kwa yako because we already saw there is a part of this message where i don't know which day i'll reach it there is a part of this message that says after the fourth fifth seal and we have gone through all the trumpets and everything there is a part of the message that says how ought you to live then kuna sehemu ya ujumbe ambao unauliza je unapaswa kuishi namna gani basi in view all of, of all of the above how ought you then to live your christian life katika haya yote ambayo tumeyataja unapaswaje kuishi katika maisha yako ya ukristo that's when i'll bring in the book of luke chapter 16 verse 1931 the rich man and lazarus hapo ndipo nitaweza kuleta kitabu cha luka 16 kuanzia 19 hadi 31 kumhusu lazaro na yule tajiri that the determinations you're making the things you're doing now are really making complete determination about your eternity. Ya kwamba mambo yote ambayo unayafanya sasa inafanya uamuzi kabisa kuhusu umilele wako. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Revelation chapter 11 verse 7. Ufunua Yohana 11 mstari wake ni wa 7. Now when they have finished their testimony, <laughs> basi walipokuwa wamemaliza ushuhuda wao, the beast that comes up from the beast will attack them and overpower them yule mnyama atokaye katika lile shimo lisilo na mwisho atapigana na vita na kuwashinda kwa na kuwaua he becomes successful anapata kupata ushindi except that this death i have seen it ila tu kifo ambacho nimesema hii kifo nimeiona except that this death i have seen it ila tu hii kifo nimeiona because it, the lord removes the life from the body kwa sababu ni bwana anayondoa uhai kutoka kwa mwili so for three days they are actually there na hivyo basi kwa siku tatu wako pale three days and a half in fact i've seen the bodies looking at the bodies like this siku tatu na nusu nimepata kuona mili yao na kuyatazama namna hii like this namna hii 
they are right there wako pale even as people celebrate hata watu wanaposherekea sending gifts wakituma zawadi that they have tormented the world ya kwamba wameutesa ulimwengu but you see Lakitu he is still doing this kind of accomplishments bado anafanya kupata ushindi kama zaina hii so when he comes to conquer hivyo basi anapokuja kushinda for conquest ili apate kushinda and counterfeiting the messiah na kupata kumuiga mesia he really succeeds kwa hakika anafanikiwa ai and then now na kisha sasa daniel chapter 7 danieli mlango ni wa 7 verse 21 mstari wa 21 haleluya haleluya I don't know whether we'll make it because it looks like unless I cut it is it okay if I continue? But this will take some days. It looks like we're going to have a lot right? I am ready though. Because the church is tuned in, you know. They they are not able to do home fellowships, right? They are now ready and available. They just go to work and come probably there will be shutdowns in Kenya too, I don't know. Sometimes we don't know what happens tomorrow, right? Thank you very much. Daniel chapter 7 Daniel mlango ni wa 7 verse 21 Mstari wake wa 21 As I watched Nilipoendelea kutazama This horn was waging war against the holy people Pembe hii ilikuwa inapigana vita dhidi ya watu watakatifu and defeating them na kuwashinda Until the ancient of days came mpaka hiyo huyo mzee wa siku alipokuja and pronounce judgment in favor of the holy people of the most high na kutamka hukumu kwa kuwapa ushindi watakatifu wa yeye aliyejuu sana at the time came when they possessed the kingdom na wakati walipoimiliki ufalme but waging war and defeating them and conquering them lakini akifanya vita na kuwashinda na kuwashinda is everybody with me still very important for you to understand what lies ahead before we start breaking the next seal and the next that's all right i know we come to coronavirus oh there's so much there is so much of the fourth seal fourth seal might be from morning to probably two days kuna mengi sana katika lakiri ya nne yaweza kuwa hata pengine siku mingi kabisa nimesema mbili siku mbili and so na hivyo waging war and defeating them kufanya vita na kuwashinda. Ai. Because he comes as a conqueror. Kwa sababu anakuja kama mshindi. To mimic the Messiah who also comes to conquer. Kumuiga Mesia ambaye pia anakuja. So he's really anti-Christ, he's against Christ. Whatever Christ does he will do, try to do the opposite and whatever. Na kwa kweli yeye ni mpinga wa battle for souls, battle for worship. Ni vita vya nafsi na vita vya kuabudu. Home to be worshiped. Who to be worshiped? Ni nani wa kuabudiwa? Can we look at the Lord's wonderful side also? Because we said whatever the Lord does he does. We began with what he does. Can we see what the Lord does also? John chapter 16 blessed people. John 16 verse 33. He says the following. Anasema yafuatayo. Do these things so that in me you may have peace. Nimewaambia mambo haya ili mpate kuwa na amani ndani mwangu. In this world you will have trouble. 
ulimwenguni humu mtapata dhiki lakini jipeni moyo i have overcome the world kwa maana mimi nimeushinda ulimwengu do you see the level of the lord's conquest je unaona kiwango cha ushindi wa bwana does somebody see the level of god the lord's conquest he conquered the whole earth the whole universe he created alipata kuushinda ulimwengu wote dunia yote aliyoyumba he is coming to rubbish the An- conquest of this other guy anakuja kufutilia mbali kabisa ushindi wa huyu mtu mwingine first john chapter 4 verse 4 yohana wa kwanza 4 first john chapter 4 verse 4 you dear children Again, Watoto, turn with me to first John chapter 4 verse 4 if you don't mind. Mara tena geukeni nami katika kitabu cha Yohana wa kwanza mlango wa You dear children. Ninyi watoto wapendwa. Are from God. Mnatoka kwa Mungu. Have overcome them. Nanyi mmewashinda. Because the one who is in you. Kwa sababu yeye aliye ndani yenu. Is greater than the one in the world. Ni mkuu kuliko yeye aliye katika ulimwengu. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh yes. Ndiyo. We also have our say now. We have our say. Pia nasi tunalakusema sasa. We also take our victory now. Nasi pia tunachukua ushindi wetu sasa. He cannot be winning in that match. Hawezi kuwa kishinda kiasi hicho. But there's only one problem. Lakini kuna shida moja tu. That the times when he does the things he does. Lakini nyakati zingine ambazo anafanya yale ambayo anayatenda. That time is in the great tribulation. Wakati huo katika dhiki kuu. So you know at that time the church has entered into safety. Na basi unajua kwa wakati huo kanisa likakuwa limeingia katika usalama. It was though the world would be asking you. Ni kana kwamba ulimwengu utakuwa unakuuliza. What do you remain doing here? Ni ni nini ulibaki ukifanya hapa? People have gone. Watu wameenda. Now look you have to deal with the plagues, the diseases. Sasa tazama lazima ushughulikie mapigo na magonjwa. Revelation chapter 3 verse 21. Ufunayo Yohana 3:21. We are now having our say, right? Sasa tunalakusema letu. Anasema to the one who is victorious. Kwa yeye aliyemshindi, I'll give the right to sit with me on my throne. Nitampa haki ya kuketi pamoja nami kwenye kiti changu cha enzi. Just as I was victorious. Kama vile mimi nilivyoshinda, and I sat down with my father. Nikaketi pamoja na baba yangu kwenye kiti chake cha enzi. Whoever has let them hear what the spirit says to the church. Na asikie yale ambayo roho anayaambia makanisa. I have already talked about this throne here, right? Tayari nimeshazungumzia enzi hii hapa. That finally when the devil is terminated. Ya kwamba hatimaye wakati shetani ameangamizwa and he has been put under foot naye amewekwa chini ya miguu then because right now the messiah is sharing the throne with god the father kwa sababu sasa mesia anashiriki enzi pamoja na mungu baba that is where he is reigning there in his spiritual kingdom hapo ndipo anatawala katika ufalme wake wa kiroho but i'm talking about now when he comes into his own reign and throne lakini nazungumzia sasa atakapokuja katika enzi yake mwenyewe na utawala wake mwenyewe. He says, Anasema, when the enemy will have been put under foot like a footstool. When I will have made your enemies your footstool. Wakati adui atakuwa amewekwa chini ya miguu. Anasema atakuwa nimeweka maadui zako chini ya miguu yako. Then a glorious throne will be raised for the Messiah 
in the glorious city. Na kisha enzi ya utukufu litaeniliwa kwa ajili ya Mesia katika mji wa utukufu. That is where there will be other thrones now for you that are victorious. Hapo ndipo kutakuwa na, na enzi zingine hapo kwa ajili ya ninyenu ambao mtakuwa washindi. So when he says that to you that overcomes is he talking about you overcoming him in the great tribulation? Not at all. He's saying overcoming him now so that you may enter the rapture. That you may not play around with this opportunity that is showing up with a lot of warnings. Revelation chapter 17 verse 14. 1714 blessed people 14 wa They will wage war against the lamb But the lamb will triumph over them Because he is the Lord of lords and the king of kings and with him will be his called people his chosen ones and faithful followers so those victories the antichrist was achieving they are nothing compared to what we have on our side those of you that walk in righteousness those of you that are lovers of holiness somebody can you be shouting archbishop instead of letting me do this I'm live to the global audience just help her so I don't have to say both languages so this is a very powerful time And he says Revelation chapter 5 verse 5. We have our say also. He says Then one of the elders said to me. Do not weep. See the lion of the tribe of Judah the root of David he has triumphed and is able to open the scroll and his seven seals and pour judgment on the antichrist and all those people that follow him that reject the Lord so the judgment that is coming is against people that reject the Lord. They reject the grace. And therefore judgment comes. And we say for us. Even as we still looking at this stepwise this first seal. Hata tunapoendelea kutazama hatua kwa hatua hii lakini ya kwanza. Our priorities are right. Zile vipaumbele yetu ziko sawa. Because we know kwa sababu tuajua that even if you die today ya kwamba hata kama utakufa leo hii and you are holy na wewe ni mtakatifu we simply celebrate you basi sisi tutakusherehekea but when i come to the fourth seal you will be shocked lakini nitakapofikia katika lakiri ya nne utashangazwa you will be shocked at what you are seeing in, the, in your news right now utashangazwa kwa yale ambayo unaiona katika habari zenu sasa hivi because he's called the king of death kwa sababu anaitwa mfalme wa mauti the king of terror mfalme wa watisho you see, you, you see the, the way he has 
terrorized whole earth. The rider of the pale horse. But for you people you have nothing to do with this. Even if you die from an accident today. You died holy. You simply say thank you. To leave this place is go be with Christ. To be here is continue serving him, right? And that's why I said for us we long for the coming of the Messiah. Because we know that the day when we the faithful ones that have been so faithful to him that have suffered so much abuse and blackmail out of that faithfulness now that day will be recompensed will be rewarded. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's when you will be compensated. If you don't remain on the earth, I know some of us have continued journey here, but I'm talking about you that will go into the kingdom of glory. That's the day you expect your reward, the crown of righteousness. The righteousness you observed when you separated your life and you said, I shall live for the Lord. And number two, that's the day the Lord also comes to vindicate His people. Vindicate you. Look, for you now to be able to say, we were right. Look now, we were right. Because now the hidden secret of your holy life that you led in this church. That is the day the atheist world, the unbelieving world will see, oh, so there was a treasure in the holy life he led. They will finally see the concealed secret that always made you restrain yourself. They tell you, let's go do this. And you say, no, I'm not able to do that. I'm born again. Let's go and eat, have a meal uh, together on a Friday. What? You say, no, 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 just read the Bible and fasting. Then they will be able to discover the hidden secret that was inside that holy living. No. Let us keep soldiering on. For us, we don't fear nothing. When we hear the Messiah is coming, when we see the coronavirus, we know that, wow, our deli- the Bible says, then look up and say, you, lift up your hands because your deliverance is nearer now. Because there are some things that God does that you have no power to change. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So for us, we're looking to, to, to the coming of the Messiah. Because we know that is the day you will be faith, you'll be rewarded for your faithfulness. When you left as a surgeon, when you decided to leave your work as a surgeon and come now to just minister and pastor forever, and some people thought you are totally crazy and you have lost it, right? 
No, you told them no, don't take me there. Don't take me to the valley. Don't take me there. But I know what I'm doing. But that is the day when people will understand, wow. So there was a day called the rapture. People are waiting for, whoa, I wish I had known. But they have known because this broadcast is life. For us, we are looking forward to the coming of the Lord. Because we also look forward to a day when Satan will be bound in our eyes. The, the angel will appear with chains, right? And the key. One chain on one hand and a key on the other hand. And then he will ask us, which one, which one is he? Which one? And then you rise up between that one. You mean it's this one here? Then, okay, let me, let me tackle him for you. And immediately, without any contest, tie him in, and chain him and lock him and put on his back and walk with him in the general direction of hell and crush him into the bottomless pit as you people, Vikelegele will be, Itawaka will be in the air, right? <laughs> You also look for the day when the devil will be told, excuse me, you can't get away with this kind of abuse as you've been doing forever, right? Matusi. The Swahili people have a problem. These are simple things, right? So, you see, we're looking forward to when he comes and removes you from the world full of coronavirus. How many want to walk out of this world that has coronavirus? Okay, then I can see that you guys are in the same book, in the same page with me. The same chapter anyway. Same verse. What are you saying? For us, we know that the kingdom, like I said in the beginning, we are looking forward to when Israel will be restored. I talked about it. The first preamble was on the, this mission. Why is the coronavirus here? Why is the plague of locusts here? What does it portend? What does it say? Then I say it is pointing towards the dispensation called the tribulation and the great tribulation, which is around the corner, and it's warning a, a generation, a dispensation, and it's telling them, look, be careful. The danger is coming. And in that dispensation, it's about Israel, the redemption of Israel, the revival of Israel, and there's so much happening there that you cannot bear. Sema Yes, na pia bwana atakuwa na shughuli kubwa sana ya kukomboa Israeli na pia kuleta ufalme wa mbinguni hapa. Even to install the kingdom of God, you know, the people abroad really are depending on me, I cannot be going to Swahili. So, so what what is happening is amazing. For us it's a very, it's a very critical time. When the church has to prepare in earnest. When you now see New York City. The governor of New York City. He's saying we are looking we are scouting all over the world looking for 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 for, for masks. That is the first world 
country. For Christ's sake, that is number one country in the world. And then you begin to understand that this earth will come to an end. It will not last forever. When you see the biggest countries, you know, the countries that are really, really top in the world, most developed, like Italy, those are top, top countries on earth, Italy, top in the world, best technology and best everything. And then to see them overwhelmed. And to see them crying like now they are looking for a savior. Then you begin to understand that just a moment. This world with all its quote unquote beauties and what have you. The goodness and the treasures it has and the technology. It is coming to an end. There is no prophecy. I think this is probably the biggest prophecy I've given that has totally overwhelmed the entire earth. The biggest ever, isn't it? This is the biggest ever, ever since the Lord sent me. This is the biggest prophecy ever that the one of the coronavirus, this is the biggest ever that I have given. This prophecy here is the biggest ever that I have ever given, that has shaken the entire earth to the bottom of its core and left humanity in such a desperate situation simply looking for help from beyond the earth. Because when you look at top countries like the US, they have the National Institute of Health, they have the, 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 the money, China, those are superpowers, but totally brought to the ground totally devastated and humbled. Because we're saying, then how much more when it comes to Kenya? Because here the healthcare systems, here the healthcare systems are quite weak. Only the Lord Jehovah has to watch over this country now. These, these poor countries, developing countries. But thank God, we have the cloud of God in this country. And this is our Savior, our Redeemer, our present help. And He's the one that sent me to give that prophecy. Hallelujah. And so the earth is reaching a place where man has to be man and God has to be God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh yes. Dio. What I've just said is that we are now reaching a place where it will not matter whether you are first world or developing world. What will matter is one thing. Are you born again? Because even if coronavirus was to pour somewhere here in this city, in this place, even where we are now, with those masks you have and gloves eh? and sitting three meters away from each other like this even if let's say coronavirus comes what is it that will matter? are you born again? 
Once you have Christ Jesus, everything else doesn't matter. Kila kitu kingine basi haijali. Whether you go before this day, iwe ni uondoke kabla ya siku hii, or today, ama leo, or tomorrow, ama kesho, it doesn't matter. Haijali. All that matters you are going into the kingdom of glory. Kinachojalisha ni kwamba unaenda katika ufano wa utukufu. While the rest will be going to torment because you will see that the right of the pale horse there is hate following him harvesting those who have refused Jesus. As he's bringing he's leaving a trail of graves. You will see when I get the fourth seal. Mtaona nitakapofika katika ile lakiri ya nne. You will see that when the rider of the pale horse Mtaona is running across the earth like this. Wakati mpanda farasi wa farasi wa kijivujivu atakapokuwa akienda namna hii. Just uh, you help me thank you. Yes, yeah, so So no. So you will see that when he's running across the earth like this. Unaona kwamba atakapopita ulimwenguni. Bila atapita. No 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 no. No. If you see that he is running the way he is running across the earth now. You 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 realize there is hate. You will see that there is hate following him harvesting the souls of those who have not received Christ. Na unagundua kwamba and taking them to hell. Kuzimu inamfuata ili kwamba avune zile nafsi ya wale ambao walikataa Kristo na kuwapeleka jehanamu. This is a very serious time. Wakati wa kumaanisha sana. This is a moment of reckoning. Huu ni wakati wa kufanya hesabu sana. And it does not matter whether you're in the first world or not. What matters did you have Jesus in your heart? Na haijalishi wako unatoka katika mataifa yaliyoendelea ama yanaendelea. Kinachojalisha ni kwamba je, unaye Yesu Kristo katika moyo wako? Did you have Jesus in your heart? Je, ulikuwa na Yesu moyoni mwako? Before the virus shut you down. Kabla ya viruzi kupata kuwafunga na kuwazima kabisa. Because a trillion years, eternity is a very long time. Kwa sababu miaka trillioni imwilele wakati mwingi sana. A trillion years eternity has not yet begun. Miaka trillioni hata umilele bado haujaanza. But I'm saying. Lakini nasema. When he says that we too have our victory in Christ Jesus. Nakosema kwamba ninasipia tunao ushindi wetu katika Kristo Yesu. Because he conquered the world. Kwa sababu aliushinda ulimwengu. He said that victory we are executing it right now. It's not in the great tribulation. Anasema ushindi huo sasa tuautekeleza sasa hivi. Hauko katika We are executing it by overcoming Just now, now, now. That when the rapture happens, you enter heaven. Overcoming sin. That should be the key mission. When you look at the news or the situation about the coronavirus, the first thing that should strike you is how is my salvation? Revelation chapter 5 verse 5. Anasema Then one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. See the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David has triumphed and is able to open the scroll and his seven seals. Kisha mmoja wale wazee akaniambia, Usilie, tazama simba wa kabila la Yuda ana uwezo wa uzao wa Daudi ameshinda ili kwamba aweze kulifungua hicho kitabu na kuvunja hizo lakiri zake saba verse 9 na wakawimba wimbo mpya wakisema you are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals wewe wasaidi kukitoa kitabu na kuzivunja lakiri zake because you were slain 
Kwa sababu wewe ulichinjwa. And with your blood you purchased for God persons from every tribe. Na kwa damu yako ukamnulia Mungu watu kutoka katika kila kabila and language kila lugha and people kila jamaa and nation na kila taifa You have made them into a kingdom wewe umewafanya wawe ufalme and priests na makuhani to serve our God wakumtumikia and they will reign on the earth forever na watamiliki katika dunia milele yote So look at the triumph of the Christ basi tazama ushindi kushinda kwa Kristo. He purchases all of you. For eternity. Kwa ajili ya umilele. That is what I call the grand victory. Hiyo ndio inaitwa ushindi wa kilele zaidi. The grand victory. Ushindi wa kilele zaidi. Because the antichrist comes. Kwa sababu mpinga Kristo anakuja. Also to win the world. Pia kushinda ulimwengu. After the church is taken away. Baada ya kanisa kuchukuliwa. But you will not be there, right? Can we look at another aspect before I close this and open a new undertaking? So he carries a bow. Why we know that the Messiah carries a sword? Are we together? He carries a bow while the Messiah comes with a sword from his tongue yeye anabeba upinde lakini mesia anabeba anaupanga kutoka kwa pumzi yake John chapter 5 verse 43 Yohana 5:43 Haleluya Haleluya We are going to have an evening session too right We'll have a short break and then come back for another 3 4 hours because I want to make sure today if I can try if I can really try and get into the second and the third field especially Right now ahead of me here is uh, ahead of me here right now is the great tribulation. And so I want also to handle the great tribulation because it falls right within the jurisdiction of the antichrist. So that once that is said unto you, you are able to develop your deterrence, you are able to restrain yourself, you are able to polish yourself. Because right now we are simply talking about the personality. We have not talked about what he does there. The slaughtering, beheading of Christians. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Saizi naongea tu kuhusu. Thank you. Kuhusu mpinga Kristo vile atakuwa na utu wake. Lakini mbele hapa tutaongea kuhusu nyakati za dhiki na dhiki kuu. Na utaona ya kwamba kwa tabia zake tu saizi ambazo tunazitazama saizi unaweza kuona kwamba huyu ni jamaa mbaya sana utaki kuwa kwenye enzi yake atakuumiza sana lakini pia baadaye tutaangalia dhiki kuu dhiki na dhiki kuu wakati sasa atakuwa enzini na utaona kwamba mambo yatakuwa mrama pale sana yataharibika sana haswa sana kuhusu kuabudu kwa maana utalazimisha kuabudu nyoka shetani na kuna Mkristo yote, kuna binadamu yote anaweza kapenda akachagua kuabudu shetani. Na hata wale ambao hawatapenda kuabudu shetani, mtalazimishwa kuabudu shetani. Atakuwa na mamlaka nyingine cha cha shetani sana, cha ushetani sana. Hallelujah. And so the book of John chapter 5, we're looking at he carries a bow, the Messiah carries as what because he's we look at the instruments he, wa- he wants to use to attain the conquest hallelujah are we still together 
I love the word. I wish I can be given a week to preach. I really love the word because this is what's enlightening the church because I've not we've not even touched the fourth seal but you can see that there's so much enlightenment enlightenment already so much enlightenment has come about what you see in your news already now Nafenda neno maana hii ndio ile ambaye inajulisha na kupea nuru kanisa na kujulisha kanisa kuhusu yale yote Because now you realize Maana sasa unagundua But what you're seeing in your news is meant to transmit a message to you an instruction, right? Ya kwamba yale ambayo yanaonyesha katika habari zenu yanapaswa kuupeana ujumbe na maagizo. So the Christians have to raise their heads above the water. Na ndio sababu sasa wakristo wanapaswa kwa imara na kuinua vichwa vyao juu ya maji. So that you don't dip your water with the rest you raise above the water and you ask just a moment. Was that this a prophecy from the Lord? What is the instruction? What is the message? Na ujiulize ngoja kidogo si huu ulikuwa ni unabi wa Bwana ambao ulipeanwa na maagizo ni yapi? Ujumbe ni upi? Na ujumbe wenyewe tunaijua kwamba Mesia yuo haja. Utaishae mapito. Mioni mwenu. Tembe kwenye uokovu, mpokee Yesu kabisa vyema, muokoke vyema kabisa na mtembee kwenye utakatifu. Na mtaibika tena milele. Hallelujah. John chapter 5:43. Yohana mlango wa 5 mstari wa 43. He says. Yes, asema. 43 says, I have come in my father's name. Mimi nimekuja kwa jina la baba yangu. And you do not accept me. Nanyi mkunipokea. But if someone else comes someone else comes in his own name. Lakini mtu mwingine akija kwa jina lake mwenyewe. You will accept him. Ninyi mtampokea. Do you understand what he was talking about there? Je, unaelewa yale ambayo alikuwa anazungumzia hapo? Who was coming? Just talk about the Antichrist was coming. Alikuwa kinena kumhusu mpinga Kristo ambaye alikuwa anakuja. I have come in the name of the Lord. Na nasema nimekuja kwa jina la Bwana. And it has been a constant contestation. Nayo imekuwa ni mabishano mengi kabisa. A serious conflict, an eternal conflict almost. Vita na mgogoro wa milele. A fight, battle royale. Vita vya kifalme. And yet I came in the name of the Lord. I raised cripples here. I raised Lazarus from the grave. Na ile hali nilikuja kwa jina la Bwana nilinua vyote hapa nikamuinua Lazaro toka kwa kaburi. And yet. Na ile hali. You rejected me. Ninyi mta. And yet I know. That someone is coming. Ya kwamba mtu anakuja. In his own name. Kwa jina lake mwenyewe. And you do the peace treaty with him? Nanyi mtafanya makubaliano amani naye. Believe him. Mumwamini. Na kisha mkubali. His name is the Antichrist. Jina lake ni mpinga Kristo. Are we still walking together? Powerful service here tonight, right? Can we, we, we let, after this I need to take a short break, right? Because eventually I come to The breaking of the first seal really still handling the antichrist. Maana hatimaye bado tunashughulikia katika kuvunjwa kwa lakini ya kwanza bado kumuhusu mpinga Kristo. Please if you don't mind. And then after that I'll be able now to slowly transit. Na kisha kwa polepole nitaelekea. Slowly begin now to enter the great tribulation. Sasa kwa polepole tuanze kuingia kuhusu diki kuu. And then I'll enter the second seal. Na kisha nitaingia katika lakiri ya pili. Third seal. Lakiri ya tatu. And then I'll enter the coronavirus, the fourth seal. Na kisha nitaingia katika lakiri ya nne virusi vya corona. But you are, are you seeing the connection of this ministry and the creatures at the front? Je, the ministry you are in, these two servants, 
Because it is a direct instruction. That's why you see the pillar of cloud comes from heaven and points on me, on my head as I'm walking like this. The Lord is making all statements that He comes from the throne up here. His instruction is from here. His command central is up here. He's being commanded from up here. Please listen to Him. That is Him. I'm pointing the universe to Him. What an awesome generation, right? You have no reason for being lost or for going to, to worship the Antichrist and Kusujudu. It's called Kusujudu, right? Before Him. Is that something you want to do really? No. Because that time you can be sure these two prophets will be striking the earth with unbelievable diseases. Unbelievable. Equal to the amount of grievousness of what they do, right? Are we together on that? Everybody is not young here now. Anymore. And he says, the book of Second Thessalonians chapter, chapter 2 verses 6 to 7, right? Are we still there? Second Thessalonians. What Thessalonica wapili? Chapter 2. Mlango wake ni wapili? Verses 6 to 7. Mustari wake wa sita na wa saba. I am reading from verse 6. And now you know what is holding him back. So that he may... Are we together? Can I wait for anybody? Are we ready? Because today we don't have many people here, right? Again, Second Thessalonians. Chapter 2, 6 and 7, right? And I'm reading now. And now you know what is holding him back, so that he may be revealed at the proper time. For the secret power of lawlessness is already at work. But the one who holds him back will continue to do so until he is taken out of the way. And then verse 8 is now when he is the son of perdition. When finally he will be revealed over there. The one the Messiah will overthrow, right? Zechariah chapter 11 verse 16. Are you together with me? Because we are about to take a short break. Zechariah chapter 7. Uh, chapter 11 16, sorry. Zechariah. Zechariah, mlango wa moja. Verse, verse 16. He says, For I'm going to raise up a shepherd over the land who will not care for the lost or seek the young or heal the injured or feed the healthy but will eat the meat of the choice sheep Tearing off their hooves. Kwa mana ni nakuenda kumuinua mchungaji juu ya nchi. Hata mjali aliepotea. Kuwatafuta wale wachanga. Au kuwaponya wale walio jeruhiwa. Wala kuwalisha wenye afya. Lakini atakula nyama ya kondowa nono. Na kuzirarua kwato zao. Can I repeat it? Can I read it again? Jeneza isama maratena. Verse 16 of Zechariah 11. When he's talking about the Antichrist that is coming with this bow. And he says, yes, For I am going to raise up a shepherd over the land 
kwa maana naenda kwenda kumuinua mchungaji juu ya nchi who will not care for the lost ambaye hata mjali aliyopotea or sick the young wala kuwatafuta wale wachanga or heal the injured au kuwaponya waliojeruhiwa or feed the healthy wala kuwalisha wenye afya but he will eat the meat of the choice sheep lakini atakula nyama ya kondoo wa nono tearing off their hooves na kuzirarua kwa tozao <laughs> if that is supposed to be the antichrist i think all of you have resigned today <laughs> I know we are live on air that she cut it I know she cut it immediately at that point <laughs> That's why I said I want to spend some time on the antichrist Nenda sababu nilisema nataka muda kabisa nizungumzie kumhusu mpinga Kristo That when I talk about the antichrist Nakwamba nakwendea kumhusu mpinga Kristo Then now you are able to make some determination in your life Na sasa mtafanya uamuzi fulani katika maisha yenu I mean there are some no go zones even now as I speak I think there are already decisions being made right kunazo maeneo ambayo haupasi kwenda kabisa hata sasa naponena kunayo maumuzi ambayo yanafanywa kwa sababu anasema that he's going to raise up a shepherd of this nature ya kwamba kinoa mchungaji wa aina hii he says so i am going to raise up a shepherd over the land kwa maana ninakwenda kumuinua mchungaji juu ya nchi who will not care for the lost ambaye hata mjali aliyepotea or seek the young wala hata wale ambao ni wagonjwa namna gani or sick they are not kutafuta wadogo okay so i need just need to read this you have a bible there for i am going to raise up a shepherd over the land kwa maana ninakwenda kumuinua mchungaji juu ya nchi who will not care for the lost ambaye hata mjali aliyepotea or sick they are wala kuwatafuta wale wachanga or heal the injured au kuwaponya waliojeruhiwa or feed even the healthy wala hata kuwalisha wenye afya but he will eat the meat of the choicest sheep lakini atakula nyama ya kondoo wa nono tearing off their hooves na kuzirarua kwa tozao so do you still want to remain in that dispensation of this shepherd na basi je bado mnataka kubaki katika majira haya ya mchungaji wa hii and that's why i said i have to discuss with you the antichrist to bring him to you before i bring his actions which are already becoming very evident here in that dispensation na ndio sababu nilisema nitapata kuwafunulia na kuelezea kumhusu mpinga Kristo kabla hata kuhusiana na matukio yake kama haya ambayo yamezungumzwa na kutajwa hapa. So do you see how the Bible already talked about him and what he would undertake the things he would do. The, the brutality with which he would execute his mandate, right? Na hata kupata kutambua jinsi vile Biblia imemzungumzia na jinsi vile atafanya atakeleza kazi yake kwa ukatili mwingi kabisa. Yeah, so again Daniel chapter 8 The Antichrist I wanted to really dwell on this blessed people that you may be able to see the danger that the coronavirus is blinking red for you Ili kwamba mpate kutambua na kujua zile hatari ambazo virusi vya corona inawaongezesheni na kuangaza kwenu The coronavirus is simply warning a generation about an oncoming say right oncoming an oncoming dispensation Virusi vya corona vinaonya kanisa kuhusu majira ambayo yanakuja moja kwa moja Warning a dispensation Na kulionya kulionya kizazi Warning, warning a generation. Na kulionya kizazi. Be careful now. Na kusema makinikeni sasa. Such plagues and bigger are in the dispensation that is coming. 
mapigo kama haya na makubwa zaidi yako katika majira ambayo ni dhiki kuu inayokuja prepare now for the rapture jiandaeni sasa kwa ajili ya unyakuzi because the church is not meant to go through this kwa sababu kanisa lipaswi kupitia haya yote the church will be taken up before the wrath comes kanisa litanyakulia na kuchukulia juu kabla ya ghadhabu kuja i have seen the glorious stairs lord nimeziona ngazi za utukufu ambazo zimeshoshwa the glory i have prophesied the glory i called god the father and god the father visited this blessed country called kenya nilimuita mungu baba naye akashuka katembelea taifa hili libarikiwa liitwalo kenya and creepers have walked in this land na viweta wametembea katika nchi hii what more look look over there what more what more are you waiting for je ni nini zaidi mnangojea before you make a decision on righteous living holy living kabla ya kufanya uamuzi kuhusu maisha matakatifu na maisha ya uhaki daniel chapter 8 danieli mlango ni wa 8 from 23 kuanzia 23 still talk about the antichrist bado anaendelea kumuhusu mpinga kristo up to 26 hadi 26 he says in the latter part of their reign nasema katika sehemu ya mwisho ya utawala wao when the rebels have become completely wicked wakati wasi watakapokuwa waovu kabisa a fierce looking king mfalme mwenye uso mkali a master of intrigue na stadi wa hila will arise atainuka he will become very strong atakuwa mwenye nguvu nyingi but not by his own power lakini si kwa uwezo wake mwenyewe he will cause astounding devastation atasababisha uharibifu wa kutisha and will succeed in whatever he does naye atafanikiwa kwa chochote anachofanya he will destroy those who are mighty the holy people atawaangamiza watu maarufu na watu watakatifu he will cause deceit to prosper atasababisha udanganyifu ustawi and he will consider himself superior naye atajihesabu kuwa kuwa mwenye bora and when they feel just secure like this na wakati tu and when they feel secure na wakati wasikiapo kuwa wako salama he will destroy many atawaangamiza wengi and take his stand na kushinda against the prince of princes dhidi ya mkuu wa wakuu that is the prince of peace that is the messiah that's the christ the prince of princes huyo ni mfalme wa amani ambaye ni messia yet he will be destroyed lakini ataangamizwa but not by human hand isipokuwa si kwa uwezo wa mwanadamu do you still want to operate in that dispensation blessed people je bado nataka kubakia na kufanya kazi katika majira haya watu wabarikiwa you can see how dreadful it will be waweza kuona jinsi vile itakuwa ya kutisha zaidi i'm simply focusing on unveiling the antichrist tia kuhusu kumfunua zaidi mpinga Kristo that you may be able to understand how dreadful it is ili kwamba mpate kuelewa jinsi vile itakuwa ni hatari na kutisha zaidi and the way he executes his mission in the tribulation and the great tribulation na jinsi vile atatekeleza misheni yake katika dhiki na dhiki kuu and during that time na katika wakati huo you can be sure that this prophet here and the other prophet they will be striking the earth with as many plagues as they want waweza kuwa na uhakika kabisa kwamba ni nabii huyu na nabii huyu mwingine watakuwa kigonga dunia na mapigo mengi kabisa so even when they want hold those uh, those uh, devil worship sessions of theirs they will not be able sometimes because there will be such a situation watakapotaka kufanya zile ibada zao za kuabudu shetani hawataweza wakati mwingine maana wakati itakuwa ni wakati wa kutisha zaidi still calling them giving them a last call bado kuwaita na kuwapatia mwito wa mwisho to come Wapu... to the knowledge of the christ ya kupata kuja kumfahamu na kumjua kristo so you see now he comes with 
the bow to do these things I've just read. Basi waona sasa nakuja na upinde atende mambo haya ambayo nimeyasoma tu. From John chapter 5:43 kutoka Yohana 5:43 to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2:6 and 7 hadi wa Thessalonika wa 2:6 hadi 7 up to 8 and to also revelation chapter 19 verse 20 let's read it revelation 19 verse 20 he also does that verse 20 he says here but the beast was captured and with it the false prophet who had performed the signs on his behalf ambaye alikuwa amefanya ishara kwa niaba ya huyo mnyama with these signs na ambaye katika ishara hizi he had deluded those who had received the mark of the beast aliwadanganya wale waliopokea chapa ya huyo mnyama and worshiped its image na kuiabudu sanamu yake the two of them hawa wawili were thrown alive wakatupa wakiwa hai into the fiery lake of burning sulfur ndani ya ziwa la moto liwakalo kwa kiberiti the rest were killed with the sword coming out of the mouth of the king that's riding on the horse wale waliosalia waliuawa kwa upanga ukitoka kijani mwa yule aliyekuwa amempanda huyo farasi mweupe and all the birds gorged themselves on their flesh nao ndege wote wakajishibisha kwa nyama yao haleluya haleluya And so now can I look at the, the Messiah with his sword because we have been looking at one side uh, the antichrist with the bow can I look at the Messiah with his sword before we take our last break for the next session Neza tazama kumhusu Mesia akiwa na upanga wake maana tumekuwa tukimtazama mpinga Kristo akiwa na upinde wake So the book of now the Messiah with the sword Na sasa Mesia akiwa na upanga wake Both of them coming for conquest to conquer Wote wawili wakija kwa ajili ya kupata ushindi na kushinda The counterfeiting is what I'm focusing on how the antichrist forms the counterfeit on the Christ Ule upinzani ambao mpinga Kristo anajaribu hata kufanya katika kumpinga Kristo Ah saizi tunatazama vile wacha niongee thank you saizi tangu tuanze tunatazama vile mpinga Kristo anajaribu kupinga Kristo na ile njia yake kupinga Kristo ni kufanya uongo kujifanya ya kwamba yeye ndiye Kristo yeah vile anajifanya ya kwamba kwa uongo ya kwamba yeye ndiye Kristo kudanganya wengi hilo ndio tumekuwa tukilitazama na kuangaza tangu tuanze uh, muda chache iliyopita ndio So now the book of the, with the sword the book of revelation chapter 19:17-21 He said and I saw an angel standing in the sun who cried in a loud voice to all the birds flying in midair Come Joni gather together for the great supper of God verse 18 so that you may eat the flesh of the kings generals and the mighty of horses and their riders and the flesh of all the people free and slave great and small and i saw the beast 
and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered to wage war against the rider of the horse. And his army. But, but the beast was captured. I don't know whether you are aware of what happens in verse 19. Verse 19 is when the Messiah has come with the sword to strike the nations. Do you remember the Iranian nuclear war that I prophesied in 2005? Until now, it's going to happen. It's not yet happened, it's going to happen. The Iran, the Iran nuclear war. That I prophesied the year 2005. That becomes one of the most historic battles in the history of this planet. It has not yet happened. And so, you see the Russian involvement around that region for some time now, right? In Syria, they're engaging with Turkey and so forth. I hope you guys a bit, you watch things with your spiritual eyes. And they're getting involved there. And so, um, eventually, you are also following the Benjamin Netanyahu 2 prophecy and how there are several developments until Benny Gantz has now surrendered to him to form a unity government, which I think he formed yesterday, right? So, so I hope you are following that prophecy of 2004. The, I am the one who spoke Benjamin Netanyahu into the throne, 2004. And I said it would be Benjamin Netanyahu too, because Benjamin Netanyahu 1 happened when I was there. And so, thank you. I really want to be in the English speaking. Nilitabiri kuhusu utawala wa Benjamin Netanyahu wa pili na sasa maona matukio yanavyoendelea hadi sasa yule Benigant amepata kusalimisha utawala kwake yeye Benjamin Netanyahu. So there is so much development if you follow the prophecies that this prophet gives. There is so much development within the scene, the global scene. Na kunayo matukio. There are monumental events. Matukio makuu sana, matukio makubwa. And so all this will happen. And so this war in verse 19 is when the Messiah now comes to strike the nations with the sword from his tongue. The beast was captured and with it the false prophet who had performed signs on his behalf. And then you see, he says, um, with, with these signs they had deluded those who had received the mark of the beast. And worshipped it. And so you see that they are thrown into the lake of fire. So who is it that has the last laugh? Who takes the real victory? The Messiah, right? The Messiah. This is very powerful. Even as he tries to counterfeit, the Messiah comes to finish the game, right? 
ni hata kama anajaribu kufanya kubandia niwezi anayekuja na ushindi wa kilele ushindi wa mwisho the last aspect before we take a break is that the antichrist will try to make a peace covenant we read that let's just read it because we are talking in this context kipenge cha mwisho ambao tunaenena ni kwamba atajaribu kufanya ile amani ya bandia wacha tusome atafanya he will make it he will be he will make a peace treaty atafanya makubaliano ya amani and so let us see nebobasi hebu tuone and then we'll compare with the messiah na kisha tutamlinganisha na mesia daniel chapter 9:27 Danieli 9:27 He said the following. He said he will confirm a covenant with many for one seven. Daniel chapter 9:27 we read it already. He says he will confirm a covenant with many for one seven. Huyo mtawala atadhibitisha agano na watu wengi kwa juma moja. In the middle of the seven he will put an end to the sacrifice and the daily offering katikati ya jumahilo atakomesha dhabihu na sadaka and at the temple he will set up an abomination that causes desolation na mahali pa kudhabihu katika hekalu atasimamisha chukizo la uharibifu hadi mwisho ulioamriwa until the end that has been decreed is poured out on him hadi mwisho uliamriwa utakapomiminwa juu yake why does his peace treaty fail so that he resorts to violence within the half of that last seven ni kwa nini mapatano ya amani yake haifanyi kama vile alivyotaka kati ya hiyo nusu ya mwisho because it's a piece of man kwa sababu ni amani ya wanadamu and it's built on lies and deception imegemezwa katika udanganyifu na uongo and he comes to build the peace on behalf of the devil really naye anakuja kuweka na kuleta amani kwa niaba ya shetani can we look at the peace treaty that the messiah makes Je, tunaweza kutazama ile makubaliano ya amani ambayo Mesia anafanya? The book of Ezekiel. Kitabu cha Ezekieli. Turn with me to Ezekiel 34. Geuka nami kitabu cha Ezekieli 34. And we see the peace treaty the Messiah brings forth. Na tuone makubaliano ya amani ambayo Mesia analeta. From verse 23. Kuanzia mstari wa 23. Are we ready? Again Ezekiel chapter 34. 23 all the way to 30. Let us compare the peace treaty that the Antichrist does with the one that my Lord the Messiah executes. Hebu tulinganishe ile mapatano ya amani ambayo mpinga Kristo analeta na ile ambayo Bwana wangu Mesia analeta. Are we ready? Je, tuko tayari? I hear no nothing. Thank you. Let's move on. 23 says, I will place over them one shepherd, my servant David. Nitaweka juu yao mchungaji mmoja, mtumishi wangu Daudi. And he will tend them. Naye atawachunga. He will tend them and be their shepherd. Atawachunga na kuwa mchungaji wao. I the Lord will be their God. Mimi Bwana nitakuwa Mungu wao. And my servant David will be prince among them. Naye mtumishi wangu Daudi atakuwa mkuu miongoni mwao. I the Lord have spoken. Mimi Bwana nimenena. Verse 25 of Ezekiel 34. I will make a covenant of peace with them. Nitafanya nao agano la amani. And rid the land of the savage beasts. Na kuwaondoa wanyama wa mwituni. So that they may live in the wilderness and sleep in the forest in safety. Ili 
kwendo wangu waweze kupumzika nyikani na msituni kwa salama. Can you imagine that type of peace where you say tonight I just want to go into Karura forest and sleep there. Unaweza wazia uh, kiwango hicho cha amani ambao unaweza sema nataka kwenda katika msituni wa Karura na kulala tu huko. Verse 26. 26. I'll make them and the places surrounding my hill a blessing. Nitawabariki wao pamoja na maeneo yanayozunguka katika kilima changu. I'll send down showers of season showers in season nitawanyoshia mvua kwa majira yake there will be showers of blessings kutakuwepo mvua za baraka verse 27 27 the trees will yield their fruit miti ya shambani itatoa matunda yake and the ground yield its crops na ardhi itatoa mazao yake and the people will be secure in their land watu watakaa salama katika nchi yao they will not they will know that i am the lord Watajua kuwa mimi ndimi Bwana. When I break the bars of their yoke. Nitakapovunja vifungo vya nira zao. And rescue them from the hands of those who had, had enslaved them. Na kuwaokoa kutoka katika mikono ya wale waliowafanya watumwa. Verse 28. They will no longer be plundered by the nations. Hawatatekwa tena nyara na mataifa. Nor will wild animals devour them wala wanyamapori hawatawatawala tena they will live in safety wataishi kwa salama and no one will make them afraid wala hakuna yeyote atakayewafanya wahofu i will provide for them a land renowned for its crops nitawapa nchi yenye sifa kutokana na mazao yake and they will no longer be victims of famine in the land hawatapatwa na njaa katika nchi tena obey the scorn of the nations wala hawatadharauliwa na mataifa then they will know that i the lord their god i am with them ndipo watakapojua kuwa mimi bwana mungu wao niko pamoja nao and that they the israelites are my people na yakuwa wao nyumba ya Israeli ni watu wangu declares the sovereign lord asema bwana mwenyezi you are my sheep ninyi ni kondoo wangu the sheep of my pasture na kondoo wa malisho yangu and i am your god mimi ni mungu wenu declares the sovereign lord asema bwana mwenyezi you can imagine this type of peace unaweza kuwazia aina hii ya amani everlasting peace amani ya milele yote and it's a kind of peace that fits in very well with the blessing he promised abraham na ni aina ya amani ambayo inaambatana kabisa na kuingiliana na baraka alizomwaidia abrahamu that when he would give him a land he would also make sure he secured his the security he gave the security of the land ya kwamba ukimpa ardhi pia atahakikisha usalama usalama wa ardhi hiyo when the lord reenacted that covenant with david the one he gave abraham he revisited it with david he still emphasized the land and the security of the land wakati bwana aliweka tena hiyo agano pamoja na daudi ana kwamba kuhusu ardhi ukimpa ardhi atahakikisha usalama wa ardhi hiyo that even there as you stay in that land you will be secure he took care of security also na ya kwamba hata mtakapoishi katika nchi hiyo atahakikisha usalama usalama kabisa And so it's very important blessed people. Nevo basi ni muhimu sana watu wabarikiwa. At this moment in time. Kwa wakati huu sasa. To understand. Kuelewa. That the Lord is speaking so clearly about the dispensation coming. Ya kwamba Bwana ananena kwa ubayana sana kuhusu majira yanayokuja. You see that there is a dispensation that will be characterized by lots of plagues and diseases. Waona kutakuwa na majira ambayo yanakuja ambayo itapata kubainishwa na mapigo mengi na magonjwa mengi. 
and uh, you don't want to be in that dispensation because what you are seeing right now the coronavirus is simply the beginning of bad pains it is going to get worse and so I want us to take a short break when we come back we'll wind down on some introduction here some little work on Antiochus we'll wind down on those forerunners and then finally now we'll get to the great tribulation na sasa nataka tuchukue mafunzi kwa kidogo na kisha tutakaporudi tutamalizia kuhusu utangulizi ambao tuko nao na hata kuhusu Antioka na pia kumalizia kuhusu utangulizi huo wote and so we'll now go into the great tribulation also na kisha sasa tupate kuingia katika dhiki kuu pia because that is really the dispensation that this disease is warning the whole earth against and we saw today that is important at this hour that the church stay above the storm and reason well and take the message from the global crisis you see that when it's all said and done you may see the glorious eternal kingdom of God we'll take a short break maybe about 30 minutes or so then we'll come back with an evening session because if I understand people at home, right? May the Lord bless you. Toda shalom. Toda shalom.